PKA episode 453 with our guests, Blame Truth and Andy Signor. Taylor? Got a lot of wonderful sponsors tonight. Uh, here is a word from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. If you think drunk driving is no big deal, you couldn't be more wrong. You could get in a crash, people could get hurt or killed. And if you get arrested, incur a huge legal expense or even lose your job. So next time you plan on drinking, make sure you plan ahead. Designate a sober driver or use a ride service to get home safely. Drive sober or get pulled over. This episode's also brought to you by Blizzard, World of Warcraft, Blue Chew, The Ground Guys, and White Castle. So thank you both for coming on. Very excited to have you. A, a return guest for, for Blame Truth and a brand new friend with Andy over here, Andy Signor. I, w- I thought it'd be better if you went with Signore, like like yeah, we, Italian we, point. <laughs> I like that. Do it. It sounds so much better. I agree. Yeah. yeah. My parents don't... Americanized it. Damn, that sucks. Well, I I really wasn't familiar with a lot of your content. Like years ago, I would watch uh, an honest trailer here or there. And so when when Chiz brought you up, like, hey, we're having this guy on. He's, he's kind of a fucking big deal. I was like, oh, no shit. The guy who made me laugh with all those trailers. That's good shit. <laughs> but then <clears throat> he linked to me another video about something I didn't know that had been going on for the past couple of years. Yeah. That uh, truly shitty. Yes. Um, and I, I watched the whole <laughs> understatement of the century. You know, I, I, I give that situation two thumbs down. Um, and as I was watching that video, it like hammered home more and more because we know false things happen sometimes. But Taylor, people don't know what we're talking about yet. It's, so for it people was, don't know, Andy go got me tooed hardcore. And Second only to Weinstein. You were <laughs> in early. But he was innocent. And he has all these like Google verified text conversations and stuff to prove his innocence. And uh, anyway, that, that's what I, I saw it and I was like, holy smokes, this is this is a rough situation. Drama alert, right? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. if it makes you feel any better, both Taylor and I didn't know about it. So there are corners of the earth that don't know your story. Yeah, I didn't know about it either. I, so, I watched that video. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Andy, I didn't no hear your word. Everyone knew. Right? Yeah. Well, it's because everyone in your world did know. That's kind of yeah. how, how that works. Dude. It seems really shitty, especially because with, with an ongoing case like that, you have to keep stuff under wraps. So to just have to sit there for such a long period of time knowing I could totally swing public minds right now, but I fucking can't. People think I'm guilty of these heinous things. Like, that had to be mentally taxing as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had I, I had so I, I had so many. I went on some podcasts. I tried to get back out in the limelight at some point, just to try and not feel worthless, you know. Because I and I'm ha- we'll talk whatever you want or whatever topics you guys. But yeah, the cancel culture. I'm firsthand witness of how rough that is. And I think so many people are out there online, just yeah, fuck that guy. He's an idiot. Or yeah, screw, screw that person and, and and cut it. But guys, there's so much stuff behind the scenes that happens to that person. And then. The day-to-day life is, you know, everyone in my world just went and reviewed The Last Jedi, but, you know, I couldn't go outside. I had a mm-hmm. family that was crushed. You know, the collateral damage across the, the board was just intense. So, yeah, it, it's, it's – anyway, short answer, yes, it's it's intense, and uh, it was not easy to sit with that information. But I had to follow the lawyer because there were bigger things at stake than appeasing trolls, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. I, It's a mix. It's t- so when you're in the midst of drama – we're all the center of our own universes. It yep. feels like 
your whole universe is talking about this everywhere you go, every, like all the all the places you frequent, whether there don't be subreddits devoted to you or or maybe you're big. It's in the movie scene they're talking about you. Your world is filled with this drama, whereas everyone else, it's just a little sideshow. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think we, yeah, I mean, I've learned that you're, I was definitely a bit of an egomaniac in my previous life and I didn't see it as much as it was. And I think that the the events humbled me greatly uh, to be knocked down a peg and then have to start over, which I've now done on YouTube. I'm, you know, finally cracked to a hundred thousand subs. So I know there's even people lesser than me that still are having struggle, but the YouTube algorithm of a hundred thousand subs is a, it's a beast and you gotta, you gotta want it if you're going to play the game. Uh, mm -hmm. so I learned, you know, I, I, I do want it and I'm going to keep at it, but yeah, it's, it's humbling to say the least. You got to know what you want in this industry if you want to do it and you got to be good at it. And I think I am, but we'll see, but I'm doing it for me this time, you know, and that's, that's the key I think for creators, you got to do it for yourself. Otherwise it's, you're not being genuine or you're being fake. And then the, the audience can tell. So, I mean, Taylor and I, and maybe Blaine Tooth, have watched that 20-minute video you made on... What's your channel name? So my new channel is called... It's it's a mouthful. <laughs> Popcorn <laughs> Planet. So like a, it's like scorched earth, but for pop culture. Popcorn Planet. Uh, but yeah, you can find me there on YouTube. And your video came out... What, was it August 15th or something? The, the one that we're all talking about, the 20-minute Yeah, it was like July. It was July. Oh. Uh, August 15th was my birthday. So definitely, I'd save... <laughs> I did it for oh, my birthday. birthday. <laughs> Thank birthday. you. Uh, yeah, it was, it was like, I don't remember the day. It was July, okay. though, uh, where that came out, yeah. So you guys check it out if you want to see the scoop, but it's 20 minutes of him stating his side of this. And uh, the girl that me too'd him, she said rape, right? She, she said you were rapist. She accused me of multiple sexual assaults. Yes. And, you know, right. while she used the word rape, that's what that means to me. Yeah. Um, and that's how it was treated by everyone online. And, you know, thousands of comments just constantly calling me rapist. I mean, news articles did. That was the most fucked up thing about it all was just like everyone. I mean, that's why when I say, oh, I thought everyone knew it was everywhere. This Because I'm not famous. You guys didn't know who the hell I was. Like, I, I didn't expect to be uh, such over the news. But like, not only was it like, you know, the Twitter moment of the whole day on Friday, it lasted through the weekend. And then I was on CNN and then every outlet in the world was publishing it because it was just a slow news week. And everyone mm -hmm. was so hungry for these me too stories that they're like, who's mm -hmm. that guy? Well, it doesn't matter. That sounds salacious. Let's go jump uh, sexual abuse. Oh yeah. And so all these headlines, everybody just jumped on it without vouching anything just based off Twitter DMS that started coming out that made me you know, look like I was flirting with my fan base and we can get into whether that's right or wrong. That's a whole nother discussion. But the point of what I'm trying to get is the media jumps uh, takes it all. And then when I come out with my evidence and, and plead a case that really shows that my accuser is still, her story is filled with holes, they didn't want to touch it. Nobody touched it. It's been, you know, no major media outlet did it. The biggest outlet was Phil DeFranco. Mm -hmm. um, and he, you know, and I, I was personally trying to push him to say, come on, man, you did it. You hit me pretty hard when this happened. Let's, let's be fair. And to his credit, he did. Um, but yeah, like it him. was just a lot of big YouTube channels and no one else did. Um, and so that's where I was stuck. DeFranco's a good dude. Dude, so people watching this who probably don't know the background, there was this girl. Uh, I don't quite understand the, the panel she did where she wasn't a Scorsese expert, didn't do great. But... We'll call her bitch one. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, But afterwards, I guess you two kind of had some sort of connection. You spent the night playing a game in a hotel room. I, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible with details. Nothing happened. And the text messages show like you had some regret that you didn't sort of make a move and she had some regret that she didn't make a move. It was just kind of flirty and eye batting and such like that, but not action. 
And uh, but the text messages afterwards were like, "Hey, you know, I'd have been down if you were down." Vibe. I'm not not getting a quote or anything. Well, I remember one specific one where Andy was complaining about, "Oh, I got work. Sorry, I can't. I can't. It works fucking me." Is what you said. And she's like, "Oh, I'm supposed to be the one that's fucking you." <laughs> I mean, like you got that on the screen highlighted, and I'm like, "This seems to spell yeah. out pretty clearly in your favor." There, here, she that did, this was not somebody trying to force themselves on this girl. She. All, I, I remember a specific one where she offered to be your discreet groupie. And yeah, uh, I saw that too. I, I thought that was very. Um, I'm uh, like, even a moron like me knows what that means. <laughs> <You> yeah. <know? laughs> That's not a, a tough code to crack. And uh, so the, I guess you gave her your hotel room, I think, or maybe she gave you, I forget whose hotel room it happened the first yeah, time. We, her, her public thing, she literally, yeah, we met in Chicago at a convention and she bombed on stage because she, so he was up against better filmmakers, Scorsese or Christopher Nolan. And she made some comment like, yeah, well, Nolan's made the Batman movies. Like, what kind of what kind of movies have Scorsese made? Like, clearly just not even knowing who Mark Scorsese <laughs> Name are. just two and dozen like, Scorsese like, movies. Part of a whole audience of movie nerds who are just like, who are you, moron? Um, and so she just was torched in this conversation. And I actually felt bad. Like, she was a sweet girl, and I was, and she clearly liked me, and I, we were just talking, and I was just, you know, look, I, I, I was a, I, my whole life, I've just been a fat loser, you know, back in the not, you know, nineties when I'm growing up, my nerd cred didn't meant nothing to the girls <laughs> that suddenly girls like, Ooh, you are a nerd. Like, trust me, that was like the opposite. It was like poison to girls around me. Mm -hmm. and, and so I've just always been an awkward, weird guy around girls. And so fast forward now suddenly i'm in this limelight and i had some fans who were interested in me who you didn't hear about that didn't come forward because we didn't do anything wrong i mean we did because i was married i'm a scumbag in that regard and i've come forward with that issue i, I want to i do take accountability for that uh but you know i was having consensual relationships with these women and so this one i, I think just figured that out and used that and knew okay well he i must not be the only one he's done this to over the years so let me call him out for being a scumbag. And if she had just done it that way, it would have been one thing. But she went hard and said, no, he tried to force myself on her in Chicago mm -hmm. and do and just kept taking it further and further and further to sort of I still don't know why I, I, it's it's fascinating to me uh, as you do it. And then, she, you know, fast forward now, she comes forward and is caught and her statement about it is just like kind of admitting it, but then labeling it her truth. And it's just, it's just mind boggling. And I try not to, I'm trying to move forward and get over it, but I understand why people want to still discuss it. Cause uh, it's just the, the process mentally of just someone who would accuse someone of rape, uh, you know, assault, even attempt. That's the other thing that was frustrating. Everyone, I have all these critics were like, well, she didn't accuse you of rape, Andy. She just said attempted sexual assault on multiple occasions. It's like, guys, that's still fucking really bad. It's the same fucking thing. And that's, that's what's, you know, shadowed me yeah. for the past two years. She and no one was you were trying to force that. yourself on her. What does that mean if not rape yeah. at some level? Yeah. Like forcing yourself on someone sexually. Rape. Well, rape is a subset of sexual assault, right? It can mean groping. It can mean, you know, I don't know, unwanted kisses on the neck. It could be flashing. It could be rape. Like that. that's my definition. I hope I'm on target. Yeah. So, but when someone says sexual assault, I think a lot of people, their minds jump to rape. So, yes. That, and so it, it was, you know, in multiples, it was just, it, you know, I, I didn't, it's just, 
I wasn't even calling myself that. Like commenters were calling it to me daily. In my video, I say rapist, straight, you know, because that's just mm -hmm. what it translated to. Because you're right, that's what people jump to that conclusion. So to, to to do that to someone and go to such harsh degree and then be caught and then just sort of play on like, well, I, I don't want to deal with this anymore. See ya. It it really is kind of frustrating to see it watch. And beyond whatever, I moved on from her. Like she's she'll get hers and her own karma work is a bitch and it, it clearly affected me. It affects everybody in certain ways. But I'm just more I'm more just disturbed by the community that is just like playing along with her. Like, yeah, you didn't do anything wrong. Good for you. Uh, and that, that to me is where just as a culture, it's just scary because it's like, look, if you're going to blacklist me, you should be at least blacklisting her as well. Like to me, that's just <laughs> common sense. I, I'm not trying to force everyone to like me again. I mm -hmm. get it, but you're going to common just sense. But in like the, in the culture we live in and the current climate, like if you work in media, and you want to write an article on CNN or some video game website being like, hey, this jerk accused this guy and she was lying the whole time. And now she's trying to play it off because it was, quote, her truth. That person's not going to have a job by the time they hit post on their fucking WordPress website. It's over. Like, that's why so many people immediately when someone gets accused, jump on the fucking scumbag piece of shit, you know, yeah. trashy person bandwagon. Because even saying something as benign as, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy to do that. Let's wait a little bit. Even that is like rape apologist. What are you doing? <laughs> the reason but, I oh, wanted... Wait, are you the kind of person that would do this? Are you? And so people take the, the easier route and just anytime anybody's accused, they jump on the he's guilty wagon because then in a way you kind of exonerate yourself in the public eye of, oh, he's so put off by this. Clearly this high uh, ivory tower person would never engage in, in terrible behavior. So that's just kind of what my... You know, my high-level two cents on. My motivation for bringing up the sequence of events was that I feel like someone listening might not have any background and assume the truth is in the middle somewhere. They would assume that, like, uh, all right, he's, he's maybe just a little rapey or something. No, you need to understand that, like, they meet at a hotel room, they do the deed, and the next day she's scheduling the next time. Hey, can we go meet at Comic-Con? Can we do this? That was great. Um, that's yeah, not the behavior wanted... of someone who's been assaulted. No, and she wanted access. It's clear. I mean, it's all in there, and and that was that's the most telling thing to me. Of I was like, look, it, it that proves consensual. It's like whether that's right or wrong that I was giving her access is is a fair question. That's a separate topic. But I I, I proved her accusations were didn't hold weight. Her her credibility went out the window, um, and that's that was yes. Thank you for saying that because I feel like that was what I was trying to achieve with my video of just really trying to make sure people didn't just believe everything she said because. Mm -hmm believe women i i get why people say that we have to believe people when they come forward and but we can't jump to conclusions and then condemn people uh because people lie and so it's a it's a scary thing where people are so blind to like well, no believe women no matter what i think it was bill burr who's like yeah i don't know but 88 maybe 88 percent believe women yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's the sad truth right because it's like come on it, it can't be 100 percent all the time and when we condemn these people right now you know, it's, we're destroying, we are destroying lives. Um, and even beyond mine, I just, the people around me, my family, people connected to me who relied on my, my, I was a breadwinner in a family. Like that's, it's just fucked what you do. And, and people, I think you said it, you were, you were talking about, it's just, it's just sort of an endorphin release. Like I like this movement. Oh, that seems, that guy seems wrong. Yeah. I'm going to like this and mm -hmm. we'll support it. I did my, my duty on Twitter and I told him he was a shithead. I'm going to move on. But meanwhile, it just compounds. It's, it's bullying, uh, in the digital space. So what was the fallout yeah. at home? Did you and your wife separate or you working through it or where'd that land? 
Yeah, I mean that's the one issue I always try to avoid in these conversations because I don't want to I don't want to include her any further. I've done plenty to her, and so I'm not going to go there. But yeah, that's we fine, I, I divorced, um, mm. but we, I have a kid. Um, the kid's doing great. I, I'm I'm in a healthy relationship now. Um, I'm doing. I'm, I just feel better positively, mentally, everything. Uh, I it it uh, when you're canceled, it's just it's there's a you're just alone. You're just it, you. Everything goes away. Every you really learn who your friends are, and they they end up usually being less than you hope. Uh, but they, you know, the good ones show up, and they really help you full, pull it through. And then family or whatever support system you have around you, you know, they either step up or they don't. In my case, thank God, people stepped up, and I could use them to sort of you know get me back up because I needed help. Like if I didn't have my kid, I would have probably checked out because it was it was a dark dark time where I just realized everything I've ever amounted to is not only gone, but has been painted like I've I'm not even involved. The people aren't, you know, I'm really proud of Honest Trailers and a lot of my work. And now they're like trying to, you know, erase my name from that as if like, I don't have a right to still be involved mm -hmm. and to know that not only did I not, you know, leave a legacy for my family's name and my children and everything and all the hard work I really did. Now I'm just, it's all gone because I was a, you know, a flirt like that. That's frustrating to me. Um, what happened, you know, my marriage and all that stuff is between, is none of anyone's fucking business is the reality. Just like, you know, as much as I you know, want to get into politics, but I don't care what the fuck the, who the president sleeps with. If it's fucking consensual, it's between him and his fucking wife. Uh, and so that's the reality of just like that, like that, that's not what this should be about. Um, but to know that that was sort of what happened and, and was gone, it, it was a dark period. So, um, yeah, I mean, things are better now, they, but that period right afterwards, I mean, and, and not being able to defend myself and share the truth, the truth, not my truth, but the truth was, uh, it was difficult. Um, but I, as I was saying, like, anybody, w as we watch this now, I'm always trying to share this with people, like, if you see a friend get knocked down, if they're, even if they're like a close enough acquaintance, if you consider that person a friend at all, or you want to be friendly with that person ever, you have a service to reach out to that person and extend a hand. You don't have to condemn what they did. I mean, you know, condone what they did. You don't have to support them publicly, but man, reach out privately and be like, yo, are you okay? Is your family okay? Like you're not killing yourself. Like that's what I think people aren't realizing. Like you got to do it. That's just what being a human is. And if you don't, then lines are drawn and you understand where things are at because that's why I'm in that right now with a lot of people. And I'm having that struggle of like, well, you know, why didn't you reach out? Like, I understand why you're mad at me and I understand why you're ghosting me or I understand why you're ignoring me publicly to an extent, but why didn't you call me that morning before you rushed to judgment colleagues? It just, you know, it's a, it's a mm -hmm. struggle that I think people need to wise. And I, and if I can share sort of to avoid that sort of drama with anybody in the future, cause this is not going to be, I'm not the only cancel. It's going to happen. It happens all the time now. Um, but my advice to everybody is like, don't, Dude, someone's drowning. I don't care if if my best friend murdered somebody. I'm gonna at least gonna call them and say, "Did you do it? Like, is your is your family okay? Like, you you just gotta check if they're a friend. It doesn't mean you're there to say, yeah, I'll cover it up and let's go bury the body. But you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that's something that people just mm -hmm. don't ignore because they don't realize how hard and how drastic the cancel gets. Yeah, um, it's the whole world coming down on you. I, I, I was watching. Uh, I, I didn't know the dynamic between like you and the the panel, the gaggle of people who still work there. But I after I watched your video, I'm like, all right, I want to I want to see whatever the initial response was from because you you started all of that. Right. Like you you got that ball rolling. You kicked it off like you, everybody you, in that video was hired by me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so and and so I think I, I, could, I could never no, imagine. Being sorry, in situation. I don't want to sound like well, I'm just sorry to cut you off. I don't want to sound like fun. a shithead. I built it with those people. Like, of course, there were so many people involved yeah. in that crew that built it and created the voice with me. Like, I'm not the sole person. It wouldn't, you know, but was I instrumental in the building of it? Would I, was I the, the leader of it? Yes. 
Yeah, just like just to set the stage, like you did start it, you hired all them. Sure, they did their work, but whatever. And I went back and I watched part of their video, which was like a response to you being accused of that. And there is not a modicum of let's give them the benefit of the doubt until more information comes forward. There's not a tidbit of i don't think this doesn't seem like him does we, we've known him for years he hired us he might seem like the kind of guy who would you know force himself sexually on a woman in a hotel room you know does that seem like the kind of guy he is but no they they did exactly what i think i laid out earlier which is oh my god i'm terrified if i say anything less than crucify him in the public square i might be uh, called a co-conspirator in a rape and so they just have to do the whole and he's been and what he did was evil and reprehensible and this and that. Not what he allegedly did. Just full bore, right out of the gate. These people that you probably thought of as close friends just boom, steam right over you in an 18-wheeler. Don't even give you the benefit of the doubt. That probably had to be incredibly hurtful. And also, you know, like you said, there's a lot fewer friends than you think. It was probably very eye-opening about the relationship you'd had with those people. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because, look, I, I still am hard on myself, right? I have to be that in order to move forward and do these things. Like, I, they knew my wife. Like, they knew they, I can see why they weren't happy with me. Like, I was married and flirting with my fans. And there's a question of, is that an abuse of power and breaking the trust of you, you know, doing that with fans? And I, I think it is to an extent. Um, you know, and, and I've had this conversation with a lot of people. A lot of people will say, Andy, shut the fuck up. You're don't, don't, don't apologize for that. Rock stars fuck all the time. Like groupies are fine. Like what they, everyone, as long as it's consensual, like who cares? Um, and so it's in the, but then I'm, but then I'm told on the other side, well, no, you, you shouldn't have, you know, you done that to your fan base. And I can see that I shouldn't have used my fans, you know, in a quote, I used like, I, it was sort of like a dating app. I was trying to see who was interested in me to sort of engage with, you know, flirtations. And so you got to remember you know, though, they're using you too. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what that's what I'm saying. It's it's a complicated topic, and I think a lot of my colleagues just read all that and were so um, just hurt and and felt like I betrayed them, which I did. Um, mm -hmm. That they were just they they were in a darker place. That I'm trying to trying to, as I call it, Doctor Strange myself, where I float above <laughs> and just try and look at it, you know, objectively. And I I can see why they were betrayed by me and hurt by me. And so I see that part of it. But yes, I think. You know, if you're going to gather all that facts, if you're going to be disappointed in all these things and then not at least reach out to me as well to sort of get my side on things to see, do I know I erred? Do I am I changing? Do I is, is this all true? Like, or is this some of this being blown out of context? Mm -hmm. All of that's important to sort of gather a true narrative instead of just condemning someone on the channel I built to the audience that now is going to just torch me and just destroy me. Um, you know, and at the same time, I think it was hard on them. I get it. They were suddenly thrusted into what do we do? Do we have jobs? Is the channel's going away? Like, I can see the confusion and the problem there, but I think they shouldn't have condemned me and made a statement such as that without either checking with me or they should have just been vaguer, especially my previous employer shouldn't have condemned me the way they did. Yeah. That's where things were. It's like, it's a question of, I can argue like, should I have been fired? Maybe. I think that's a fair argument of what we can have. Should I have stepped down? Should, there's a million things that could have happened. It was how it went down that I think was really unfair. And I think people, even on that side, I'm assuming are still having trouble understanding because, you know, I'm not, I don't hear from them. They're not engaging whether they're allowed to or not. Uh, and I don't want to send people to hate on them, but I think these are important conversations to have because it's interesting, like dynamics of friendships and when things go mm -hmm. wrong, how do you do it? I do want to explore those things. And I wish I could have more conversations with those people to sort of sort out, well, what happened? Um, maybe someday we'll see. But uh, and I don't want to publicly, you know, talk about that. I'm, I, what happens in my DMs stays in my DMs. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't want to, you know, try and do that. But yeah, I mean, 
sorry, I'm going in a, a, a circle there, but I just think, yes, I don't, I don't approve of the way they did it. At the same time, I do want to say, I, I can see a little bit of why they were confused and frustrated. Uh, and that's why it went the way it was. But yes, and looking back in hindsight, the, mm -hmm. the video they made doesn't speak, doesn't seem friendly to me. It seems uh, saving one's butt. Yeah, versus, uh, it's totally out. of bailing yourself out of the fire. Like once you came forward and all the facts are out there and it's like, hey, here's literally Google verified texts showing that I was not forcing myself on this woman. You know, sure. I admit I shouldn't have been flirting while I was married. Uh, that's inappropriate. You know, I, first, I don't think you were you're wrong at all for flirting with fans who are trying to flirt with you. I think that's two consensual adults doing their thing. The thing I would say is, you know, shitty flirting while you're married. Like that's obviously something that you have a lot of regret for. But if you Andy went back to wrong. them, like I feel like they should have reached out to you when that all all the facts came up above water and everybody saw. And it's like, oh, th the response should have been like, oh, thank God. Oh, I, I was so worried that he actually did all that stuff. Thank God. Let's get him back in the mix. You know, he's kind of the reason this is a thing anyway. Was there any outreach like that, or were they just? You no, know, and I, I've I've picked pieces through. I mean, like there. Let me. I mean, I, I didn't want to get into the weeds, but you guys are going there, and I'm happy to do it. But change the topic when you guys are bored of talking about this. But my, <laughs> my, I've done it, but I'm happy to do it. But you know, there was another example, like a fan accused me of like rigging a contest, and so I think that that lifted things up from just flirting with famous. It was like, oh, well, he's abusing his power. He's changing the rules to like sleep with fans and guarantee sex. And what was really frustrating was like this fan came forward because the original accuser painted a picture that was I was a rapist. And so all these fans came forward and the re the way things were read were read far more maliciously than than there was. There was no malicious or angry or cheating of intent where I was trying to rig things or demand things. And that's what mm -hmm. was so frustrating because I thought these people were my friends and they just bought everything. And so there was this instance of this, this Finland fan who was a sort of, Oh, you're new. You are talking about nudes and Oh, I can't go to this contest because it's international and you guys don't have it. And I said something like, well, I'm the boss. I can change the rules. Uh, and I said that in a way that was like, well, yeah, I want good people to enter this contest. And we've been talking and I can tell you're a good personality. If I changed the rules, I would have done it publicly to everybody. And there was no engagement or mention of it. Like, hey, if you fuck me, I'm going to change the rules. But again, everyone read it like that. And, you know, questionable. Should I said that? Maybe not. But it, people just assume, oh, well, he's just he was demanding sex to get to change rules and get in the contest. And so this woman was sharing out of context things where no one saw the earlier consensual flirting. And then me like being a fan of hers. And I thought she was talented saying like, yeah, great. Could, why don't not submit to this contest? Cause you're in Finland, like submit, I can change it if you're good because I would have, if she was good and I would have opened it up to international. The reason we couldn't open it up international is because they were being cheap and they didn't want to fly someone out <laughs> internationally versus nationally. But you know, I knew we needed good talent, especially female talent, uh, not to sleep with me, but because I wanted to be diverse and have strong voices across the board and she was one um and so it hurts my feelings when i know these these people like just assume the worst in me that just mm -hmm. you know granted i'm being a shithead cheating on my wife yes I, again I'm, I, I'm i like to say that a lot because i want people to know like i absolutely have remorse for that i hate that i did that but if i was single i really don't believe a lot of the actions i did were wrong um and i know there are people in that space i'm not going to call out names or say specifics but they were doing it too and so it's just like frustrating for me like okay so we can't do this noted let's let's re let me take a sabbatical let me figure this out let me resign on my terms like let me figure out a way to do this and none of those were options it was just literally don't come into work uh don't say anything oh by the way you're fired and it was just like what <laughs> like <laughs> what? and then everyone just took that and my silence and everything else as this guilt and then we're reading these out of context things and assuming oh it wasn't just abusing people he was abusing power he was flying people out to screw them and 
All of that was inaccurate. That's just cool. There, there's a couple <laughs> things in here that, that have been glossed over that I wanted to talk about. Like, so I've got a couple friends in my universe who've been divorced, <laughs> and uh, you know, two of them have been cheated on, and they both took it as sort of a, a growth opportunity, which I thought was interesting. You know, they go to workshops. They feel, like even if you're cheated on, they realize that they had room for improvement to be a better husband and partner and such. You're like, yeah, m- maybe she was the bad guy, but that could have been a downstream result of me valuing her for nothing but cleaning the house or, or whatever you know, the, the guy was doing wrong. It sounds like you're going through that process too. Like when, you're, when you are your toughest critic saying, I'm a shithead, I did this wrong, I bet you're not anymore. No, I, I thank you for saying that. And, and not even talking about my own divorce, because again, I'm, I'm just, I've talked to so many divorced people. I connect on that subject a lot because mm-hmm. divorce is hard. It's tough, but there is a little bit of like a, of the learning curve you said. And it's like you, the next relationship, you don't, you make sure you get into something that isn't going to be what you already did. You make sure that your next partner has things or, you know, can relate to the problems you have. Like you said, there's an education in a way to make sure you do it better if you actually are taking that, you know, seeing and taking the education. So absolutely, I think um, that that did better myself. I still feel terrible about it because it, it didn't just affect my life. We all had to pick up and move to Florida. Um, and so my downfall, which I again, I attribute to I, my actions, but I do also attribute to Twitter and everybody else just jumping to conclusions and making it so much worse than it needed to be. Um, really, that that mob just made our lives so much worse. And granted, I, I did I made mistakes, but you know my family shouldn't have had to pay all those mistakes too. And people don't realize, oh, we're doing a service because we're helping and we're ratting out this monster. Like, no, you you fucked us all. Um, and that's that's what's so scary about cancel culture you're not you know who you know matt lauer's wife i mean granted he had billions of dollars so fuck them but (laughs) (laughs) so they have no problems i'm sure you know they had houses in the hill i wouldn't i didn't have any of that shit but my point is like when someone's canceled like that you got to think well who's in their life that this is going to affect their mom their dad like their kids like just be careful more like everything at words can can be worse than a gun like words can really fuck someone up for and they live forever um, so it's like, you gotta be careful what you say online and people need to know that. Yeah. On the growth thing, it, my friend discovered that like, for example, going to a workshop on learning from his divorce was hot to women. So it became like part of his plenty of fish profile. Like, you know, yeah. all, all his attempts at being the best version of him were, were how he got laid. Here's something I keep I'm, I'm stuck up on how, how, how fucking cool it is. I, from now on, anytime I'm caught lying. I'm going to say that's my truth. That is, that is such a good bit. And it, it trips people up enough that you get a little more time to think of an excuse. And that's well, my truth. The, the, like, Sir, you ordered this. You ordered mustard on your burger. That's not my truth. <laughs> Andy, the my truth. Sorry, buddy. Uh, the my truth thing. I want to say this before I forget. But I, I watched your video, Andy. And I went down the rabbit hole, so to speak. And I looked at old, you know, um, stuff on Twitter and all that stuff and Reddit and whatnot. Like I went hours into it and it was literally bullying. It was bullying from people straight up. Um, it's not even like, I mean, you can call it the cancel culture, but it, it was like just bullying. It was a way to kick somebody without like while they're down without knowing the facts or whatever. And it, it was just, it's kind of gross to me. Like but it kind of turned my stomach. Like, bullies the see themselves thing. as the good guys, right? In their yeah, head, yeah. it's virtuous bullying, right? Exactly. 
And the my truth thing, I mean, from your video alone, it was like she, it was like she changed her mind on what happened. It wasn't like her saying my truth is basically saying like my perception's wrong, but here it is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I choose it was just to a, believe this. I say that sometimes, yeah. but I'm fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was yeah. it was gross. And basically knew that the the current you know zeitgeist of culture isn't going to come after her for what she did. If she, as long as she says something like, "Oh, that's my truth." Yeah, like that's just another way of saying I I lied and you caught me. What are you gonna do? Oh, what's that? Nothing. There's another news story already taken off. Better go catch that. Gotta go find well, that. I was gonna say it bothers me more because I, I really I try I try not to look, but so many of my friends and now people just are go down those wormholes and they still follow her. I don't. She blocked me and I don't. I can't see it, but I hear about it. But I, I, from what I'm told is like anybody who engages with her in any sort of questionable way, not even a mean way, but just ask anything regarding it, it's block. And then so she's there publicly to sort of filtering out the the resistance, if you will, of just people who are like calling her out for something that she should be accountable for. And she's blocks, 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 her and her boyfriend, block, 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 block. And, and what's scary to me is like at a certain point, it's going to work. At a certain point, people will leave her alone and she'll be able to just move on like she did nothing wrong. Uh, and her, you know, her the, her screen name is just her middle name, first name. And I'm not trying to say this to dox her. And I'm not. To, so please don't <laughs> take this as sort of an invite to go bother her because I, I want to move forward. We all should move mm -hmm. forward. But it just it just bothers me in a way of just like that's what a person can do. And not only from her, but the community around her is just going to let her. They're just going to be like, yeah, cool. We, yeah, he's yeah. a scumbag. So it doesn't matter that he made he maybe brought up some good questions, but he probably made it all up and he'd probably risk his career again to sort of make up ta Dr. Tex. I wouldn't. I'd be sued to, to kingdom come if all that shit was mm -hmm. fake. I, trust me, I checked with 10 lawyers and she, that's why she's not pulling the video down because you, you, I can't you know lie about that stuff. Uh, but what's crazy to me is that they're just not even questioning her. They're hitting me still, still saying I, you know, I'm, I'm still the shithead and all this stuff. And it, it's terrifying because it's like beyond that woman who I think, you know, is just in, in denial and uh, delusional. Like, so is the community that's just rallying around her and we believe you and good for you. And let's talk about a Tarantino movie. How is it? How, like, <laughs> oh shit, no one fucking did that when it happened to me. Like no one would engage with me and they wouldn't even write me back. And so now it's like, let's act like nothing happened. Like that is fucked. There's gotta be I some kind question. of legal punishment I, for that, right? Like for falsely accusing and ruining somebody's life and getting them fired. Like there's no recourse. You can just do really. that shit. You can do it yeah. to public figures much more easily. And yeah. Jesus Christ. if you could go back in time to the day she accused you, what lessons learned were there from handling the drama? Like, would you have come out with your truth, your truth, a little faster? <laughs> would, would you have, like, no, how, think, what would you do differently? I think, I, I really, I don't mean to seem hippie-ish, but it's like, I, I firmly, as all this went down, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. And I, I, I really have come to believe that because I don't think I would have been able to handle it without the growth because the growth really did change me. So as, as fucked as it is to lose everything and all that I went through, like I was able, I'm able to handle this transition better and grow now because I've, I, I am, I have moved on. Like I have, I'm in a better place with people. So I don't, if I go back to that, what if I'd done something then I would have probably released some texts or whatever, but it was, you know, it was complicated because I was cheating on my wife and she didn't know. And so I had to like, I didn't even know I had those texts until a week later because I deleted everything because I was a scumbag hiding my relationships. And then I realized that Google chat or the Google number or whatever I set up to be sort of a, a, a person there, it archived them. <laughs> and so mm. there was a point where I went back and I was like, holy shit, it's all here. And I was like, thank God. And that's when I you know, showed the lawyer and everyone's like, oh shit, 
and, and then I couldn't really do anything because they all said, no, don't reply. Don't say anything. Let's save this. We're going to go sue and do what we got to do. So um, can, let me so jump in there. If, I, I was just to say though, if I'd come out with it right then, they would have hit me with something else. The movement was too hot. People were yeah. too emotional. I would have been torched still. And then all of my evidence would have meant nothing. And I would have still been canceled. And then I wouldn't even be able to have a, this comeback because I think coming back with my growth and even just, I think the country's growth, people are fed up. Right. People but let me like, jump in. So maybe, sorry, maybe sorry, not. Right. Cause so I think your attorneys gave you good legal advice, but shitty PR advice. I think their PR yes. advice sucked dick because if you had come out with your thing, who there was a, a, it's a guy makeup person, right? I I I think yeah, the guy James is, Charles. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. So that guy released his evidence. I'll make it up. You know, four days into his drama, and everyone reversed. Right? He's clear. His subscribers came back, and if anything, his career is stronger for having been in the spotlight. I would have never heard of this person aside from that. That yeah, could have been what you went through, maybe. I mean, I, I wanted to, I was, I was instructed not to. So yes. And, but I think friendly advice to anybody out there, lawyers are not press release, you know, press release people. They, they don't know how to handle PR. Uh, they know how to handle legalities and they, but anything I were to say during that period can be used against me in a court of law. So anything I said uh, at that point, and that's why I couldn't say anything, anything I said would be used against me in the case against that I was doing. And so you got to keep that in mind, right? So if I come forward and say, Oh yeah, well, they, you know this this person's lying, you know, and not then address all the other shit that was potentially true or that I cheated. All of that then, out of my words, can be used in depositions and stuff. And so that's why it's complicated, right? Um, still, I think there was a way to do it. And to be honest, I made I made fucking a dozen of these videos, guys, that you'll never see. Like I made so I made one a month out, and I mm -hmm. tried to I wanted to release it, and everyone, friends, everyone's like, "Holy shit, you got to drop this immediately." It was much more emotional and crazy in that regard because it was it was a little raw. I, I wasn't as have much growth, but you know, they were therapeutic for me to constantly do it. And I would always get frustrated when I couldn't release it. And I was like, fuck. Um, but you know, I think all of that grounded me and humbled me in a way to make me stronger now. And so, like I said, it all, I think all happened for a reason. And I think my voice is stronger because of it now. Like I, I found a new voice that's more genuine. That's more honest. I would love people to come find me over in popcorn planet. My, my numbers are starting to slowly get up. Um, and, and if I can, do you mind? Cause I, I don't want to plug it at the end. Cause maybe people won't even watch that far. There's a new show I'm trying to plug here that I'd love if anybody's liking what they're doing here. I've used this sort of idea where I get the spotlight. Now I want to shine in on other people and I'm actually really deep in a promo. I'm going to release it uh, tonight or tomorrow, but it's called hugging the cactus. And so it's a new show. I've, I have a Kickstarter. You can find it on Kickstarter. If you look up hugging the cactus, pretty much all my videos at the end link to it. Uh, but it's this idea of when I fell, I had hundreds of people reach out to me with these stories that didn't have the platform I did that were heartbreaking stories of people who just wanted to speak the truth, you know, have a platform to say what happened to me. And I have two stories that I've already taped that are just fascinating. One is this guy, Dale Wheatley. He made a film called uh, Don's Plum. Have any of you guys ever heard of this? Mm -hmm. it's, no, it's, uh, it stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire back in the days of the Pussy Posse. Uh, and it's a black and white film that Leo and Toby do not want anyone to see. They blocked the release in America and in Canada uh, and destroyed this guy's life. This guy was like friends with them, was in that posse, even though they don't call themselves. I learned that wasn't actually that was coined by some other reporter. But in that period, right before Titanic and Romeo and Juliet, he was friends. They made this sort of clerks-esque 90s movie. You can find it online, Free Don's Plum. Um, and uh, he made this movie and Leo and Toby just fucked them. They railroaded them. They blocked the film's release. Everything was supposed to happen. You're good. And then suddenly Leo and Toby were start, starting to get rise on their fame and they wouldn't let him release the film and they took him to court and he just got 
fucked like so bad and not only fucked back then and fucked to this day no one will hire this guy because leonardo no one wants to piss off leonardo dicaprio uh so it's just a it's a fucking crazy story and salacious and fun but also just related to him connected because it's like what a shitty thing to like have this break you're making this movie with leonardo dicaprio he's then in titanic and holy shit my movie's gonna be huge and the movie's not bad and then oh no one can ever see your movie and you oh by the way you'll never work in hollywood ever again because leo doesn't want you to uh it's just fucked so Damn. The point is like this guy doesn't have a platform either. Um, I met this politician. Her name's Kaylin Ford. She's just it's a she's an amazing story and um, just got fucked for, in, in, in Canada because she had a friend. She was doing really well. She's about to win. And this friend of hers releases these anonymously releases these out of context texts from ages ago uh, that she had like academically challenging white supremacy. And it was done in like a conversation to have with friends of just like. And anyway, it was painted completely unfairly, making it seem like she was, uh, you know, okay with white nationalism and she was against immigration and all this terrible things that weren't true. And overnight, her career destroyed. She can't ever work. Uh, she's just such a smart woman. And it was just crazy having this this conversation with her when I recorded because I'm like, how the hell would we have ever connected but to be canceled and to sort of share these relatable stories? But I think they're relatable to so many people. It's so inspiring to see all these people who have fallen and are just trying to move forward and just have deserved to be heard. So anyway, mm -hmm. this Kickstarter I'm doing, you can look it up. I'm like halfway there. If anybody's inspired or feels like, fuck, I got screwed, I, I will take your money. <laughs> Go <give laughs> some. So I can, it's, really just, it's also funding my next few months to sort of keep making content. But I'm really proud of the show. I'm excited about it because I think, you know, not just my story, there's so many stories out there that if I can help tell some really cool stories and get some people, to, you know, just closure, you know, have the opportunity to like, here's my side of the story and be able to point to it. Uh, that'll make me feel really great. And I think make the viewers feel great too, that they could, you know, help other people. So a uh, quick shout out to hold on Taylor. Like a that. quick shout out to Legitimate Radio in the timeline. Can you make sure the Kickstarter for hugging the cactus is in the timeline? Applicable. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah. But uh, I, it's it's really fun, and and I uh, and I'll also submit if anybody out there has a story. They're like, you know what? You should think about this person. Uh, you can go do it through the Kickstarter. The email's on there because I'm I'm currently in that pre-production phase of. But I shot a couple because I'm like halfway in the Kickstarter goal, and I realized, fuck, crowdfunding is hard. <laughs> so <laughs> you you're really canceling people. That's a neat idea. Yeah, there, that's a good tagline. Uncanceling people. I might try and do that. <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can think of yourself as making a lot of that 80s shows uh, <laughs> always as good as the original uh, <laughs> that is good that you're doing that like to, like I, i'd never heard of that politician you're talking about obviously because the way it always works now because media is just a click farm 24 hour we'll say whatever we have to and if we need to make a retraction we'll bury it in the 50th paragraph and do shitty things like all you have to do is say something outrageous and be the first one to say it. And this used to be YouTube tactics. Now it's like Fox and CNN tactics. And all it doesn't matter. They say something ridiculous. It gets 50,000 retweets and a million likes. And then five hours later, even 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 three hours later, they could be like, everything we said here is like totally fucking wrong. Oops. <laughs> Hashtag LOL. <laughs> but that, that'll, but that'll get like 50 retweets and 100 likes. And everybody's already buried into the story. They've shared it everywhere. And it's like, Really, yeah. the truth is now just whatever gets traction first. And maybe well, that's the way it's always I been. think people are kind of inclined to believe the salacious truth, too, right? You know, they, it's more fun. Yeah, yeah, even if there's like a generally accepted thing, it's like, you know, I bet you guys didn't know Mr. Roger just liked being around kids for bad reasons. <laughs> you no, know, it's like, really? I didn't know. No, it's not true. <laughs> you know, but but people are inclined it, to jump on that. <laughs> it's the it's the old it's the old expression, if it bleeds, it leads. I mean, uh, you know, if if people are attracted to uh 
bad shit for some reason maybe it makes them feel better like i don't know when people are you know getting drugged through the mud i don't know <laughs> that would be the, i think that's the only guy in history that you could bring because they'll like bring up people now and be like hey you know this guy who died 10 years ago he uh he diddled the kid and everybody's like <laughs> piece of shit delete his movies off netflix and do this someone was like you know mr rogers he uh he was wearing his sweater, but he always wanted the kids to take theirs off, if you know what I'm saying. Like, people would, I feel like real grassroots people would be like, go fuck yourself. He didn't do that. I bet you're a rapist. There's no way he did that. Like, like horrible man accuses innocent Mr. Rogers. Which would be true. And something comes out of him just being like, yeah, you know, I have barefoot day so often here. <laughs> I was gonna say though, I'm curious. What do you guys think of Michael Jackson? Oh, he he did it. <laughs> he did That's it. Such a good question. He did. I he didn't did watch the documentary. What are you going by? Blame to his nose is unsettling to me. What's that? <laughs> what, what you said? He did it. What makes you say that? He he did it. I mean, uh, <laughs> I just think he did it. I don't know. Um, I think he did it. But with that said, I I've always been like one to separate the art from the artist. So. I will still listen to Michael Jackson songs. I think that he was very mentally disturbed. And I think he did some things, maybe not as bad as were well, written about him, but you know, for the longest time I was like, he's a kidly ditter, but I like his music. So <laughs> I'm going to pirate it. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great, that's a great, <laughs> that, that was my morality play. I pirated. Oh, you all think he did it. I don't know. I think I, I think I, he did. I think he was he did not right. Sleeping in beds yeah, with see, children, right? Well, yeah. because that's that's the only thing that's been completely did do it. Yeah. And I'll be honest, because I, I, I don't think he did do it. Mm -hmm. I think he. I think you're right, though. He had serious. I mean, growing up, that he had clear serious issues, and the boundaries, all those things, are clearly fucked. But I don't know. I don't. I think he was asexual. I don't know if he really was sleeping with those kids. Now, the problem I have is if some stranger—I don't care if you're a celebrity—you're sleeping in bed with my son, dude. I'm punching you in the face. That's not allowed. So I think the parents are just mm -hmm. as culpable as as Jackson was in that yeah. regard. But you know, this fighting Neverland thing—it just fucking pisses me off because those two guys—they're full of fucking shit. Uh, if you really? and I, if you really go deep down those wormholes, it's more complicated. It's easy just to say, "Oh yeah, he did it. Fuck him." But no, you guys should do more. Real his his uh, nephew Taj, uh, who I'm trying to get on the show. Uh, Taj is just like defending it hard, and he goes and he proves. He's there's a lot of people there with crazy evidence. But those two guys in that documentary, they've they were at trial for years and always denied it. Like so, they are they perjured themselves once he died, uh, and they were total opportunists who wanted money, who sued the Jackson family multiple times. So it's really frustrating to me because Fuck. how do you how, so that's imagine like we all you guys all think he did it what if he fucking didn't like how fucked is that like he can't like his simpsons episode is canceled like weird al didn't do his fucking parodies on his concert my kids and i were pissed like it's just it's so fucked that now like really so now the man's dead and now we're just all gonna just accuse him based off two guys who perjured themselves in a court of law like shit is fucking more complicated than people want to admit it to be you know Remember, I was a freshman in high school, and some guy, like, I think I said something negative about Michael Jackson, and they're like, yeah, but he gets way more pussy than you. Yeah, but that's not impressive. Like, <laughs> I'm not getting any at all. <laughs> like, why is that a big deal? Well, I'm 14, so I'm getting no pussy. 
Yeah. Um, just a perfect example. I always like to ask because it's like I don't know. I think it's more complicated than you think. I think the guy is. had issues. I think he, uh, but I think he was asexual. But the other thing was a story I read is like, do you remember the time where the kid accused him of, and they brought him in and made him show his genitalia? Because the kid apparently sketched it. Do you guys remember that I story? I do. I no. I they made the kid draw his dick, and he had to come yeah. in there and take his There's dick. Out. I think there was like a police sketch artist. <laughs> you know, yeah, the kid described his dick, identified it, and he came in. And then I read like this. I don't know. Someone involved in it all read, gave a really damning thing where he's like, "You don't understand. If if they brought Michael into a police station, they knew they were told what his genitalia looked like. He pulled down and showed his genitalia." Michael Jackson left the police station. If there was anything remotely connected by that accusation, he would have been handcuffed and thrown into jail. He left out the fun part. The kid said there was a bend to it, an odd bend, like like it had a fucking business, a curve in it. Yeah, and it was weird because apparently, like Bill Clinton had a bend in his that they talked about. I'm like, how common is this condition <laughs> that people have these curveball dicks? But <laughs> Bill Clinton apparently has a has a little ass dick, which is funny. Yeah, like in that thing, it's like his dick is five inches long, bends like there's a knuckle in it, and it's about as big around as a quarter. Dude, that's no, like the size. No. I, I want to say there's a lot of sex toys designed just like that. So don't knock it, Taylor. Dude, yeah. a quarter? That's pretty hilarious. Mm. The most powerful man on earth has a dick <laughs> big around as a quarter. Bigger <laughs> Trump or Clinton? Wait a minute. All, all you guys have penises uh, bigger than the nickels? Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trump, Trump puts his names on a lot of buildings. That's got to be compensating for something. <laughs> They said that he's got uh, Trump's dick's got a big mushroom head on it, right? Wasn't that one of the? the Did he make a, a joke saying he's his dick was a lot huge? of viewers right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did, didn't Trump make a joke about his dick being huge? If I remember correctly, like, he did. Yeah, yeah, but lots of little dick guys make jokes about the dick. That's true, huge. but still, yeah, he's got the little hands. Yeah, he does have it's, little it's hands. It's more just fun. Like that's what we need to have truly to to finally move past all this stuff as a country is to have like. Fucking uh, Marco Rubio believes this on immigration, believes this on taxes. Here are the dimensions of his penis. <laughs> it's like, and just be able to, and we'll get like a nice, like under vat shot of the female candidates. Like, just give you a feeling where, like, if a guy had like, a, a, he's like, he's strong on this and strong on that, and he's hung like a horse. You're like, yeah, that's my guy. I'm voting for the big dick guy. <laughs> 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 this is a good idea. This is going in my idea notebook. I mean, it, <laughs> did, don't you want some sort of video verification that the penis stories are true? And if so, like it, Trump would be the first guy not to verify it. It'd right? be funny if still like, waiting uh, on his if, tax returns. If Trump's <laughs> on that fucking island, like molesting a girl or whatever, and then they like, because you know how girls like little, little kids don't have any conception of numbers. If the like now little girl describe Bill Clinton's penis, she's like, um, it's like. A hundred inches long and really <laughs> scary. And he's like, now that's what she said. You got to write that down. You got to put that in there. This is real deal. I want this going in the this go Library of Congress. So <laughs> Trump called himself the king of Israel recently. And this tweet had me laughing. Getting his ass spanked by a porn star with a magazine with his face on it, then fucking her raw and coming in 90 seconds, a few months after his third wife had their baby, isn't something I was expecting to be part of the origin story of the King of Israel. New Bible is wild. Great. That's pretty cool. <laughs> 
coming in 90 seconds. You know why? He's got money to make. He's got things to do. <laughs> right, turn it into a positive. I don't, have, I don't have time for that much pussy. I forgot <laughs> those details. Getting spanked with a magazine with his face on it. And I mean, I think that would be more fun to do the spank. Wait, wait. He got spanked by it or he was, he was giving it to her? He was getting spanked by it. By Stormy oh. Daniels. This is part of her story. Oh, well, she's very reliable and trustworthy, but so <laughs> I, I, I totally so did believe, I totally believe that they were slapping each other with a, with a magazine. I don't judge. No, I judge no, a little on the 90 seconds part, but the rest of it. If my face is on a magazine, <laughs> if I'm on the cover of Guns and Ammo, I'm going to integrate that somehow into the, into the bedroom, right? I mean, yeah, that's what it's for, right? Yeah. Exactly. Killing all the bugs in my house with that. Yeah. That's, that's a good shit. Uh, kill the occasional snake that makes it <laughs> no more no more snakes in the last week woody so that's good ah uh, yes and good for you yeah. not good for story time i want some <laughs> no, more snakes not, not good for stories before we it seems like a natural break before we jump into the next thing we got to hear from our friends over at world of warcraft classic the legend is back get ready to return to a lost era of danger and glory world of warcraft classics launches globally on august 27th Blizzard Entertainment has been hard at work restoring and recreating the original world of Azeroth as it was in its earliest days, just as you remember it right down to the last painstaking detail. Whether you're out to reclaim past glory or setting out on this journey for the very first time, you'll be able to relive the stories and adventures that shaped 15 years of Azeroth history. Gather up a party and explore the depths of Blackrock. Gear up to face Fire Lord and Molten Core and choose your side in the endless player versus player conflict between the Horde and the Lions in Hillsbrad. World of Warcraft WoW Classic is included with your regular World of Warcraft subscription at no additional charge. So you and your friends can raid Blackwing Lair one night and then head back into the latest battle for Azeroth content the next. WoW subscribers can receive their character names now, so you're ready to go the moment the servers go live. Check out wowclassic.com slash painkiller already for all details. That is wowclassic.com slash painkiller already. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> My experience with World of Warcraft was fun but brief way back in the day because I didn't have like this. It was like when the first one came out and I played at a friend's house who had a PC that was good enough to run it. And I was like, man, this game rules. And then I went home and was like, dad, can I get a computer? And he's like, no. <laughs> so that's, that's where that ended. So maybe I'll give it a go this time. So if, uh, so if I stumbled on any of those... Azerothian, Blackrock, Molten Core. Actually, no, nah, none of those words are that hard. I'm just an idiot. So, yeah. <laughs> it's been relevant for like 15 years. Like, it yeah, really is it's crazy. been around a long time. Did Why you guys get into that? I got into Hearthstone, which is the spinoff of WoW. It's like the WoW universe, but a CCG collectible or yeah, collectible card game like online. But oh, like I didn't play the actual. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. How I didn't play you, the Eddie? actual game. No, I'm I I've I my gaming stopped around the N64. <laughs> it's like Goldeneye good way era. to go out. Good way to go out. Yeah, and I stopped around. I mean, I got I did Halo a little bit stuff, but yeah, and then I got into just work and movie stuff. And movie, I spend so much more time watching the movies and TV than I. I just don't have time. And as a dad, I just don't. I can't fit in games. I mean, I do. I try, but no, especially like a world. I just know if I do it, it'll it'll I'll consume me, and I can't go. That Andy, far. I want to know. Movies, I'm sure, started as a passion. Have they become work? Do you ever watch a movie like, fuck, this thing's two hours. I got, I have to pay attention to this for two hours. I'd rather not. It's funny. No, movies have not. That's why I do it. But TV has. It's oddly enough, TV, like I can't commit to like network TV shows that are like 26 episodes. 
I'm just like, fuck, who has time for that? I like Netflix and Amazon, like The Boys. Have you guys watched The Boys and Amazon? Yes, I, I, really like, I like that a lot. Great. And it's like sweet because it's like 10 episodes. You just get in, you get out. Uh, I like that a lot. I like that format because you can just binge it. It feels like a couple long movies and then you're done. The uh, It doesn't feel as much. But yeah, TV and stuff. I used to watch The Flash. I still try to, but it's like 23 episodes a season. And I, I am just a whole season behind now. I'm just like... Do I care that much? I don't know anymore, you know? So <laughs> TV has started to feel like a job. Excuse mm. me, but uh, no, I, I love movies. I watch them all the time. I see them. Even when it gets bad, I still sit through it. Uh, I just, but I, I also, I, I just watched um, Angel Has Fallen, uh, which I have to review. I guess I'm I'm not supposed to. Oh, this isn't a is review. that the Tarantino movie? No, this is the third Fallen movie starring Gerard Butler. You remember I'm Olympus Has Fallen? Oh, Olympus Has Fallen, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like the fugitive with uh, more firepower is what I call it. But yeah, it's like the dumb, stupid movie, but I loved it. I sat there. What Nick Nolte is freaking hilarious in it. I, I highly recommend it if you like uh, that sort of terrorist 90s action style, which was always one of my How's favorites. How's the Tarantino movie? What is it called? I, like I forgot it. the name of it. Once by a time in America. I, I was not a fan. Hmm. I, uh, I was an you're like the Yeah, you're like the only person I've heard that hasn't liked it. I He's a, it I've only heard two reviews and they were both negative. Counting Andy's. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's very all over the place. Uh, and I, overall I was just, I, it wasn't as crazy as I wanted it to be. And it just sort of felt meandering and pointless to me. Uh, and Leo was great, but felt mis like just miscast. Uh, but yeah, it, it was not my favorite of all the movies. The, I'm trying to think of, there was one I just saw that I really did like, uh, and game. Uh, I mean, that was a while ago. I, I like that to... movie. I feel like it's uh, not cool to like superhero movies, but gosh, no, it's cool. It's wow. cool. It's fun. <laughs> That was good. That was yeah. a cool part of the whole ending. It, they, and that finale, you know, Avengers Fantastic. Assemble. I don't want to spoil anything, but Captain Planet, or not Captain Planet, um, Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah, Captain, Captain Planet makes a cameo. <laughs> no, uh, Captain America with Fire! Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> um, Captain America with the hammer was oh, amazing. So good. Oh, my so God. Good. Like, I... It was that my favorite was uh, Caps. Caps literally facing Thanos and his army, and he's ready to do it alone. Yes, yeah, fuck, and he's just like, I can do this all day. And then finally, <laughs> here on your left, and I got goosebumps. I was like, Yes, <laughs> oh, dude, I got tears. <laughs> the perfect uh, callback. I was like, Oh my god, that's so beautiful. And then the <laughs> portals open. You're like, Holy shit! It was it was awesome. I was, it was like me dude. as a kid on my carpet playing with the figures. <laughs> <laughs> that was. It was really, really good. It's great. Uh, yeah. Was the movie Midsummer, Andy? Was that the one you think? I like that. Yeah, it's yeah. fucked up. It's a Very fucked good. up movie. Uh, I like that one. I enjoyed that one. Uh, it's by the guy who made Hereditary. Yeah. Uh, it's a fucking weird fucking movie. It's it's uh, it was rough. I watched it alone in the theater, and that was a yeah. bad idea. <laughs> it's a great movie, but oof. well, because I had a I had a bad edibles experience in my life, and I never did it again. But this the movie sort of embraces that a lot. It's like they go to this far like weird European city, and then do an edible, and then it becomes a whole adaptation of like bad relationships. So it, it's fuck. It's intense and fucked. And I and I was like getting flashbacks to that moment, like oh shit. Uh, but it's really gritty and real. But I also kind of a comedy, like it's fucked up comedy uh, yeah. near the end uh yeah i i enjoyed it it's just i like it's finally something more original it was uh it's nice to see not another fucking disney remake or you know, <laughs> it, it's a tv show but have you seen the heist no i haven't oh. either the heist is my current passion so it's on netflix and um you know oceans 11 it, mm -hmm. basically the premise of that is they have a team of experts 
with an amazingly planned robbery and they try to pull it off. Well, the heist is that, but it's television, so it's really long form, right? It, hmm. It's three seasons. Each season is like 10 episodes. And, and Wait, are you talking Money Heist, the Spanish one? Yeah, is that what it's called, Money Heist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Money Heist. Yeah, so My I mistake. saw the pilot. It was good, but it's really well done. But yeah, Dude. sorry, keep going. I want to make it, sure it was the right one. So, uh, thank you. Um, the plan, like like Ocean's Eleven, right? They they dot every I, they cross every T. Even when things go wrong, you realize they had that as a contingency. And then, mm-hmm. uh, without spoiling too much, then things go wrong that they didn't expect or you know have a, a plan for, and and things go awry. And I just super invested to that. I I just started the third season, which is starting to lose me a little. It's the third and final season, but the first two. Super compelling, amazing. I have to get back in. I did. I did enjoy. It is money heist, and yeah, I have to get back in. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm. I'll check it out. I actually wrote it down just then because I like, I guess, bank robbery stuff. You know, like uh, any any kind of thing like yeah. that. Like, so uh, it's it was originally Spanish, and they they just kind of like did an audio book over it almost, like all yeah. the so the lips don't match up. But it's <laughs> way better than like the kung fu movies I watched as a child. Like yeah. it actually works pretty well. So I, I, I they did it, and and did did. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you guys know that they made a, a Spanish version of Breaking Bad that's like shot for shot with different actors? No. No. Yeah. I need exists. to do a video on that. Wow. Do a video on that. It's it's <laughs> shot yeah. for shot. I'm like word for word, just different actors, different language. But I, yeah. I'm I like I'm interested. Is the guy skeptical. who plays Gus the same guy though? Right. <laughs> yeah, he actually, yeah. That would be amazing. I need to yeah, definitely watch it. That's true. What's his name? Paco. Yeah, there's a couple of people. Yeah, Tuco. Tuco. So, couple of... crazy, man. <laughs> that was more Scarface. But <laughs> I mean, he's either one. I haven't seen either in a while. <laughs> you guys know they already shot a Breaking Bad movie that no one knows about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wow. They haven't even spoiled it, but yeah, interesting. I don't know if I want to see it. It ended so well. Uh, but yes. Better Call Saul is really that was Better Call Saul I watched. I really like that. Better Call yeah. Saul is amazing. Yeah. The only reason people kind of will talk shit on Better Call Saul is because they already have that anchor point of Breaking Bad, and it's like this is known to a lot of people to be one of, if not the best show ever. Of course, the one that comes after isn't going to quite be up to snuff. But it's still better really than good. Breaking Bad. Very, my, my stock uh, n- answer nothing. for Better Than Breaking Bad had been Game of Thrones until the last until the end. Last two seasons ruin that, yeah. It's nothing's better than Breaking Bad. Nothing. (laughs) A lot of people piled on Game of Thrones in like season six, but I wasn't there. I I I just wanted to be positive. I didn't want to shit on it because that would make me like it less. Yeah. But come season seven and season eight, especially eight, it got hard not to see what everyone was seeing. It sucks that we have such a huge movie buff on right now, and the third member of our show that's not here tonight yes. because he's in prison for the next seven weeks. Uh, <laughs> he's the one who knows everything about movies. And so, yeah, Woody and I are like, yeah, but what about the, we're talking about Lord of the Rings. You know, this movie, I know one of the names in the title, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's like, there's one from 2004. It's got Scarlett Johannesburg in it. <laughs> That's, like my parents, this is so boring. Dude, yeah. Kyle has an encyclopedia. No, uh, uh you guys are giving me a photographic here. memory I, I, almost. Go ahead. Hey, I watch you're a big movie guy. I watch probably one a day. Yeah, I'd say average one a day. Yeah. Wow. In fact, I was going to ask Andy, what you what's your favorite right movie now? of all time? Oh, what am I into right now? Yeah. Um, oh, my favorite movie is right there. Shawshank Redemption. Good choice. Uh, let's see. I just watched Spider-Man Two for the first time. Actually, the Sam Raimi one. Um, very I good. Best one of the live actions. Oh yeah, and then I'm gonna watch Spider-Verse. John Wick three again. Still think the uh, best. I think Did you this like Spider Verse. 
Uh, yes, I oh, like Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. I watched that I with was, my family. It's on Netflix now. You guys should all... It's so beautiful. Yeah, done. great movie. Great movie. It's like a work of art, honestly. Like for animation, I think probably the, my, my favorite animated film, it just... its I've never seen a movie look like a comic book, but then take it to a movie level and just for like art, draw and voice. It's just... It's fantastic. Very Ooh, good. Is movie. there a movie that... Because you guys are both you know movie buffs. Like, is there a movie that's well known to be terrible that you can't help that you just love and not in like an <laughs> ironic way in like uh it came out you watched it and you were like hell yeah man and then you uh, look at the reviews and it's like what what we're, Aqu- we're watching Aqu- the same thing aquaman and uh mother oh i fucking aquaman hated and mother. mother oh i hated mother i love it but it's i love it because i like to see people react to it more than <laughs> i like the movie because it's so fucked up it's it uh, fucked dude up. i don't even watch yeah. superhero movies i could guess that Aquaman must be the shittiest. It is. It is. Um, okay. Aquaman, we got a guy robbing a 7-Eleven three miles off the coast. He's like, well, could they call Superman? <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers but, water, but, <laughs> no spoilers, but Aquaman, there are like four different scenes where they're having a conversation and an explosion interrupts them four <laughs> fucking times. You can make it a drinking game. Like, it's holding <laughs> never gets old like it's just so funny I'm like is that all they can do to interrupt like this to shift gears but i love that movie it's just ridiculous <laughs> market research is showing from our panel that people are very bored by the dialogue scene <laughs> <Fish Man. laughs> there are fish armies the end of the movie of aquaman is pretty fucking amazing though it's like yeah. a cra- isn't it like crab people versus like mermaids on seahorses like yeah he goes there it's fucking crazy <laughs> but then it's- the japanese come in and murder all of them <laughs> it's just a- the, the dolphin fleet absolutely yeeted out of existence visually speaking oh, he think he is so small <laughs> he really bringing all the fish Our right armies are helpless <laughs> against the net yeah. <laughs> that sounds like, yeah. a, sounds like a spongebob scene now like, oh, it. <laughs> yeah that is but, funny a whole fish army does he yeah. just bring the cool fish or does he bring like like oh, shitty ones. There. It's it's everything. It Finding Nemo's out. like I'm trying to help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hundreds of millions are starving as Aquaman empties the oceans globally in order to fight a regional U.S. problem. People are calling <laughs> it the most irresponsible thing ever done. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be the reality. That's the um, can I recommend you guys a movie? It's actually mm-hmm. relevant to the thing we just discussed. If you don't mind, it's called uh, The Hunt with. Don't know how to say his name. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen, Michelson, the oh yeah, yeah, guy who did Polar. Uh, without spoiling it, it's about it's foreign language. I think it's whatever his native language is. I don't remember, but um, it's about uh, he's a he's a like a preschool teacher, and this basically like a little girl says something offhanded, and then it's kind of sp- like kind of spirals out of control. Uh, it's like a of the sexual nature, but he didn't do it. And the whole movie is about that. It's is it one definitely of the best called The Hunt? It's called The Hunt. Mm-hmm. It's called The Hunt, but you have to look down a little bit, Woody. It's the one with the YouTube video there that says Mads Mikkelsen. Because there's another yeah. hunt with Glenn Howard and the guy who plays Dennis and it's always sunny. It's one of the best movies I think I've ever seen, honestly. But it's wow. it's pretty relevant to our yeah, it's it's pretty relevant to our discussion. There's a movie know. called The Hunt that just wasn't released, and it made a lot of news. Like, yeah, that's the Trump one. The, uh, yeah, the some liberals hunt down MAGA supporters or something. Yep. Is it a, is it a superhero movie? Like, what is it? Mm, no, no, it's, they're just like that guy. 
that that guy's got a red hat on. Shoot him. <laughs> no, oh. I, it, like I, I, it's not released, so I don't know it. But what was that movie from ages ago where they like hunted humans as their favorite trophy? I know what you're talking about. The most dangerous game. Surviving the game. There's no escape. There's, I mean, Running Man sort of does that. I mean, Hunger sort of does that. There's a lot of those. Okay. uh, (laughs) I I think some of the first ones were that I was thinking of. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, I thought it was along that genre where they're just like hunting people and their low value people were MAGA people. Yeah, it's surviving the game Ice Cube. I think it's Ice T. I saw that one. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He, Rutger Howe, it's it's I like that. He's a surprisingly fun. difficult prey because of his street smarts. Yeah, well, I think they're homeless people that are thrown mm-hmm. on an island so the rich can murder them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a fun concept. And then, of course, the homeless people kick the elitist ass. Who doesn't want to see that? Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. glad anything with Glenn Howerton as a movie gets canceled because you don't like he keeps Glenn leaving. Howerton? No, I like him in It's Always Sunny. And when he leaves, oh. it's not the same dynamic. And so Dude, I keep your ass on It's Always ever. Sunny. Mm-hmm. I know it's like 13 years or 12 years it's or something insane. now. It, yeah, it, and it's like probably my all-time favorite show. I love the whole dynamic. It makes me it's laugh out loud. One of the so best shows ever. Fucking yeah. funny. But when he left, like, and to try and pursue something, I think it was to do that other that TV show where he was a, a biology teacher or something uh, with um, Patton Oswalt. Like, I think it was to do that, not this. But AP Bio. Yeah, AP Bio. Yeah. That's what it is. That was kind of funny too. I watched a couple episodes. But God, Sonny, without that integral dentist dynamic, doesn't work. You need that narcissistic psychopath in there to drive the story forward it's like if they tried to like rewatch season one at the time when you watch season one before they had devito hilarious show but then the bar was raised when devito came on and now to try and imagine that gang without devito it just it doesn't compute taylor and so always yeah. sunny cast which one are you oh uh uh matt because i'm gay <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, gay. Uh, uh, likes martial arts. Uh, Dennis, because I can be very thoughtless sometimes. I, um, I like to. I've always cast yeah. Kyle as our Dennis. Kyle would be our Dennis. Yeah, He's Dennis. Yeah. He's, yeah, that's a unanimous thing. <laughs> well, then uh, I want to be Danny DeVito. He's funny. <laughs> okay, I'd be. I'd be. I'd be Frank. I'd be Frank. Definitely. I'm also like five eight, so I'm a fucking manlet. So like, kind of the same thing. <laughs> and you, Dude, this, uh, this you did some work place. over in Vietnam. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you own sweatshops in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. A lot of good people died. A lot of good men died. So has everyone seen the the Ted Bundy movie? I don't. I'm not gonna say the name because it's a fucking stupid movie title. But mm. the Zac Efron one. Yeah. The Ted I Bundy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You haven't seen it, Woody? No, but I'm listening. Okay. Um, watch it for one, it's good. But I think fucking Glenn Howerton would have made a great Ted Bundy. I think mm-hmm. over Zach Efron. I don't know if anybody else sees Zach, that. Zach but. wasn't bad though. No, he was great. Yeah, he was great. But I just think after seeing him in It's Always Sunny, like he's just he's basically Ted Bundy in that. So I mean, like <laughs> he kind of looks like him too. So every time he opens his trunk, he's like, I need my tools. Yeah, you know, like zip ties and duct tape and you know, a stun gun. And what do you say? I like to bind. I like to be bound. Something like that. I like, yeah. to, like to bind. <laughs> I like to Efron. be bound. Yeah. <laughs> How do he play Ted Bundy? Was he absolutely gorgeous as Ted Bundy too? Somehow? Ted Bundy. Yeah. Ted Bundy was a handsome guy. That's why yeah. it wasn't yeah. Zach Efron. I don't think. Zach no. Efron's got him beat a no. little bit, but they, they show a shot of Dead Bunny at the end to try and like connect it. And yeah, you know, Zach Efron's way hotter, but still, he <laughs> yeah. Oh, did Ted Bundy have that dick root thing happening? The V and the no, just me. Never oh, mind. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm Mac. 
Circle yeah, back. I guess you're mad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was talking about Trump's dick size earlier. Wasn't I? Oh, that's yeah. not as it's not nearly as gay as we usually get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty tame tonight. We've been well-behaved boys. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to. Oh, fuck, what was I going to ask? I'll have to look it up. Uh, you need a topic? Oh wow! Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. My, my fucking bad. Maybe nice I'm ride. maybe I'm the D actually. He's <laughs> <laughs> just gonna ruin everything. I just ruin everything. My own jokes. Andy, and I have a question about the the screen junkies thing. Yeah. You hired all of them, yet sure. they fired you. What was the corporate structure in that? Like, how did that happen? Well, I was their boss. <laughs> I had bosses though at Defy, so. That was the corporate structure there. I, you know, me. Oh, I misunderstood then. Yeah. So Defy owned several brands. They owned Break.com. They owned uh, Clever, uh, Smosh, uh, Screen Junkies. I did a channel called Ami where I did a show called Man at Arms, which I don't know if you guys ever watched that. You might like that one. It's uh, We built so- real life versions of swords from video games and weapons, uh, movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was really fun. Uh, those are still, we made uh, the scissor blade from uh, Kill a Kill, it's an anime series. It's like this awesome, huge red scissor, half of a scissor. And they um, forged a bucket full of old scissors to like actually like hammer it out and do it. It's it's a fucking badass video. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so the, we had a lot of brands. So uh, yeah, I worked as the sort of SVP of content. So I over, I, I, my, I was focused most on screen but I oversaw a lot of those brands. And then I had bosses above me. Um, but you know, people, you know, on below me on screen junkies, yes, they were employees of mine. Roger that. All right. So, so when you started that, I guess you didn't, they didn't buy you. You got a job at the beginning of that. Correct. I didn't own it. Sadly. That's right. why I'm starting it again. Not giving it up this time. <laughs> One of the lessons learned, <laughs> you know, yep. he's coming out of this a new man. So go subscribe everybody. Yes, please. Taylor, do you know that you muted? I do. I was trying to find the movie I was thinking of, but I'm a fucking idiot and I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's going to check out for the rest of the show while he's like just going to pout. Yeah. I feel like Taylor, Taylor's there for like every other sentence. Like, I'm either I'm gay or I'm a fucking idiot. So <laughs> I like the humility here. <laughs> I don't. I don't like to lie. So. <laughs> do you guys want to try a game I do in my show? Can I do it? Can you do have a minute? Can we try I'd it? I'd love to. Let's do if it. only yeah, we had more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we have to get guest characters about something? I'm gonna. Suck. So I got you. It's called. It's a new show. I'm calling. It's like basically Blu-ray battles, is what I call it. You have to snap one out of existence. So I'm gonna say all of South Park, hmm. or all of Always Sunny. South Park. You I have snap to kill South Park out. Sunny. Really? Gone. I'm yeah. snapping out Sunny. Wow, you both. Because I, I, I would go Sunny too. I, I think South Park's even more iconic, just from a uh, standpoint. I Eric think Park Sunny's recently overrated. Uh, wow, I thought it would be a little harder, but you guys all picked Sunny. No, I mean, yeah. I guess Woody and I are on South Park. So we're, we're tied, but that's the, uh, yeah, so you, you're you not even close, really? You no. were just close, but that's all South Park. I like South Park, but I love Sunny. So, yeah, I love Sunny. It's more of a feel good show for me. Like, I, like, like, it's one of those shows that, like, <laughs> evil I'm in people. Funk. And I, yeah, well, it's a feel good show for me. I like it. Like, I'll watch it's it. Like show. I like this. Like, you know, like, stupid laugh at Charlie's antics. The cricket storyline in particular picks me up. And, the cricket. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's not like South Park is like a, an uplifting you know, sermon. But also, like, my, my South Park takes have been ever since they started that shit. And I've said it on the show, so I'll keep it short. 
when they started trying to do full series arcs yeah, throughout the season, that turns me off. That shit's boring. I want to watch the way they did where it's like season five or whatever. Where it's like, all right, this episode, we're going to like have the earth get canceled and they have to go like, uh, and convince the Jusenics on the, uh, on the Island uh, or the fucking space station or whatever to get them back. And the next episode, Nobody remembers that. We're right to feeding Scott Tennerman his own parents in Chile. And after that, we get more ridiculous. And that's what I loved about South Park. Yeah. And so I, I admit. It, Scott Tennerman eating chili is the best episode over any <laughs> Sunny ever. That episode of South Park, I would say, is one of the best. You might be right. I don't know, man. Dennis System is my personal favorite. Well, they have that, <laughs> that hierarchy of fucking... You know, after he's done manipulating them, they go to Mac and then they go to Frank after that. And that's where he gets the Mantis name, too. Yeah. So it's like, I'm here for the scraps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mantis yeah, toboggan. They did South have yeah. bad seasons because even with, like you said, when Dennis was gone, like it, they have their, their pros and their cons. But uh, yeah. South Park all the way. Let's, it's it's a much harder decision than initially I made it look, but I'd have to give it to Sonny. I want to keep Sonny around. This is a fun game. I like this game. <laughs> go we do that I'm, I'm starting as a new show right just it's literally and we can talk you can talk for like five ten minutes depending on it we did a bunch of them but it's it's i go to walmart and i'll just take a picture of the like the dvd bins and i did like goonies versus gremlins and i let them vote and people will just message me on my instagram like you fucker how come you're making me use one god damn it uh, it really creates this like visceral like anger when you put two best movies i did like ace ventura versus dumb and dumber and it was literally Ooh. I think I had a thousand people on my Instagram story and it was 50 50 people could not decide which one it was. Ace Ventura. Which Ace Ventura was it? The original, of course. Oh, that makes it harder. Yeah. I, I, I'd snap. I'd snap Ace though. Dumb and Dumber. I, it, I can quote that movie in my sleep. Like, I was young when times. Gremlins came out. Oh my God. Was the marketing for that movie misleading? We thought it was about cute little puppets. We thought it was a movie about Ewoks, but more adorable. And then it's a horror movie, and they're microwaving the fuckers, and they explode. And you know, I'm like six watching this yeah. thing. Like It wasn't at all what my parents thought they were taking us to. I hadn't seen that movie until about two months ago ever. Mm -hmm. That movie rules. I thought it was really entertaining. Gremlins? Oh, I haven't it's seen good. it as an adult. I as far like as Dumb and Dumber, I, I remember before. watching that when I was like eight years old. And when I don't think I don't know if I've ever laughed as hard in my life as I did when I was like eight or nine watching Dumb and Dumber and they convinced a blind kid that the bird was just quiet. <laughs> I was it was like, you know, do you remember being that young and you'll laugh at something and like in your little head, you're like, oh, my God, I didn't know things could be this funny. I didn't know I could have a response this uproarious where I'm like struggling to breathe. And I'm like, yeah. it's just in my little head, like <laughs> blind kid thinks it's a living bird, but it's not. He thinks it's just yeah. quiet. And then the newscaster comes and he's still betting the deer. <laughs> oh, so fucking good. Dude, if, the, the <laughs> I best that. part, I, I had a similar experience, but it was when they think the head just fell off the bird before it, you know, they, <laughs> they, 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 they cuts it off, send a message. And they think it <laughs> Because of old age. Oh god. Let's have one of the best shit scenes of all time in cinema. Yep. You can't mm -hmm. deny that one. We've watched that on the show before. Kyle gets like a like a schoolgirl when he sees the <laughs> shitting scene. So funny. Yeah, I uh Dumb and Dumber's good. I, I Scatological humor is not my thing. I, that's actually the main reason I don't like Dumb and Dumber. Like it oh. the, that poop scene. In my recollection, is about a third of the movie, 
and it's yeah. just like <laughs> fucking move on. You know, you're but, on board or you're not. But yeah, they take it to that that level where you're like, all right, I guess I wasn't on board, but now I am because you just kept <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. That's yeah, my no, the, truth. The other news third. recently was like, yeah, if you guys haven't rewatched Ace Ventura, it's it's uh, the ending is not very uh, current uh, PC. The the whole ending with with Einhorn doing the crying game. It, now people are labeling it transphobic, and you can't watch. It. You have to cancel the movie. Uh, it was fascinating because I and I had that conversation with some with someone who was trans, and I was like, when I was a kid, like I didn't really take it as that. I understand why people would be mad now, but like. I just thought it was a parody of the the crying game, which was sort of making that twist was sort of ridiculous in itself. Like it wasn't about trans or anything, but uh, it's, I, I think even Joe Rogan did a whole segment about like, well, now we can't watch Ace Ventura because it's against that. But uh, mm. I still, as a kid, when I watched Ace Ventura, man, that made me laugh so fucking hard. The whole movie, uh, he was just, and that's really what I built Jim Carrey too. Like that, that put me mm-hmm. on, I mean, aside from yeah. living color, obviously, but I just remember seeing that movie as a kid. And I saw it like five times, like, holy fuck, I will see anything this man makes. He is the funniest person in the world. My not aging well movie is Revenge of the Nerds. The first one. Oh my God. Yeah. He, and, no, it's really bad. <laughs> never for seen people that, that don't know this, never I think there's a lot of people Taylor's age who watch the show. Um, basically, a bunch of nerds go to this school. They want to be in a frat. They're not cool enough for any of the frats, so they start their own. And there's this, this frat to versus frat competition to make theirs like a ratified frat that gets to stick around. And at the very end, I think there's a fundraiser having to do with the carnival or something. At the carnival, there is this moon bouncy floor type thing and the main character nerd dresses up as one of the jocks which is a Darth Vader thing complete with mask and then he fucks the jock's girlfriend and she loves it with the mask on he takes the mask off does this nerdy laugh like (laughs) and he's and she's like that was great and he's like well jocks think about sports and nerds think about sex that's why we're so good and that's rape. That's rape. He, he Well, you're forgetting. You're that's just a little tomfoolery. It's not only that. You got to remember what the the scene. Also during that scene, they are selling pies, and underneath the pies are all the naked f- photos of all the sorority girls that they've illegally filmed from sorority. That's right. Out. Yeah. <laughs> they, Stripping pornography that they've hidden hidden in their dorms and selling it. It's 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 really fucking voyeur bad. pornography. Yeah. That's how they raise. That's how they win that thing. They're they're that. These hot girls are doing a kissing booth, which can't compete with the naked hot girls that they just put in a pie with some whipped cream on it. So everyone just like <laughs> moves the whipped cream out of the way and sees the porn of their classmates. And like in the eighties, it was like a fun come up. It's like naked girls against their will and a little rape, you know. But that'll Party show her. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's you know what's weird is like cool. in movies. You can people will get mad about like stuff that tries to be funny like that and be like that needs to be canceled. That's done. But then they won't mention like drama movies where someone is like brutally raped, like realistically raped. Where it's like, so it was was it like the jokey aspect of that you didn't like? Like because there's the there's these other aspects. movies where like people it are is raped in prison aspect. and nobody wants to delete yeah. it. And it's like, like but it, but they're like even Oz doesn't make light of it they make horror of it what is that movie with maybe it happens in reverse and the really hot woman is anally raped in a tunnel you guys oh, irre- irreversible irreversible yeah irreversible. No, i've never seen that oh so that's a rough one they Oof. digitally Dude. added penis to it too that was what mm-hmm. i remember it was yeah. <laughs> so um <laughs> it's a movie that takes place in reverse and so in the opening scenes not a spoiler 
this guy gets beat up in a really nasty way. I think they smash his face with a fire extinguisher, and it looks horrific. But then as you watch the movie kind of backwards, you see all the events that led up to it, and uh, it, it feels a little more justified. Anyway, that rape scene is the hardest one I've to watch that I've ever like it like I, I was emotionally scarred from it. Like just the the guy that does it does it with this awful intent. And it's anal, so like he chooses anal because he wants it to hurt more. He's 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 mean by rapist standards. It's <laughs> it's not even that. It's after he just starts beating her. That's the part that got me. Like Spoilers, sorry, but he fucking just wails on her. Like, it's fucked up. Yeah. Even yeah. among rapists, he's a yeah. bad guy. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And um, so anyway, that, that irreversible. If you want to be emotionally scarred, that's, that'll, that'll do it for you. Um, yeah, well, because he, he made it. He wanted what? a really emotional scar. So at the end of the rape scene, he, uh, what is it? Butula? Oh, I forget the director, Italian director. But he digitally added a penis So because hmm. he... I guess the guy didn't had underwear on when they did the scene, but he wanted it to feel even more raw. So he like had a Dude. penis come out of the shot and you're just like, Oh fuck. And that was like back. What was that? Two or late nineties. They CGI penis into that scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it took an end game budget to make that happen yeah. <laughs> in the nineties. But, but was, well, the, the thing about that, that being less, that's the other bad but movie. We were talking what about offensive. Let me, let me just finish this thought Okay, on irreversible. They're not making light of it. They're making horror of it. Like, you're supposed to be shocked. You're supposed to be hurt. In Revenge of the Nerds, that rape is, you're supposed to like it and be okay with it. Our hero's doing the raping. And he's that's, okay. Well, but, he's allowed to yeah. rape her. Yeah. Isn't it supposed to, isn't it, she like, was I've a little snooty. Movie, but isn't it like, <laughs> it's, it's a tongue in cheek ironic thing, isn't it? No, Where he, it's like. Completely misleads her and has sex with her and rapes her. Oh, I, I believe that he did that in the movie. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, like part of the irony of it would be like, oh, these guys that we've been rooting for just did something that they Horrible. are thinking is a joke and a prank, but it's literally rape. And that's he's, why it's he's capping off a rape with yeah. a goofy "gotcha." It was just a social experiment kind of laugh. Like, no, and in that way, it's like it was. It was like I thought you were kind of hot, so I thought I'd show you by fucking you. Like that's how fucking crazy it is. It's, it's it, a, is that the revenge of the nerds? I guess it is. That is it's what yeah. must part be. of the piece of the puzzle. Yeah, and that's why I hasn't. It hasn't that's aged a good well. Movie. Yeah, no. that, that's why you look back at it and you're like, oh my God, that's terrible. But the one that was supposed to be terrible, it just, it hit the bullseye. Yeah, um, maybe. What, what, I interrupted, you, guys, you were saying something. Oh, oh yeah. I was saying it's just as bad as Requiem for a Dream. Uh, with, uh, that's just bad. That's is it the, movie's is, is that the ass to ass scene? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a hard scene to watch. That's that movie's just, one. it makes me, I've seen it once and I remember like at the end of it being like, I don't feel good. I just feel sad. And I don't know why people, I love watching horror movies that scare me, but I don't, I don't want to watch movies that make me sad. The only exception to that is the green mile. Andrew, I love John coffee help with the ass to ass scene. I don't think I've seen this. It's but, on YouTube. But to butt is not, uh, <laughs> not rough at all. It's like belly to belly no. or shoulder no, to shoulder. He's like, so the movie's about like drug addiction and everyone's on some sort of heroin or uh -huh. diet pill. Mom's on so the scene. This is like the escalation spoiler of the movie. And so, like, I think it's right back me up. Jared Leto's getting his arm chopped off because it's been severed because he's injected it too much. The yeah. mom is on crazy on diet pills. 
so it's just like cut to cut of all these every all the everyone you've been watching is just being destro- destroying themselves and then jennifer Connolly, the girl you've been watching this movie has resorted to is it for drug money or something it's she, for it's for uh i think heroin actually yeah, heroin, she, and coke or heroin something. she then goes to this club and basically fucks a hooker and they put a double-sided thing between the two of them while people are going us do us and it's just so degrading and disgusting and you're just like it's not there's nothing good about it and you're just yeah. watching the downfall and it's jennifer connelly mm-hmm. yeah. i don't know uh, actors that well but she's classy almost like it's weird that that yeah, but this is like artistic you know indie darren arvnoski he's just like you know art house director hero and so and the film is a great film technically but it's it's fucking intense but as yeah as yeah. You said, it's it's just funny when like um i don't know like if that was played by audrey plaza <laughs> I, I I can't. She's funny, but it wouldn't be so weird to me. But if it was played by, <laughs> what's that? You don't don't think but pull that if no. it's played by Nicole Kidman, who I always see as like the neurosurgeon think, in her films, I think it, like ScarJo or something like Scarlett Johansson. She, that would bother me because she's like relatively classy. I mean, you know, yeah. for her movies, so. I, that, and that's kind of what I was going for with Nicole Kidman, right? Like she, yeah, that would just be such a stretch for her. You know, whereas like Anne Hathaway, I think, did that on purpose for a while, right? She was singing in children's movies for the longest time. Then all of a sudden, she's like, maybe I should fuck some drug dealers. When the Oscar and Les Mis. Yeah, no, she was like, what do I got to do? She played that demon girl in uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I remember that. That was the first movie I saw her in. And so I never saw her as like attractive because in exorcist movies, the people exorc- who have demons in them tend to like have not very good skin. And yeah, they have bad. a bad skincare <laughs> regimen. <Yeah. laughs> exorcism going to turn on for you? That's weird. No, no. <laughs> Dude, vomiting I, all over the place. You know? I love when their head spins backwards, like in the original exorcist. It's real turn on for me. I oh, love it. Then yeah. the projectile vomiting. It's like, Not going to judge your kinks, guys. It's it's both doggy style <laughs> and missionary. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brand new thing. I want that on a shirt, please. Just, you know. <laughs> in the back. It's like, all yeah. right, hear me out. I want to fuck you missionary so I can see your tits. I don't want to see your face. <laughs> turn that little I was going okay. the opposite. It's funny you yeah. went there. Yeah. I, <laughs> but, you know, I'm not judging. Degrading way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real uh, quick before we jump to the next thing. Uh, please be a sponsor off that topic. <laughs> it is. It is. Ass to ass. Ass to ass. <laughs> I do that soundtrack while you go ass to ass. No oh, good. Who did we lose that one time because we were playing the the sex offender game? <laughs> oh, I don't remember. I, I my remember favorite one we lost, we lost was hundred percent food. That yeah, was... we deserve that though. I really made fun of them a lot. But this one, <laughs> this one is. They listen is, to it. That's a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> Not in that case. It, <laughs> it would have been uh, better had they. Totally different story. These are these are wonderful guys, good friends. Mm. Bluechew.com. Let's talk about sex. Good sex. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. Bluechew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Bluechew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it's the real deal, and it's the stuff that works. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. 
so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys with this function. It's for any guys who want extra function and to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S. of A., and since Blue Chew prepares and ships, ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code PKA. Just free. pay $5 that's a good price. shipping. Again, that's <laughs> B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code PKA to try it free. Just pay $5 shipping. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. So if you guys want a hard hard dick <laughs> and you want to be able to go you're the kind of guy that says sex once 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 tonight no thanks you want to be that hard you want to be as hard dick blue chew right here thick hard veiny vascular rocky Look at hard thick yeah. rocky orange abs. <laughs> you want all of these attributes on your cock go ahead to bluechew.com and if you if you want to fuck three times in the same night, pop yourself a blue chew or two as as recommended on the package, and you're good to go. You'll be like I, I've noticed if I take one and me and my girlfriend are fucking like you know afterward. Usually you go down for your refractory period decently, you know, quick. If it's like a one fuck night and it's like all right, we finished and I'm on to TV or whatever we're gonna do. Like I'll be putting on my pajama pants, like going to like uh, you know pee in the bathroom, and I can't because I'm still hard as a rock. I'm so <laughs> you wouldn't believe how hard I am. How hard are <laughs> you? <laughs> and so, slash pka get yourself a very hard dick. No, I, that leads wow. into our. I think Kyle. Another, wait, wait. Oh man, yeah, I wanted to Dallafil. I think is the one that Kyle points everyone towards. Yeah, they have two options for like. Uh, Sildenafil is Viagra, Tadalafil or Teldenafil are one of the, the ones that start with, starts with an S is Viagra. The one that starts with a T is Cialis. <clears throat> Get Cialis because Cialis, that'll last for like a long time, like into day, like a couple days sometimes. Whereas Viagra, much more, uh, my understanding, I've never taken Viagra, but Kyle's taken both, is more of a one and done thing. So I recommend the, the Tildenafil, so Tildalafil, whatever. Kyle's on a plan. That gives him twenty eight pills a month. Kyle pays a hundred dollars a month for dick ninety dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's in prison for two months, so he's gonna have to come out and go through his backlog. I can't wait for the stories. Yep, and he's gonna do it. And he's gonna take it as direct. He's not using them in prison. I don't no. think so. No. Well, I think his friends might be. Just say that's currency out there. I'm sure someone would want to buy oh, them. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I bet it is. I mean, these this these man's thinking out of the box magically. And what are you going to want after you have some rip roaring good hard dick sex? I have an You're idea. You're going to want something to eat, right? Mm -hmm. This episode of PKA is brought to you by White Castle. White Castle is America's first fast food hamburger chain, and they are the slider experts. And now you can get that same one-of-a-kind taste when you pick up White Castle sliders from the grocery store. Made with 100% beef patties on a bed of steam-grilled onions, these things have the same one-of-a-kind taste that White Castle has been serving in the restaurants for years. And whether you're a vegetarian or a meat-eater, White Castle sliders come in a whole bunch of tasty varieties that for just about anyone to enjoy. Feeling a little cheesy? Just try their cheese sliders. Looking to add a little spice in your life? Just have a taste of their jalapeno cheese sliders. One bite and you'll understand what all the crave is about. 
From the castle of the grocery store, you can satisfy your crave anytime with White Castle. Go to whitecastle.com slash PKA to get a dollar off the purchase of any four or six pack White Castle sliders. That's whitecastle.com slash PKA, $1 off the purchase of any four or six pack White Castle sliders. This is, uh, this is like a Christly thing to have happened. This is our first time being having White Castle join us, our good friends at White Castle. <laughs> I was coming home. I was busy today. Didn't have food at home. Didn't have enough time to go whip something up. And I love White Castle. And so, but I don't have one close enough to me. So I pull off into a, into a convenience store. I'm looking at the frozen options. And what do I see? But some cheesy sliders. I get those. Ate all six of them before we started this, and I'm feeling satiated. I'm feeling I'm feeling healthy. Mm. So, get yourself some White Castles, uh, the perfect snack for when uh, you've just finished some good hard dick sex. <laughs> <laughs> we like to incorporate. Yeah, yeah. Into one it's yeah. fun sometimes when our sponsors are like Blue Chew, Smart Mouth, and Casper mattresses. Like we can do this. We can make them yeah. all about getting laid. All right, all of these help you get laid. So. <laughs> Let's do I like, that. You could crumble up the Blue Chew in the White Castle, right? There you go. Oh yeah, this oh, man's thinking. high IQ maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> that way you don't have to show her that you're doing the Blue Chew. Some guys don't want to do that in front of the lady, but then you can share the White Castle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can the you sliders. imagine what the country would do if they found out my dick? didn't work my god it'd be all over the place that's why i get bluetooth delivered discreet <laughs> it says, it says, when it comes to your house it says custom medicine nobody knows what it is just <laughs> that'd be so funny Trump was out there he was taking blue chews so he can get it up i feel like once you get to that age everybody has to has to get a little assistance right like in he is 72 is that right and, uh he's 72 but he's also fat and, oh. that is, and that, that's true. That makes it much harder, especially. Yeah. It age. does makes it much softer, actually. The one thing that Mr. Trump and I can agree on is we like hard dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I will provide blue chew to every man, woman, uh, actually just every man in the country. <laughs> we will redistribute hard penises. Among the population. How, do you think, how much do you think Blue Chew would pay for one of them to do that at a debate? That'd be a fucking amazing. Product. Oh, God. Uh, I would buy it. I mean, I would I would buy whatever they were plugging, honestly. Bob Dole First sold of all, Seattle. fuck honest. I don't care for you. And you suck. And you don't get my dick hard. The only thing that would get my dick hard <laughs> around you, BlueChew.com slash Trump. <laughs> Backslash Trump. <laughs> so fucking baller. <laughs> oh god that would be oh i would vote for anyone who got up on a debate stage and just made it an yeah. ad for anything that would be so <laughs> funny oh so funny but I've, I've already said i'm voting for vermin supreme uh the guy who wears the boot on his head i don't know and he, he runs every single personal. year yeah this look up vermin supreme he's a crazy looking that old man sounds like a wrestling a character on his head and and he just says ridiculous shit. I, I trust him. <laughs> he does wear a boot on his head. Yeah. But honestly, who do you trust more? Some establishment guy who's been around and he's been taken in the back rooms and given all the secrets? Or do you oh trust my. Vermin Supreme? He looks like he he looks like Gandalf's like fucking stunt double or something. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, I'd well. vote for I'd vote for Vermin Supreme. Or you know what? If Ian McKellen ran, I know he's English, <laughs> that's that's not allowed, but I'd vote for Gandalf, but only if he was in full regalia the yeah. entire presidency. If anything, yeah. that would make him probably like more amicable to when he went to go visit the Saudis because they wear Gandalf style clothes. 
he'd be wearing Gandalf style clothes. I'm, he'd look I mean, natural touching the Palantir of Orthanc. I don't think we should like, vote for someone anymore because it'll be funny. No, that's you, I've I've made my mind up. Okay. Not, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> not voting for anybody? Me? I was saying that choosing someone based on who will be funny, perhaps oh. perhaps lesson learned. Oh yeah. But that's that's, you know, that's me. Maybe other people disagree. But you, we don't know how funny Vermin Supreme will be. That's a fair he, point. <laughs> he, might be, he might be worth it. He's <laughs> I, he's named like after a Skyrim character, so I mean I think he'll be pretty funny, you know. Vermin Supreme, like king of the fucking uh, goddamn skeevers or whatever. I like yeah, it. Yeah, the skaven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Vermin love Supreme. <laughs> uh, he has a book. I Pony Blueprint for a New America. What does that mean, man? Zombie powered energy. Flying winged monkeys. Free ponies for all. Yeah, this guy rules. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm looking at this picture. Yeah. Oh, we were talking. Uh, I know you're you're all over the the Twitch scene. We talked about this on our pre uh, podcast, which is an hour long, a couple days ago. But we hadn't. Woody and I hadn't actually watched the video fully and gotten the. Woody had watched the video. I hadn't yet. I watched a compilation of it. So there's a streamer called Only Use Me Blade on Twitch, and he's coming under a bunch of fire right now. And mm. it like. It's like six degrees of PKA because Chris Hansen, a guest we had on like four years ago, oh, is now, yeah, is now oh. gonna look into what Only Use Me Blade was doing on like the Ice Poseidon stream, uh, which was Woody. You can lay it out a little bit, or maybe uh, you might know even more. Blame Truth, like are you up to speed on the Blade drama? Yeah, I talked about it yesterday on my stream. Uh, yeah, you he's take not, it away that I'm sure you know. He's not on Twitch. He's on YouTube. I think he got kicked off Twitch for sticking his finger up his butt. True mm. story. Let who amongst us who hasn't stuck their finger up their butt cast the first stone? On camera. <laughs> <laughs> on like, camera. like I said, we're all in glass houses. <laughs> <laughs> Changes nothing. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, so uh I actually know Blade in real life. I've known him since I mean I've had back in the day. Yeah, we're not like super tight or anything but i've talked to him i, I used to call yeah. him and i've always had positive interactions with him yeah yeah like i've known him way back in the day from mm -hmm. mw2 cod 4 that that when those games came out but uh yeah so what had happened is well for one if you don't know him he's essentially his stream is he gets drunk profusely it wasn't stream. always that way no it wasn't but Blade. it's yeah it's I'm, devolved I'm, into that and it's bad the um, blade i knew was chill chill and cool like yeah. that's who blade was six years ago roughly um and it just i don't know it worked for him he was one of the cooler he was always seemed to be above drama he always seemed to be uh just like a, a guy you'd like to sit on the couch with and watch tv like he, yeah blade was chill that that's who blade was and then like i Maybe it was around the finger and the butt thing. I talked to Blade, and I was like, "Man, it's not a good look." Uh, you know, I think it's time to make a change in life. And he said, "Woody, like this is working for me." He's like, "I had a passion for video games, and I managed to turn that into my job, and now I'm really liking drinking, and I managed to turn that into my job, and you know, people pay to see it." And that's where his headspace was. Five years ago or whatever that was 
Yeah. Not a, drinking heavily, heavily, heavily every single night is not a good job path that you want. That's a, that doesn't have longevity. You're going to fall apart. I get what I mean. I get it because he was kind of struggling, you know, with um, viewership and and getting any kind of. Basically, it's like he didn't have a niche anymore. Really, you they know? weren't tuning yeah. in for COD knife only content. Right, right, and uh, he started doing like IRL drinking streams and stuff. Then he got with the Ice Poseidon crew, and I think that's when it really got bad because he got the the view boost from you know that that group of people, and it's like. It's really bad, but the, the, the main topic here is, uh, well, <laughs> is there's one I don't know, the adult diaper thing. Mm, um, I saw the video for that. Did you see yeah, the video? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see the video, no. I didn't. I don't, <sighs> I don't know think there's a ton one. to that story. Uh, Blade being very drunk, uh, peed on a couch, maybe even pooped on a couch. I don't want to you know disparage the poor guy's name, but... Uh, uh, he definitely left some sort of blade behind on the couch. And then in prep for a stream, perhaps, he switched over to an adult diaper, not realizing that he was streaming at the time. So you see him sort of walk 18 feet from the camera, take his pants off. You only see his butt. Throw the adult diaper on and then his pants on over that. Like, like stream prep involves adult diapers now because that's the risk he Jesus runs. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that that's not, you know, that's not ideal, especially no. when you're in your. Uh, he's like in his late thirties or something. So like that's that's not when you want to start having those incontinence problems. But like, he, and, and that's he, really humiliating and everything. But like, I want to I want to get hmm. your guys' take on the like the, uh, the, the the back of the RV video because I when we spoke yeah. about it on the pre podcast, I hadn't seen it yet. I'd only gone off what he said. I watched the video, and he's abs. I, I can't tell. I can't tell he, either. If really. He's actually yeah. like what he's doing back there, but he's doing some shady shit. So like he he keeps like trying to be nonchalant in an I'm wasted way, which is not which is like the in his head he's like I'm I'm just I'm just kind of traipsing around. I'm just oh I'm just gonna walk back to where the drunk girl is passed out again, even though this Swedish dude or whoever is telling me not to go over and over. But I'm just gonna oh I'm gonna go back there and I'm gonna come out with a blanket wrapped around my waist and go. Oh, it's just cold back there, man. It's so cold, and I'm definitely not hiding an erection or anything. And then there is like some the air conditioner frame. is off too. He's like it's yeah. so cold. The one guy's like, well, the, the, the air conditioner is not on. on <laughs> and he's like, and, and then he he goes back again. And the like Norwegian guy or whatever goes, tries to pull him out. And then like the Norwegian guy leaves the the trailer or the, the RV. And then you see like movement and stuff back there. You, you, it's like you're looking at a camera through the front of the RV into the very back room. So it's like a slit little window or a little doorway. The door is open by his foot. Yeah. Can see, you can see movement of that of a mass it's back like- there. It's like that. It's kind of like some that. kind of movement. I can't yeah. tell if he's on top of her, if he's to the side of her and moving this way. I don't know the dynamics of it, he but I know been next to her jerking off for all we know, you know, like, that, it, that also is not appropriate, but it's certainly yeah. not the same as trying to penetrate her while she's sleeping. But yeah. you can't tell what's going on. But you do know that some shady's going on that he knows he shouldn't be doing, even in his drunken state, because when the Nordic guy comes back in, he like sits up real quick from back there and like scoots to the edge of the bed and like makes it look like he's just kind of aimlessly sitting there. Yeah, she's sleeping. I'm just kind of sitting here. And it was like, okay, something in his drunken mind going on. He tried to convince it's it like he seemed to portray that the real attraction back here is just a bed and some covers. I am wicked tired and I need to urgently go back here and, and lay down. And there's a passed out girl 
in that yeah. bed. Like, look, you don't even jump in bed with a passed out girl, right? Even if you do want to sleep, like it, that needs to be considered off limits. It's taken to you. You, you, you don't if even want to be If she wakes up, accused. she's going to be fucking frightened. Yeah. yeah. Like, that could be. Or, you know, I, heck, you could be falsely accused, right? Yeah. You know, stay out of bed with passed out girls. Yeah. Bad idea. There's um, no reason to risk it. And and this goes back to kind of what uh, Andy was saying earlier. It's it's easy to go. It's easy to like for me to throw him under the bus, you know. But as a colleague, I talked about it on stream yesterday. I I wanted to reach out and like help him stage intervention or something. People were telling me in my stream like he's had like five interventions, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I gotta. I feel like I have to do something because if he keeps doing this, he's gonna end up in prison or dead. You know, like and straight for up. his like alcoholism, like it's Andy, you don't know. It's so extreme that like video clips emerged of his legs, like in shorts. And they're like a deep purple color. There are scabs and like wounds on them that are not healing. It's like th- this is not. Oh, I bumped my shin really hard. It's like if I don't if you don't fix something and it may already be too late, you're going to lose your fucking leg or legs like you're he's got diabetes, to that point. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's got yeah, diabetes. He must have diabetes because um, he's been drinking like an animal for so long. And I'm sure that those drinks don't accompany kale salads. They probably accompany, <laughs> you know, five dollar hot and ready's. And it's eat, like what's different than this situation than what happened with Andy is that. There's not a video of Andy online that's. You know, like Blade has a like Blade groping compilation of him like just doing inappropriate things and groping women when he's drunk on stream. Yeah, it's unwanted groping. Like, like this is not related to Blade, but I can imagine a universe where I don't know you're flirty with a girl for some time. She's touched your knee. You, I don't know, shared a blanket. You grab her butt as sort of like a escalating sequence of back and forth flirts. That's not what's happening here. Blade is like copping feels from girls who don't want it. Yeah. And there's like yeah. compilations of it. And yeah, then, the big, and, and then the they big. take, I'm sorry to cut you off, but what no, I'll call ahead. edgy humor. It, <laughs> I'm being too positive on Blade because I have, I come at this with a bias because I've had good interactions with him for 10 years. Um, and he'll uh, what like, Hey, have you ever been raped? You should be is what he said. I see that as, a not funny, edgy humor thing, not a threat. But when you view it in this context, it looks like a threat. I saw him say, you know, like, uh, it's not rape if she doesn't orgasm. I saw him say that something else really cruddy that I, maybe it's my bias where I just keep putting it towards this like edgy humor. Like, I don't follow him. He doesn't really mean a, that that much, but I, I don't get see that a lot too, of. But yeah. yeah, I don't see a lot of people upset about those like clearly in bad taste jokes or edgy shit. Like I see people mad about the actual physical things he's doing, right? Like the groping, yeah. and then like I I don't think that he raped her back there. I like the fact that he is apparently diabetic and he was wasted off of his ass. I doubt he could even get his dick hard. But what he was doing back there, regardless, there it's was something bad time CD. for a sponsor call out. <laughs> yeah. I, was thinking, I was thinking, please don't do that. Yeah, don't, don't, tie <laughs> that don't, back, do that. don't tie brought that back. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not brought to you by that. And, uh, uh, but like he, he so I, he, he was doing something CD back there, though. 
Like it really yeah. opened Dude. my eyes when when that Norwegian guy came back in and he was doing a bunch of frantic movement and then suddenly just whoo, whoo, shuffle, 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 get to the edge of the bed, sit down, act nonchalant, act there, nonchalant. Like there is a scene where he walks back there, cameras on, right? He walks into this RV as like a bed with a door, right? It's hardly a room, it's bed with a door. And uh, he walks back there, camera rolling, and what I think is Blade's hand is like moving out of the way. And then as the scene develops, it's like, oh, that hand wasn't on himself. It was yeah. somewhere in her undercarriage, right? That That's where I think that hand came from. In truth, you've seen this too? Yeah. And I don't know what he's doing exactly, but... Something inappropriate. If you're back yeah. there because you're super tired and you just urgently need to lay down right now or lie down, whichever, um, then why is your hand on the undercarriage? What are you doing under under the blanket there? Like that. Yeah. And then plus there's groping compilations. It's hard to cut on the benefit of the doubt. It, it's, it's different because the evidence is against him. Yeah. You know? it, there's no, I mean, it's not just somebody saying something. Like there's video evidence. And... Mm -hmm. Even with that said, it's like, I guess because I've known him, I, again, Woody, it's like I'm, I'm kind of biased like you. Like, I, I want to reach out and try to help him, but I feel like nothing I can, at the same time, I feel like nothing I say or, or can do will help him. Like, he's not going to fucking change because that's up to him. You know, it's like, no, it doesn't matter if uh, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger comes up and gives him some big, you know, Austrian uh, <laughs> speech or something like it's not going to change unless he wants to do it. We, and we, I don't think he wants to do it. We so. talked about this on PKN a little. What does rock bottom have to look like? Right? Uh, rock bottom yeah. is often this event someone goes through where they decide, hey, I've gone too far. This isn't who I aspire to be anymore. And I mean, if it's not fingering your butt on stream or an adult diaper or pooping yourself on the couch, like the, the levels of embarrassment that he's in. I was going to say endured, inflicted on himself. None of those have been rock bottom. All right. Now you've got what I'm going to assume is like two and a half million people talking about you being rapey. Yeah. Is this rock? But, if this if isn't rock, is bottom, rock bottom, if he hasn't hit it yet, the only rock bottom that's going to be worse is prison time because that'll actually force him to sober up for a while and then he'll get some perspective on what he's been doing. But think about it. Like, do you think internet shame, no matter how intense holds a candle to knowing knowing that your behavior is going to lead to you losing your ability to walk losing your legs and if that doesn't wake you up and get you to change nothing's going to like yeah. he's got to be forcibly removed from the substance that that he's from drinking yeah that's what yeah. my take yeah it's 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 disturbing i mean um have you guys actually seen pictures of his legs yeah Video. yeah yeah it, they're like craters it looks like the moon like, like it's, blisters, kind mm -hmm. of. Is that what you see? I see. I, I mean, when I saw it, I saw it like a year ago or whatever. Somebody mm -hmm. put it on Reddit. It was like indentations, like where the muscle, like, almost mm -hmm. like the muscle in the leg had had withered away. And like the, he, it was almost like rotting or something. The leg was, was like a year color. Ago, His legs don't match in color. Yeah, that's not mine. Match. Yeah, I mean, Greg. Yeah, mine match. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I'm trying to find a picture for Andy. I yeah, post I, it again because I'm curious too. Yeah, we could probably memory. show it, but um, I I want Blade to be better. 
right? I want to be better physically. I wanted to be better emotionally. And I want to be better towards other people. The, the man that he's become lately isn't anyone that he should aspire to be. So, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Keemstar has been called out because he's like, yeah, there's really been no, uh, nothing to cover on drama alert recently. <laughs> he covered Blade today, actually. Oh, did he? He, uh, okay. he mentioned it on Twitter, yeah. Hmm. Which well, I was surprised to see because, you know. It might have been in response to the attention he's gotten for probably for not yeah. uh, co- covering it earlier. Um, yeah, here's a here's a stream of Beloved. I couldn't find a still picture. Okay. This might be what I see. Yep. Yeah, it's it's yeah. pretty bad. It's like necrotic looking. Mm-hmm. You guys will see it. Yeah, if, yeah. If I have a leg that starts doing that, I go to the doctor yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, th- 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 you don't want to be trifling with a fucked up leg, and be on yeah. crutches. Ugh. Yeah, um, yeah it, it's a, it's sad to watch somebody kind of piss it all away. And, but also, it's like, man, you you're harming a lot of people. Also, so here's a topic: do we do we hold accountability to the people watching and donating? to him and to into his streams and encouraging him to do this? Do we hold them somewhat accountable? That's an interesting question. I now, I would say no, because he has his own autonomy. That's like, true. But there, there are undoubtedly people who watch train wreck streamers just because for them, this is just a really super real Jerry Springer show. Yeah. It's the, I mean, it goes back to it, if it bleeds, it leads. I mean, blades bleeding on stream. So yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk about his, his ruined legs. Uh, no, no, I, 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 I do. I, I do change hope topics, better. but I don't want to forget yeah. it. Um, yeah. So the people donating to Blade Stream, maybe kinda, especially when he does like drinking goals and stuff. Like they're, yeah, they're paying for ruining a person for their own entertainment. I get that. Now on game night, whoever stream that was, it might have been Ices or uh, Bjorns or something. Um, they actually encouraged them to stop the rape. Uh, like Bjorn was sitting in the front of the RV. The way that it moved, I think it was driving. And he was kind of ignoring what was going on. And they're like, you've got to check on them. You need to go back there. You know, they, the people watching on, I don't want to call it rape night. Can we have some other name for it? <laughs> sexual assault night. Um, <laughs> the people watching on sexual assault night encouraged Bjorn to limit what went down back there. So they're not responsible, yeah. I guess. Yeah, but. yeah. It's just one of those things. I actually stopped going to his streams because this was like three years ago, two mm-hmm. or three years ago. I would go into his streams, be like, hey, what's up, Blade? And he would be like, hey, BT, I'm going to you know, take a shot just because you're here. Like he would drink just me appearing. You know what I mean? Uh, and I kind of yeah. felt bad. Like he would, he would do that without <laughs> even me doing anything. And I'm like. Well, ultimately, oh, we have our answer. It's Blade yeah. who's to blame. Well, <laughs> I came into a stream one too many times. I, yeah. Well, I think that that's probably a thing for a lot of streamers out there who realize like, hey, I can get, get quite a bit more money pretty fucking easily if I just set goals like drinking. Well, and then I, they drink more and more and more and more because it gets them more money. Like I can see that dude, cycle it's, happening. It's, uh, I had a, I mean, a few years ago, I was doing drinking streams probably twice a week. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as bad as Blade. You know, I wasn't getting banned on Twitch or anything or doing anything like super bad, but... I was noticing this pattern when I was like, man, I'm making a lot of money doing this, you know, but at what cost? And that's mm-hmm. where the difference is. It's like, yeah, I'm making money, but at the cost of my health, at the cost of my like 
your dignity in a way. The dignity, yeah. I mean, there was one stream where I was like drunk and headbanging and I gave myself whiplash, you know, like couldn't fucking really? <laughs> I was doing it that hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was listening to like Metallica or something and just fucking headbanging. And I want to see like, a highlight. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll have to dig it up, but um I definitely did it. And but again, the difference is is like I noticed that it was bad and money's not worth my fucking health. No amount of money is worth my health. You know, Blade so. has an affinity for alcohol, right? And and like yeah. you've known him as long as I have. So you know this too. Like even back in the days where he was chill and had everything under control, he still drank a ton. You know, he drank I, a ton. Yeah. I, I remember this. <laughs> we, we were at PAX East or something. and The Boston trip? The Boston trip. I've yeah. told the story before too. But, you know, the... After we just had dinner, right? It was just dinner, right? And there were like miners there and stuff, but it was a place that served alcohol. And with his meal, Blade had $80 worth of drinks. And uh, the waitress came up and she was like sheepish almost. Like, you know, your your tab is $80. She's like, huh, yeah? One more then. And it was just, it was baller as fuck. Like I was, I was at the time I was like... He's masterful socially. If you spend any time with him, you, you would probably agree with me. Um, but in hindsight, like it, it, through the the framing of all this, like you know, groping allegations and and trouble he's in now, and the, the embarrassment he's brought to himself, it's like, oh, that doesn't seem as cool as it did. Definitely not as cool. No. Yeah. Especially well, at the time, I was 35. twenty on that trip, mm-hmm. sitting at the same table at PF Chang's or wherever. Yeah. We yeah. Were. Yeah. Yeah, I think we were at PF Chang's. And like in my 20 year old head, I was watching him and I'm just like, wow, this guy's cool. (laughs) (laughs) He just crushed drink after drink after drink after drink after drink. And like, if I were to sit there with someone doing that now, especially the way everybody else was drinking at dinner, like it wasn't like we're all like, rah, rah, shish, boom, bah, let's get fucked up at PF Chang's. It was just dinner. We're like, I'll just have water or, uh, you know what? I'll have have a few beers, I guess. That sounds kind of fun. But he was taking it like, he was taking it next level. And so yeah, yeah it, it was kind of like writing was on the wall at the time. But, you know, you that's another thing, too. Like, know. you know, he's got younger viewers and you kind of have to. I, I made the reasoning myself, like I'm never really censored myself as far as what I'm going to say, like curse words and stuff like that or topics or whatever. But I was thinking like, man, do I want to be like just some drunk, like 30 year old dude fucking streaming to, you know, 18 year olds 17 year olds like influencing like that like that like mm-hmm. to make them think like this is how you succeed you know that was another thing and no nah, not really i haven't done a drinking stream in forever can't remember the last time i did one so but if you're blade like you looked at the drinking streams and you're like man this seems like more negative than positive blade's yeah. not wired like that right blade yeah. is like i love alcohol and when i have one that opens the door for five and ten and I, I can just see how he's the wrong guy to do drinking streams. There's no universe where it, he doesn't go overboard. Yeah. Well, and in his in his head, I bet it's almost something like, oh, well, these drinks don't even count. This is working. This is my job. Like, or this is win-win. You know, I get yeah, to drink. Maybe that. I get to drink, and these guys like to see it. And, you know, this is just going great. And... I mean, I hope that now he's like, you know what? Maybe this isn't great. I, maybe this sucks because yeah. it sucks. But I don't know if he sees it like I, that. I don't. Mm, I don't think he will. He's got all those people 
encouraging them. And, and I mean, I, I, again, you can't really blame the viewers or the donors, but that's the rule at least, but I kind of hold them somewhat accountable because if, I mean, that's straight up, if, if nobody showed up and nobody donated, I don't think he would be half as bad, but at the same time, it's his, it's his, you know, choice. So, yeah. And it's hard it's, to tell with someone like him because it seems like he's doing drinking streams when he's not streaming. Like yeah. He'll just he'll show up to streams just absolutely obliterated. And so, yeah. Do platforms help to avoid that? Like, can someone complain that the streamer, all Twitch, all of them let you just drink as much as you want? Well, see, he got banned off Twitch because of breaking TOS, and that does break TOS, like excessive drinking. So he's on YouTube, and YouTube doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Basically, they'll allow whatever, you know. Um, so I don't think they're gonna do anything. I don't think they would shut him down and or, or you know intervene or whatever. YouTube's uh, not in a position to be choosy, right? No one streams yeah. on it. So what are they gonna do? Kick Ice Poseidon off? He might be their it's, biggest streamer. Yeah, it's a few. It's a few gamers and then a few, a few big IRL streamers. So it's like they're not really gonna do much and. I don't know, man. It's just sad. It sucks. But I don't think he's going to stop as long as he has an audience, so to speak, or if he has people there. Because I view it as like, I don't drink that often anymore. If I go to a party and people are drinking around me or encouraging me, yeah, I'm going to have a few, you know, but with Blade, there's no few. So if mm -hmm. anybody's giving him any encouragement, he's going to just drink as long as he can. Yeah. And it's seven days a week, I would imagine. Yeah. Like there's no break. Probably not. No, he, no. he just probably feels shitty constantly. He might be immune to it at this point, like honestly. Um, or maybe he just stays drunk. Maybe he just stays drunk. <laughs> but. Like Jim Leahy style. Yeah. <laughs> what's the what's the worst you guys have ever injured yourself drunk? I uh, injured myself. Uh, like one time I was a stupid trip. Yeah, like yeah. One time I was drunk, and me and my friends were on. Uh, they're, they're his porch for the is fourth of july party and they were like firing off firecrackers and shit and uh i just i just felt really pumped up and stuff from the <laughs> firecracker american things you know hmm. and uh the 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 porch is like maybe like 10 feet from the ground you know mm. and under that porch is like this bush and i go i'm gonna macho man randy savage elba drop that bush and my friend's like, You're, you better decision. not. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna do it. And then I just went, ooh, yeah. And <laughs> jumped right into the bush, cut my arm all up, and that was a dumb <laughs> idea. But that was the extent of it. it wasn't horrible or anything. But Andy, do you have a story? No, I'm trying to think about it. I I mean, I've never gotten that bad while drinking. <laughs> Me too. Uh, yeah, no, I've contained it pretty But well. I think Taylor has a story because he brought up the topic. Oh, I was just going to be a continuation of of the one I brought up uh, a few months ago where uh, I was at a friend's bachelor party. And it's more embarrassing because the first night, it was like a weekend thing. The first night I was there, I got wasted and I was sleeping on a top bunk and nothing happened. I like that Taylor's worst sleeper. drinking story is from 2019, but carry on. <laughs> it's just, it just so happens there's like a perfect storm of shit. The next <laughs> night, because we'd gone pretty hard the night before, we still were drinking because it was a, a, a bachelor party and stuff, but I just got like like drunk, not wasted or anything. And then by the time bedtime came around, it was like, all right, time for bed. I got up on the top bunk and I was thinking, you were obliterated last night and you didn't roll out of this thing. You have to know, I roll around a ton in my sleep. Last time I slept on the top bunk, which was when I was 11 before this at a camp, I also rolled off the top bunk in my sleep. 
and I rolled oh. off of this top bunk in the middle of the night, blew the fucking guardrail off of it, and the guardrail, which is made of wood, fell down, and I fell, didn't wake up until I hit the ground, about, about seven feet, like eight feet, however tall it was, slammed into this hardwood floor on top of that bar, uh, that wooden post, and it it was the most startled I've ever been waking up. But <laughs> thankfully, like the amount of the deepness of the sleep I was in, it was more just like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. And my friends were like, I just remember being terrified because it sounded like somebody was breaking in with a gun. <laughs> and I look over in our, this big room with a bunch of bunk beds. and I just see you standing up going, what the fuck? What the fuck? And so and then you just walked to the bathroom and peed and came back and got back in bed. And the next morning I woke up. And my whole at my whole right ass cheek, my head was was sore. My r- left ribs were bruised. My my right ass cheek was black as night. Did you show black the world? That? I think I saw it, but I don't know if you showed it on the no, show. No, I didn't. I didn't tweet it or anything. But, but it was. I shared it with. Uh, I think I shared it with you guys in our our host chat on our text, and then in my friends group chat. That's uh, right. I I shared it with them, and it was just a. Big old patch of black Dude, on my ass. Not, not deep purple, black. Black mm. as this fucking mic. It's not and a human color, at least not for Taylor. Like, like no. it was <laughs> it was a big black bruise. And like a and, black hole yeah. black. Yeah. It was black hole oh. black. It, it looked like if you would have zoomed in and like put a little bit of Carl Sagan VO, <laughs> you, would have, you would have believed that you were talking about the cosmos. No color escaped this, or no light bounced yeah. off and reflected from this bruise. It, it, it was so black and it was big, big, like the size of a book or something, like a, an ash cheek sized bruise. And it was giant and it was black. And it, I, I've never had a bruise like that. No, yeah. it was the hardest I've ever fallen. And the, the whole, it was at the Lake of the Ozarks. And so like that the next day when I woke up was the day we were leaving and I was sitting in the back because my friend was driving. And every time he took a, a left turn, I'd be like, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> too much, too much weight was going on my right ass cheek. And at the time, like a big dent had formed in my ass cheek. Like it looked like, like I almost had like two ass cracks. Like it took all of my God right damn. ass muscle and pushed it up. And so it was like a bigger lump of ass muscle and meat and then an indent and then the rest of my ass cheek. Like, and over time I was like, that'll go away. I'm sure, I'm sure this <laughs> I'm didn't sure I'll totally get back to one ass crack. ruin my muscular structure and my right gluteus maximus or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And it, it got a little better, but now my ass cheek is totally back to normal size or normal shade and everything. You know, it has been for a month or two and I still have two ass cracks. I my, my left ass cheek, totally normal. My right ass cheek big like divide in it where like muscle got pushed up like if i sit the wrong way or if i like pull my pants down too fast or something and i hit that like ball jerry i'm touching it right now it hurts like and i was like (laughs) so so this this is really shitty because my ass was one of my top features (laughs) i I was (laughs) gonna say juicy muscular ass (laughs) loved my ass getting what one of the best asses Everyone and says I, it. I hit that thing so everybody's talking about it. And, I, and so now I've just got this awkward ass. With a, well, they with a say ruined cleft in it. You know, they say chicks dig scars. So I mean, that's technically a scar. You know, it's a special it's kind a of tragedy. Scar. It's funny when... because, like, if I turn, you know how you can like turn in the mirror and like see your ass cheek at like different 
angles and you know, sure. I do it all the like time. Body. Yeah. yeah, I do this. Do this is what I, I do know? every morning for 40 yeah. minutes before I get started. If I do that on my left side, totally normal, just an ass. Best angle, right me side, holding both I can, angles. Like, I can go to a certain angle <laughs> to where it's like straight on with the ridge, and then I'll see like my side. My upper ass indent, and then my lower ass. <laughs> and like, if oh, I'm done, <laughs> it's to the point. Like, I'll, I'll be fucking my girlfriend, and I'll like, like, we'll finish, and I'll get up to go to the bathroom and, and clean up, and I'll be walking away, and she'll be, she'll be laying in bed, and she'll be like, "Oh, your poor ass." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, God it was damn a it. national <laughs> treasure. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's never. And she, and she's been like, you know, I. You really should have gone to a doctor. And it <laughs> happened. And I'm like, yeah, I think I think I've got permanent nerve damage. She's like, you probably do. You probably do. I don't know what they would have done though. Maybe fall the other way to bet stem blast cells. Stem, stem cells. Regrow that ass. We, yeah, I know. There's a lot of paralyzed folks out there looking for spines, but I want my ass back to primo. <laughs> <laughs> but it still works fine. Like, I can still like like squatting and doing leg workouts and stuff. Like I can't tell any difference in it. Yeah. So. You know, hmm. thank God for small miracles. But it hurts to press sometimes. No, press is in like if I take my hand. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, and, yeah. If I do that, it's like a stinging, like not not like ideal. nerve damage kind of pain, not muscular pain. Definitely nerve damage pain. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I've definitely gotten like bumps and bruises from being way drunker than that. But as far as just. You know, I guess I'm kind of cheating because I was asleep, but I was there was still alcohol in my system, so I'm counting yeah. it, mm. and that makes it way funnier. And so, yeah, my, my ass is ruined. <sighs> Be careful with the bunk beds. Be careful. Yeah, don't put adults in with child barriers. Like I, <laughs> I'm picturing this like lame little thing you'd use in a crib to stop a child or an infant from rolling out. Yeah, like a one inch thing or something, two inch it thing. Was like, right? Yeah, like that big and like that thick, just made of wood. And thank God. I didn't like fall awkwardly into it because when I looked at the thing the next morning, it was just a board laying on the ground with like three nails sticking out of either side. So I easily could have punctured myself yeah. on that. I'm not so. sure that's way worse than the damage you have. Your your puncture wound would be gone. It depends on where he lands. He doesn't want to land like on an eyeball or a you know oh. heart or something. I didn't even, <laughs> yeah, true. I didn't even consider it would hit anything but nice. Because it was like up near my yeah. upper body, and so if I did, it would have been like a Final Destination style death. Oh, yeah. that would have been embarrassing. It would have been dumb ways to die style death, like just yeah. you know Darwin nails awards. in your yeah. in your lungs. I would hope my friends would be kind enough on that trip that if I died by falling off a bunk bed and puncturing my temple with a few nails, they'd be like, you, "Taylor would want us." to tuck rocks in his pants and throw him in the lake. <laughs> and we just say that he ran away. Let's let him go with a bit of dignity, boys. <laughs> uh, let's delete Woody's browser history, bury him in the lake. And you know what? His calculator history is at least as embarrassing. <laughs> let's get rid oh, yeah, of that they, shit too. Yeah, Seven <laughs> plus nine. You know, he like can't that. divide 420 by 10. No one needs to know this. They'd be like, yeah, they, Taylor told me to delete his internet history. It's just a lot of videos of 18th century cooking. What was, what was he doing watching that? Do you, do you know that channel I'm talking about? I, I do, yeah. Yeah, that, that guy, Townsend and Sons, shout out to mm. them. I want to have that guy on in his like, full bonnet regalia and shit. That guy, uh, that guy rules. But anywho, that's my ass story. I enjoyed it. Andy, are you a full-time yeah. YouTuber now? Is that... You do have other gigs? I mean, no, I... I, I <laughs> Yeah, I am by because uh, I have time now, but I'm I can't afford to be. It's not. You're it's on not the paying. comeback. 
but yeah, I'm working on it. And yeah, you guys have, I gotta, I gotta get some notes from what you're, str- I gotta get on Twitch, I guess, and do some of these other streaming platforms, uh, which is what I'm trying to slowly learn. Or is Mixer going to be a player? What do you guys think? No, I don't think Mixer is, even though they just got Ninja. It's more like I've been streaming on Twitch for five years and I would not go to Mixer if they paid me personally. <laughs> just because what if you were new? Like what? If, so Andy has um, a following, but let's say you had none, right? You're, you're, you're 16 I, years old. You're aspiring to be famous. You've got Twitch, which has an, a concentration, install base, whatever. They, like it, it's filled out. It is hard to break out in Twitch now. You're yeah. in page four. Or you can go to Mixer and be the third most popular Fortnite streamer. I maybe. I mean, that's a good point. I didn't look at it like that. Like if you're brand new and you're just going to do something relatively kind of basic like Fortnite, yeah, you can. But like. Yeah, but what if I go in and I'm reviewing and doing fucking movie wars? And I shit? was going to say you could totally that's there's a market for that, I, I'm sure, because uh, I watch a few podcasts on Twitch, like movie podcasts and stuff. You could start your own podcast there. You could do like an interactive kind of, you know, the movie war, the snap snap game you're playing. Uh, I think that would catch on. I mean, I'd watch personally. Just a pitch, blame truth. Yeah, somebody's got to tell me I need a Twitch or somebody. So anybody's watching, hit me up mm-hmm. on uh and, and thing because I can't figure out fuck how to do all that shit. But somebody give me a quick tutorial. I'm going to get on there. What if because you can put it on multiple things, right? But sorry, go ahead. Woody. What if the target platform was Facebook, right? And, and yeah. I the only reason I mentioned that. OK, you say no, but I, I want to see if I can change your mind. <laughs> that was just a reaction. Sorry. Facebook. <laughs> look, look, I don't like Facebook, right? It's not my thing, but I find myself on there because that's where the, I'm in this hobby paramotoring and that's where they live anyway. Facebook is shareable. Face everything about Facebook is designed to bring eyes and attention to another thing. That's what that and it, and it has a culture. Like you know, if you want people to tweet out your Twitch stream, you're really asking for a favor there. People do it, but you're you know, if you want people to like and share your Facebook thing, well, that's what you, that's what Facebook is. It's a it's a liking sharing place. So yeah. if you're trying to build fame, I wonder. If Facebook is a neat place to do it, everyone will know your face. I I just it's more complicated than that because yeah. okay. I've toyed with the idea of I mean, I don't do YouTube much anymore. I thought about making a like comeback with some vlogs or something um uh-huh. in the future, but like I don't really do it anymore. And I had toyed with the fact like, well, why don't I just stream here? You know, because the audience is already here. Here being and, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, and YouTube shareable on it's shareable in the same way, maybe not on the platform, but everybody knows YouTube. Everybody's going to click a YouTube link if it looks interesting, you know? But um, I did some YouTube streaming and it's just, it, it's more complicated because you'd think like, oh, I'll get more viewers here. I'll get more money or whatever. But like, you really don't. I feel like YouTube's more casual, whereas Twitch is more hardcore for streaming. And something like Facebook kind of falls into that casual thing. You know what I mean? Where you kind of want to appeal to both the casual and the hardcore audience. And I think Twitch does because you can find, I mean, Twitch has expanded. It's basically just in TV like it used to be in a way. Mm-hmm. Like you have games and stuff, but you have podcasts, you have anything you want to do. You have cooking, you know, mm-hmm. um, you need to get that casual and hardcore audience both because the hardcore audience is going to really invest in the platform Whereas the casual audience won't. And I think that's why Facebook uh, Facebook streaming and Facebook Live hasn't really taken off. And I think that's where Mixer's kind of not taken off because I don't think Mixer 
has invested a lot. I mean, they got Ninja, and that's going to help with the casual audience, but I just don't think that they, they're unique enough, you know? And compare, it's just like kind of like a bad Twitch. When me, you say hardcore UI, audience, so. you're talking about donators, right? Is that the? I'm talking about donators. I'm talking about people that use the site and spend a lot of time on it. People that watch Twitch more than they watch like movies or television, you know, because okay. it's an entertainment like medium. It's basically live Netflix with nerds, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so the other problem with Facebook for me is there's the archives terrible. So you really are relying on if they shared it or not. And then the problem is everything you've made is just disposable and chucked and never it disappears. Yeah. Whereas yeah. YouTube, you can knock it or whatever, but it's an, it's a search engine. So if you do it right and you're, and you have a little bit of following, they can, you can get a lot of old views and old revenue is really where it comes from mm-hmm. versus even current. Uh, and I've, I've had good luck on the super chats on my live streams on YouTube, but I realized I got to figure out how to do Twitch and try and be like a movie personality there. Cause I don't think there are a ton of them, right? Even on not, Twitch. not really. No, I've seen a few podcasts and stuff and I'll check them out. And that's really about it. Just podcasts. Um, I've done a few, uh, like live watches of these old B movies with like no copyright and shit, like not a living dead or just some shitty like B movie from the past. Like uh, you guys ever heard of Miami connection? Miami connection, Miami connection. Yeah. I haven't heard of it. No, it's hilarious and bad, but anyway, um, (laughs) I've done a few like movies, movie watches there with my, my subs and viewers and stuff. And uh, I was surprised at how much like people are into it there. It's not just gaming, you know? So, I'd say definitely check it out uh, and then just kind of go with like either YouTube or Twitch, whichever one you like better. Cause YouTube's fine for streaming. It's not as, I guess, fleshed out as Twitch. There's not enough revenue opportunities, but you do get that backlog, you know, ad revenue from the streams instantly posting. You don't really have to do anything. Uh, the main thing, the main reason I don't like YouTube, especially is they're very strict copyright laws. Like you have, you hum like a, you know, you hum like a Lady Gaga song and you're demonetized. You've heard so. that's changing though, right? If you curse too, they'll limit curse. your ads. Yeah. yeah, like Twitch, that doesn't happen. So, Blaine Truth, you know that's a current story, right? Like yeah. it it used to be people would file these copyright claims if you just used a few seconds of a song. Yeah. And that, I don't know if they've changed it yet, but that's changing very soon. And it's like a YouTube official announcement. On oh, top okay. of that, they're suing a copyright troll. Someone who would inappropriately flag content. I wish I knew the details. Like, yeah. you know, if you legitimately used, you know, whatever, 10 seconds of a song she owned, she could maybe think that it was her right to flag it. Or was she flagging stuff where you were just 100% innocent? I don't know. But the fact that they're changing the rule on purpose and they're suing someone who abused the old system super encouraging for content creators because it, yeah, it feels like no one's on your side if you make content like you, you it's yeah. very difficult to get youtube support i said maybe if you're 10 times bigger than me you've got a contact but there's no support for you you just get fucked all the time people make copyright claims for a few seconds of song and yeah, yeah. youtube youtube last year actually deleted my channel just for posting it was a it was a video saying I was live on Twitch. Tons of people do that. Um, they made a rule against that. They did, but they said that it, it couldn't be a, a video simply directing people to. Um, like, it couldn't be a video specifically just linking to another site. It had to be some kind of content. Sure, I used so to I made do sure that. to follow that rule. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I made I made sure to follow that rule. I'd be like, I'd make a video of me saying, "Hey, I'm live on Twitch." I'd make the video like a, a minute long or something, you know. 
they actually somebody somebody reported that video like flagged it and they just flat out deleted my channel and i had to if i didn't if i wasn't you know known in the community and i if i hadn't been doing this for like i think it was 11 years at that point 10 or 11 years there was no way i could have got it restored i i like sent appeals youtube's like nah you're still gonna be banned and then like <laughs> i had to uh contact fwiz if you know fwiz from sure. youtube yeah i had to contact him I'm like dude there's something you can do he got it handled in like two hours, you know, channels back. But if I didn't have that connection, it was gone. You know, like 10 years of backlog videos, like thousand videos just gone. So yeah, it's uh, scary. It sucks. Yeah. It is scary. Yeah. Like you just have unilateral power over the way you make your, your income. It's, yeah. it's just some bot. You can't rely on it on YouTube. It's true. Even I, I know guys who are making really good bank on it and they, they make it clear like, dude, I'm saving it all because it can all go like that the next day. Yeah, uh, it's uh, so unpredictable, and it's because YouTube's algorithm could just fuck you, and, and and you're out, and then suddenly your videos stop, get half the traffic. It's crazy, or it can do the opposite, and suddenly you're you know, oh shit, I'm in a windfall. Uh, it's crazy how you can't predict that shit. Yeah, I, is that Twitch we, better like that though? Then is there ways if you sort of ride the wave up? Does Twitch sort of stay constant too, or no? Twitch, the way they do it, I mean, it's just ranked on viewership. So like, usually if you're attracting more and more viewership and if you're doing something people like it's going to stay pretty consistent it's not really like a search engine so much and there's not really as much recommended stuff it's like you go in there that's why i'm saying it's like more hardcore you go on there you find the category then you see the the streamers listed by view count like descending down so if you stick with it and you find a niche there you're pretty much going to succeed like i've stayed pretty constant with it in you know, the past five years so i mean it wasn't like YouTube. YouTube definitely dwindled. That's why I switched. And it was like, eh, I kind of like this better. It's more consistent. Twitch responds to me when I email them. Um, Twitch has anything... no long tail, right? That's not a concept in Twitch. You, you make money while you're working. And if you take a week off, you can expect practically zero, right? Did... You get ads on VODs, but yeah, it's it's the ads don't really People don't watch much. old stuff much unless you, you know. Put your finger in your butt. Yeah. People will watch it for ages. For <laughs> <Yeah>. ages. <laughs> Just a business yeah, opportunity like... for you, Andy. So there's no there's no real long tail <laughs> to speak of. Um and, and like you said, it's ranked on views. So but, but there get... there is there is long tail for the simple fact that you can get um subscribers and they'll pay mm. monthly, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's a little complicated. I would recommend spending like a, a day looking it up, Andy, and but like I... uh, you know, really, really researching it. But it rewards grind. And that mm -hmm. in itself can be a lifestyle issue. You know, I guess you, you're uh, reborning, rebirthing. So, you know, you, you have to expect to grind. But, man, to do well on Twitch, it would be good to stream six hours a day, seven days a week, where you're always there, where someone pops on randomly in Twitch and you're there waiting for them. Uh, if not that, the second best thing is a really reliable schedule where they tune into you Thursday nights at 8 p.m. like they did a TV show. Yeah, but like, it's not a casual gig where you just upload videos like YouTube. It's not. It's not casual. You got to go anytime. Anytime I've like slacked on it, I've noticed that there's a drop. You know, I gotta, I gotta be um, constantly like making, I guess, incentives. You know, like pushing the bar, trying to think of something new to do that's cool, just to get people interacting. But with Andy's thing, there's not a big market for it. Like me personally, I'm biased cause I like movies and shit. So like I would watch it. I would, I would watch let's it. Let's do a stream. movie channel. Come on, man. Let's do a movie show. Let's do it. I'm, I'm totally down.
I would up. love to. You can show me your your Twitch uh, magic too. Okay, yeah, for sure. Help each other out. Yeah, get after me or get to me after the show. I'll be glad to help you out. But I yeah, like man, this. Um, I feel like we made a connection. This is like Tinder for Twitch streamers. Hey, this he was is... the only one who knew his movies too, so I was impressed. I there's a good reason you didn't choose me. <laughs> 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 that was a good choice on your behalf. Um. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's it's a bit of a grind, but. It's fun. It's rewarding. I love it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change anything. It, personally. I, I was. I'm glad you said you loved it. it. See if you change your mind. How is it, right? Because I find your job, a job I've had, right, um, to be rough on mental health a little bit, right? It, it's a dream job to many. You're playing games, etc. It's a blast. But you're playing games while everyone's looking at you. You're you're trying to be the most entertaining version of you. Really, it's sitting in a dark room doing your thing. Uh, it's to me like my my formula. You're just playing by yourself. People are staring at you. <laughs> this sounds like my love life. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the <laughs> like the recipe for like happiness or beating depression for me is like physical activity, time outdoors, sense of accomplishment, and video gaming doesn't give me much of that. Right? It, yeah. It's, yeah. So, but your your formula for beating depression might be different. How is a decade of working as a gamer for you? Awesome? Worn out? It's it's awesome now, but you are absolutely right that you can't you have to you have to balance it. Um I don't know where Taylor went, but when he comes back, like <laughs> we've been talking on Twitter about working out and stuff. Mm-hmm. For me, like I would have these up and down periods throughout the year, you know constant up and down uh mental mentally and i'm an introvert and that's saying something you know i i get off on playing games alone in a room you know that's my thing uh-huh. but um it, it was like this i was like something's got to change and I, I looked into uh like physical fitness and stuff so i tried to work out like at least three days a week three to five days a week before the stream and then i noticed on the stream i'm like way more energized way more peppy happy and also you can't you can't be like you can't be like um i hate to bring them up but like wings you can't be like wings in response to like trolls and naysayers you know you kind of got to go with the flow a bit whereas wings takes it personal and that just makes it worse you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so you got to kind of go with the flow. like if somebody comes in and they're like hey man um like hey bt i I fucking hate you and i'm like hey thanks man you know you just got to do like that you can't let it get to you yeah Um, that's another thing so I was going to yeah. chime in, and I'm, I'm, I'm realizing I have daddy duty soon. I didn't realize I'd lost track of time. I have to check out soon. But I, I want to chime on that because uh, you're absolutely right, and it's full circle in my story, too. One of the things that helped me through it was fucking exercise. Like, learn, And I lost like I lost like 80 pounds. Uh, when I, obviously, a lot of that was stress uh, and divorce and everything. <laughs> but I also yeah, got good my ass, you. and I went, and, and I jogged a lot, and I, get back and, I, and I just stopped eating, and I realized, well, shit, I just shrank my stomach down. I'm not gonna be a fucking idiot and do what everybody else does and eat my depression away. Like, let me go work this out and actually do it better. And you're absolutely right. Like, and I know I notice now that I've gotten in YouTube, I've gained a little bit because I have to sit and I have to do it. And I notice he's you're totally right. Like when you when you if you actually get active that morning before I, every time I do that and I fit in a jog or something, my whole day is like ten times better. It is such a key, at least for yep. me and my and, and my, as my activity uh, and my vice of like fitting fitting in a healthy vice of doing it. It, it's fucking astronomical difference. So good on you for noticing that. Like, are there Twitchers who like 
do that as like a morning can we start like a channel where we just do morning exercise while we play our games yeah there's <laughs> there's a neat there's, idea actually like workout yeah. live stream part of your work routine everyone is, yeah, is gonna right. talk shit about your form a hundred percent oh yeah i don't want to i don't want to bench and squat in front armchair, of the internet armchair fucking oh. yeah exercise armchair, armchair arnold's i'm gonna call him um yeah, the, uh, yeah you guys do it yeah but um yeah th there's exercise channels uh, there was a guy i was watching for for tips on form like this fucking rip dude you know just like he was just doing like reps and stuff and he's like the proper form is this and i'm like oh shit you know like twitch has got a ton of shit now like you can you can do much more than games and that's i really like that i really like that that's but yeah you can totally do exercise stream I would try that. I half want to get in on that. I, I, I've got a flexible schedule. I've been I've been working. You probably instantly thought, holy shit, what he's been lifting. I actually thought that <laughs> early. When you got up, I was like, man, what he's in good shape. <laughs> no, I, I, I've, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I don't remember posing very, for that, but yeah. What he looks very orange and rocky. <laughs> That's the physique I'm going for. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I, I've been in and out of working out. I usually get injured. And then I have to like rest for three weeks. And then because I'm a fuckhead, I'll turn that into six before I like pop that cork out and actually lift. And I've been doing better until this week where I hurt my back. Ah, this is how I always ruin it. But um, I'm itching to get back in the gym and I'm going to take a whole week off and not come back half healed. So that's, yeah. but yeah, very excited. That's a yeah, smarter but... way to do it. You guys should uh, definitely stream it. I mean, even if it's just like jogging, you know, I mean, you can do, you can do whatever. That you would can be more embarrassing than lifting. <laughs> <laughs> watch that shit. It's so, it still blows my mind. It's my age showing, but yeah, it's just crazy. I'd rather play the games than watch someone play the games. That's where my, so yes. still, I'm still getting used to it, but uh, it's, it's a fucking business. Oh yeah. yeah. I, sometimes I'd rather watch them. I, I, sometimes I'd rather watch them if it's a story game, especially like if I'm just lazy and I want to play it. Like, yeah, I'll watch this. It's the lazy thing. Sometimes I'm like, I, I don't feel like playing right now, but I can just kick back and watch you do it. And, you know, that I'm not going to lose. Everything's going to be fine over <laughs> yeah. here. No, no pressure to beat this fucking hard boss. Yeah. Yeah. You can just like chirp from the, from the stands. Be like, you should have used this move. Retard. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's doing like ten times better than you would. Uh, yeah. I don't really watch video game streamers either. When I like probably the most I watched of a single YouTuber playing a game was like in 2008 for Grizz when he started mm. making all those montages. And even then, I'd make I'd watch like two of his Call of Duty Four montages, and then it would just make me feel like I can do that. I can I can do what he's doing. I'm gonna go do that. I'm gonna go play. And then I'd try and go do it and just fucking suck and not be able to and then you get frustrated and then you don't play for a few days and you watch another grizz video and think you can do it back when uh remember the no scope thing where he made that tutorial where he's like you're thinking you of the g shot the g shot yeah. you gotta <laughs> strafe back and forth and fire right where the reticle does this and i remember watching that and thinking being like man this guy's really got something figured out <laughs> okay literally luck like, yeah, I was about to say I don't mean to call it Grizz, but that's bullshit. Because I watched that same that was thing. So not true. And I'm like, I'm gonna try it. And I'm like, dude, it's complete luck. Like, oh yeah. yeah. How many takes did he have to do with that before? You know the what? Second? Was it luck? The mojo what? jump. Like fear mojo figured out a way to jump like one percent farther than normal people, and it was really complicated. But now I know that like 
you can use that jump, that same jump and left for dead. It's a weird thing where you like sort of jump and land in a strafe and then jump again. And uh, speedrunners use cheat tools because it can multiply. No human could do it like six times in a row. But with, with mods, you can start like increasing your velocity by a thousand or fifteen hundred percent and it's pretty neat but anyway yeah fear mojo figured that out on cod and he could jump places that were just out of the way for normal players it was cool hmm i never saw that i'll have to check that out really yeah it's definitely yeah. a thing it'll help your cod 4 game i'm sure that's important right now <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah dude i got huge into call it, uh, the cod 4 remake remastered or whatever it was i, I must have put I would, like but didn't probably like 30 or 40 hours into that which is a lot as an adult <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 but we were talking about the fitness thing. You were on only like seven months ago, Blame Truth, and you are noticeably fitter. You've put on quite a bit of muscle. Like you've clearly stuck to it. So I wanted to give you the the hats off to that. Good Thanks, job. man. Thirty a, pounds down. Yeah, thirty pounds wow, down. Good for you. Nice. We need a Blame Truth versus Taylor ass competition. I can't be the only one thinking this. No, I, I'm at a. I'm, if we do a left cheek competition. <laughs> <laughs> I have set I have set on my ass like twice as much as Taylor probably throughout my life. So he'll he probably still win. Like my ass is pretty flat. Like even with squats, it's pretty mm. bad. So I think I'm gonna remove deadlifts. Here's what I did that was so wrong. My back hurt a little. I'm gonna call I was like an eight out of ten. You know, whatever. And then I hit the weights hard and bumped that down to like zero out of ten. And I was like, you're an asshole. You could have just not done deadlifts for one day and, and you know, not injured what was pretty much fine. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I rarely deadlift at all now. Like those strongman videos I was watching convinced me that like, eh, I could do this in a safer way and, and hit that same posterior chain, you know, like doing, oh. you know, obviously kettlebell swings are never going to equivalent equate to a deadlift like there's nothing that you can do to equate to a deadlift it's too useful a movement but it's also high risk if you're not a million percent confident in your form and i know when i get into later reps of it i'm gonna i might round my back i might get a little lazy and all it takes is once or twice and you can really fuck yourself on high weights i must have i was convinced i don't lift much um what is 245s so that's one. that's 135 if it's a 45 pound bar oh uh, 245s per side so four 45s Oh, 225. Thank you. So I deadlift 225. I never even change it. I just leave it right there on the floor, and then I roll it into place and deadlift it, and then roll <laughs> it out of the way. And uh, I thought that if you only deadlifted 225, you wouldn't get hurt because it's not a lot. Like, that's not mm -hmm. a, considered a heavy deadlift. And I'm like, these strong men are getting hurt because they're deadlifting 900 pounds. Of course they are. Uh, my sissy little weights aren't capable of hurting humans. Turns out that's not true. <laughs> yeah, it turns out you could probably you could fuck yourself up on 135 pounds if you put yourself in a terrible position and like wrench your back up or something. Like it doesn't take yeah. much to slip a disc. But we we stomped on you, Blimpton. You were saying your deadlift routine. Like, oh, I was just that? gonna say I. I'm oh, sorry. I got in a deadlift three weeks ago. About three weeks ago, I'm already up to. Uh, I think I deadlifted 168 last like two nice, days man. ago. Or something. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm a smaller guy. I'm I'm one I'm five eight like one sixty right now, uh, height and weight wise. So like, if I'm deadlifting my weight, like I'm pretty happy with that. I might go up to two hundred or so, maybe two twenty five, the magic number. But like, I'm not gonna get too much heavier either, just because it, it is risky. It is very risky. And if you hurt something, you're out for like everything. You know, you can't oh, yeah. do much of anything. So I don't want to go too heavy too soon or and too heavy at all. I, I don't want to make excuses. I feel like lifting over 40, like the name of the game is avoiding injuries. 
You know, mm-hmm. like that. And I just, I, I should have cut out deadlift when everyone else did. Taylor did. That strong man came on the JRE show. He's like, you know, you don't see real athletes doing deadlifts, like pro basketball players and such. They're not out there doing deadlifts. They're doing something different. And I just thought, basically what I really want is more muscle mass for a higher metabolism for a lower body weight. That's yeah. that's my end goal. And I was like, damn, deadlift's just a lot. It's all the way from like traps to ankle muscles or something. Like it's it really, half your body, yeah. yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Like, that just seems like a lot to give up. Yeah, but I think a- I'm another going one to. that like when it's it's one of those exercises like deadlift that you don't realize how sore you're gonna be the next day until the next day. Cause like like I usually I cap off all my workouts with farmers carries. Because I have some <laughs> farmer's carry handles that I put the plates on, and then I just pick one up in each hand, and I just walk as far as I can, like, throughout my basement, my unfinished area. And I was doing it the other day, like, I, I, or just a couple of days ago, I, like, upped the weight again, because I had, I was like, you know what, you, you're walking way further than you were a couple of weeks ago with this. Up the weight. Come on, push yourself. And I, I think I had, like, I had, like, 95 <laughs> or 100 pounds in each hand, walking as far as I could. As you and do. as I'm doing it, I'm like... You are so fit. You are so good. Meanwhile, meanwhile, my stomach is jiggling because my diet's shit. And <laughs> I've, I've got like the the weight vest, like the weight belt on. I look like butter bean up here in my upper torso. Just, <laughs> just embarrassing. But I'm like trying to hype myself up, not just ignoring the torso disaster below me. And I finish it, and I do a few rounds of that until failure. And like the rest of the night, I was like high on myself. I was like, hell yeah, like that's. Like actual strong people do way more weight than that, but that feels really good. That I did that. The next morning I woke up, I felt terrible. Not terrible, like sharp back pain. Terrible as in I had no idea how every muscle group in my body was working to try and maintain that. And especially my my hands. Like I swear the calluses on the like end digits of my Ooh. fingers oh, yeah. are moving around a lot. I, when I do uh farmer's walks, and it feels like it's when I'm like dropping them that I'm it's gonna rip the skin off the pad of my finger. And I, then I looked up online, turns out that happens. So I need to be on a, I need to be wary or get some Pokemon trainer gloves or something. Maybe yeah, farmers take, even walkers, take your hand, something take I'll your add. Yeah. Oh, take this the thought. Um because yeah, that seems like a deadlift shock. replacement that maybe is less dangerous. I don't know. Um, it's hard. Don't ever start out workouts with that because you will burn yourself out. Like oh, by the dude. end of it, doing it like two or three times until failure, you feel like you're gonna die. I did I did uh just it was four sets of deadlifts and I did squats the same fucking day. That sucks. And then for like a week, I was out. Like if everything from the fucking like upper back down, you know, was hurting. So I was like, nope, I can't. So I couldn't work out, you know, most of that week just because of that. A week and a half ago, I had like a breakthrough in the amount of weight I use in some of my exercises. And uh, I was using dumbbells, but I was like, my dumbbells are all like on the shelf sort of in a row. And uh, I was like, yeah, for this one, I grabbed these. And for this one, I grabbed those. And I just made a mistake and grabbed heavier ones and did like, you know, just, and it's like, fuck. So my breakthrough is on a math error on dumbbells. You're a <laughs> retard. <laughs> Dude, you got to take victories where you can take them. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll find myself like trying to ego lift where like I, I try and push myself too far. Like, like the previous weight I was doing with farmer's carries, I was, I was trying to hit like guesstimate about like, 45 seconds of walking like about that before until failure and then when i bumped up the weight i was only doing like probably 25 you know to 30 seconds but in my head i'm like yeah it's still about the same though like you totally didn't just 
up the weight and you're not going to get anything else because you're a vain narcissist. Like you definitely didn't do that, but like, that's the thing they need to, all the lifters, like the ripped guys do that. But, uh, anyway, just got a little, little notification from our good buddy, Dr. Chiz Reno down there. Andy, thank you so much for coming on, man. And sharing that harrowing tale. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could stay yeah. longer. I didn't realize how long I, I, I booked two hours and I just, I was having fun. I stayed longer, but I have daddy stuff. I have to do sadly tonight, but I'd, I had a blast. Thank you for guys having me. I'd love to come back anytime. Uh, now that I know how long I'll, I'll, I'll stick it out, but, uh, yeah, thank you for spreading the word and for uh, being so kind to me and, uh, supporting me. And yeah, uh, I just followed you on Twitter. Blame truth. Let's do it. Let's do a movie. Okay, man. Twitch. I'm excited uh, about that. You. Yeah. Really yeah. good to meet you guys. Let's uh, follow me up on the socials. Andy signals where anybody can find me. And yeah, if I'm plugging shit, popcorn planet is the YouTube. I, I'd be grateful. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a big stream on Saturday. I'm, I'm debating if I want to watch all the honest trailers. I didn't write. I've had a lot of people want to <laughs> see me watch them and been pain uh, to raise money for this Kickstarter. I, I don't know. I'm going to do something crazy this weekend. So what time? Uh, I'd probably Saturday night after nine. Uh, usually I do like a couple hours, get drunk and do ask fans, ask me the craziest questions about all the drama. I, I let it unleash to try and raise money for the Kickstarter goal. So Very good. Uh, yeah. And if anybody was inspired and wants to, or has any stories or can help the Kickstarter is the other link, but uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me on. It was a really fun conversation. Yep. Yeah, for sure, man. Thank you so much for coming. So yep, had a blast. Check out all his shit, and I'll, I'll follow you on Twitter right now for the upcoming movie. Yeah, I'll follow you back. Same, same. Finals. I'm excited. We'll do. I have to come at least come on. I'll do another movie battle with when uh, when Kyle's back. He's the movie guy, right? Yes, he is. You'll he, find six him weeks worthy. more, and he'll be back. Yeah, <laughs> he's photographic memory. He, he quotes everything. Like, oh, I got it. We got it. Yeah, connect me, guys. Make sure you dude. tell him I want to talk. Yeah. Yeah, I always remember. Yeah, we. I was always a big fan of. And then when I worked at Break, they were obsessed with him. So yeah, I've always wanted to catch up with him. But yes, thank you all. Fantastic, great to meet you all, and I look forward to talking further. Thank you. Sounds Absolutely. good, buddy. Have a good one. Later, guys. See you, man. All right, dude. I, I could talk about working out all night now. It's. Like- <laughs> I was gonna say, um, yeah, it's it's been eye opening for me. I've just been doing it for three months, and it's phew, been crazy. Like I. You know, mental health wise, way better. And uh, Woody, I would recommend watching uh, Athlean X on YouTube. Dude, me and Woody talk about him all the time. He rules. If you Uh want safety, I mean, he knows how to do it safely, you know? So, so first of all, I've watched a lot of his stuff and he's a great recommendation. He's a workout genius. You wouldn't think such a thing existed, but it does. And it's him. Uh, On the other hand, do you not always feel a little in trouble? when you watch his videos he feels like a teacher or like a dad that's like telling you you've been doing it wrong yeah all this time or he's something. like yeah. you're not as strong as you think you are you're not doing yeah. this as nicely as you like all, all the accomplishments that you thought you had are now invalid and it like <laughs> did you ever do something like you'll be doing bent over rows your normal way and mm-hmm. then this happened to me just a month or two ago or something like that and i was doing bent over rows and then like something about it, I'm like, I feel like I'm, like I, I'm, I'm like trying to, like I'm having to use my body to pull the weight up, like, and I'm not staying totally static with my movements. And I was yeah. like, I pulled up athlete and I watched it, and I, I bet you guys know this feeling where, as you're watching someone instruct you on the correct way, you immediately find a compartment in your brain to take your previous behavior and put it and hide it away. And then by <laughs> the end of the video, you're like, yeah, I mean, you'd have to be a real idiot to do it that other way. Like clearly I I'm on board now. And then you go and you try and do it his way. And I like try and do the bent over row and I'm like, Oh fuck. 
yeah, you just were putting weight on there for the sake of it. You know, you need yeah. to back off the weight and do the form right, you stupid, you know, ego oh, lifter. Dude. His I, his biggest oh sorry, go ahead. I, I was I, I um I up the amount of pull ups I do to twenty one, but it's across three sets, so it's not that impressive. I do eight, seven, six. And um I hurt my elbow right here and I watch Athlean X and he's like, Yeah, you're probably doing pull ups. And I'm going to misquote him because you're a fucking retard. You cheated <laughs> by bringing your wrists like this instead of keeping them straight. And now your elbows hurt. And it's like, well, I, I just up my reps, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know, guy who somehow found a 14th and 15th ab? <laughs> yeah. yeah he's one of those yeah. guys that's like so jacked it's frustrating where it's like his, damn it this is just a mirror being held up to my own lack of discipline oh his, his biggest thing he taught me was I, I noticed that like i would do like the bench press or whatever or i would do like uh you know chest exercises whatever and like one little tip he, he just is like when you do these exercises to really like, get it in your chest like archer or archer uh fucking shoulder blades back so your chest is out front that way it's taken, you know, the most, like the, the brunt of the, um, the, the stress. And I was like, oh my God, like I literally just need to move two inches and like, you know, instantly feel it way more in my chest and actually develop it better. That's so, a big, yeah. he always has you do great for him. And he's very proud of himself when he can kick your ass with like seven and a half pound weights. And yeah, it's like, yeah. all right, I'll admit you can do that, but I don't <laughs> have to like it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's he, not he, even winded. Yeah. No, he, he he recommended this one exercise. It was like um, face pulls, uh, face face pulls, <laughs> but it was a uh, side lateral raises. And okay. he was using like ten pound weights, you know, nothing crazy. But he would do this thing where he would he would bring his arm up and then like hold it and then lower it a little bit and then like bring it up again and then just drop it like that. And it was like I tried it and it fucking killed me. <laughs> like it was just ten pounds, and he's just like, just hold it there and like contract within the rep. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, because he was trying to do it to where you could build good shoulder muscles without destroying your, you know, sockets and and mm -hmm. joints and shit. So I, I haven't yeah. done it yet, but he has a an exercise. It helps you with a, a neck forward posture, which I kind of have. And you just use a broomstick. There's not even any weights, but you're like doing shit. And I'm like, this guy's going to kick my ass with a broomstick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I really like him. I I actually like it when Jesse's in the videos a lot because he's, yeah, he's, he's fun. And uh, did you see the shark ab workout thing? Uh, I didn't see that one. Uh, no, it, I really enjoyed it. The guy's doing an ab exercise. To this baby video you don't know this but we're watching a baby now it's my son no my yeah my son's parkour coach's kid we watch him it's fun but anyway so this baby shark attack song is a part of my life I've, now i've heard it i've heard it oh. yeah. baby shark oh yeah, I, yeah. And you've heard just it interject real quick because i uh my girlfriend one of her uh one of her sister's kids was like we were watching him one day he's a he's a little baby and mm. like I was in the, and I, he loves me, thinks I'm hilarious. And so like, I get along great with them. I think it's because I just, I'll just like grab How him and just, like to throw, uh, like just barely one. Okay. Like one in that range. I don't fucking know. And, uh, I, I just like doing the thing where you throw them up and that catch them. And I don't know if that's irresponsible to do with other people's kids or if it's just understood that that's what you do with babies. And sure. so it's not like it's hard. You just do it and, you know, get them laughing. And then he was getting bored and stuff. And I was like, Hey, 
babe, what should I put on for him? What is he like? She's like, put on baby shark. And like, I put on this baby shark where it's like, do, 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 do. Like, and like, then there's a granny shark and the grandpa sure. shark and the daddy shark and all that. And it was funny because I've never seen this, something like this, watching a baby, like as the intro to the channel was coming on, like I put him, I just put him on the couch next to me. I'm sitting there on the couch. He's sitting there like feet don't even reach the edge. And as soon as the intro comes on, he starts having a conniption. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And then it starts with the baby, and he just loses it. <laughs> loses it like a woman in the 50s at a fucking Elvis concert. He's, she's like trying to get, he's like trying to rock to get himself off the couch, get him off the couch. He's dancing around in my living room, just fucking loving it. And it's like, this, it, it's just really funny. It's like that they love that kind of stuff so much. And then guess what? If I watch a movie and I'm loving it and I hit replay the second it's over, I'm not gonna love it. That kid <laughs> I thought you're going the other Baby way. Shark a hundred times. If I like, put Lord of the Rings on, Taylor's like, do 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 do. No, I do that. I sit on my couch like, <laughs> just at the out. intro. No, it's it's just funny because like they're kids, so they're smarter than like dogs, but they're also dumb, and so you can just put like that on repeat, and they love it. Oh, uh, the itsy bitsy spider. Apparently, that is a fucking rocker. Right yeah. Wheels mm -hmm. on the bus, classic. Wheels on the bus, you know, <laughs> classics never change. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It, <laughs> Red and the robot, shit don't change. Yeah. So, so. Yeah, it's yeah. that. But anyway, there's an ab workout, and that song, like, it's two minutes long, and it changes from like Grandma Shark, Papa Shark, etc. Every, mm -hmm. I don't know, I'll call it thirty seconds, and the tempo gets faster, right? It might. I don't know. Right. Maybe. Yeah. But anyway, Maybe there's an ab workout that goes to it, and it's like sweeping the nation. And Athlean X recommended it. So hmm. the baby shark. That's a good way to get your abs ripped and yeah. take care of your kid. Yeah, that's true. I thought uh, it was gonna be like it got progressively faster, so you're doing like 50 sit ups in like a minute or something by the <laughs> end of it. But no, that I'm not surprised he found a way to make somebody uh really sore with baby shark. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have either of you guys found, and then we can move on from workout talks. Mm -hmm. People probably don't care, but <laughs> are there like any niche workouts or exercises you found maybe from like smaller, smaller people that you implement oh. into your, your routines? Dude. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I actually made up one. I mean, I, I'm sure I didn't make it up, but I found one. Um, I don't have a cable machine. I have my gyms in my fucking, you know, bedroom or whatever. I don't uh -huh. have a cable machine. I got the same. Problem. And uh, it's, uh, Whenever you do dumbbell flies, you you lose resistance at the top of the rep, right? Well, I um, have two closets in that room for some reason, and I've anchored I anchored two resistance bands to the doors, so I was able to um, wrap those around my palms or whatever while I had the dumbbells up. So towards the top of the rep, that resistance you're losing with the dumbbells, you gain in the resistance bands. Ah, you know what I'm saying? That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. So I was doing that, and man, it kicked my ass yesterday. Like my chest is fucking on fire today. So you could do chest flies in the squat rack at home and just put them on the ground and get a similar effect. Maybe that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I just love fucking with the squat rack. Bicep curls in the squat rack. <laughs> when you own the oh, squat I, rack, I love, these are Jim Crow paws. Yeah. Do, um, do you have a squat rack? Um, I have a yeah. I have a squat rack, but it's like kind of ghetto it's like one of those it's a squat rack slash uh bench press rack slash dip station like it's just 
Dude, oh, the works it doesn't works. sound bad. It sounds, yeah, it sounds, sounds okay to me. Yeah. I, I have a rings in my gym now. Like, uh, you know what a gymnast would do the iron cross on? Uh, yeah, yeah. I have those, and of course, you can adjust the height to them. And I just start, like, everything I can put on the rings, I do. Because they work every muscle. Like, it, I was doing 55 push-ups in three sets. And then I switched them to the rings. And I couldn't even do three sets of 10. Like, I, <laughs> I started doing these, like, bullshit push-ups where... My body's at a 45 degree angle and I push up to almost standing because I couldn't yeah. do a goddamn push up. And uh, from there, I put the rings all the way on the ground. Now I have my feet on like a stool and I'm doing almost dip rings and I do 45, three by 15. But nice. um, so now I'm doing like nice form and I go extra deep, like deeper than you could possibly do on the floor because you can't get below the floor. And, yeah. uh, and it works your chest so much because like, on the ground, you kind of just push up. On the rings, you have to hold them together, and you, you can start that shaking stuff. And yeah. that, that might be my favorite one, the the rings push-ups. I need, need to, to look into that. Rings. Yeah, I, need to, I definitely need some rings. And you can Are they just change. anchored to your ceiling? Are they on your power rack hanging from that? I found the rack wasn't high enough, so they're on the ceiling. Yeah, because okay. like, like the rack, if I just, the rack even goes up for pull-ups. So if I were to put rings under like the pull-up bar, I'd really be practically knees on the ground you know by the time you add the, the length of the ring that's a good one to have i find that like of any muscle group or whatever that you add on to and you can notice it getting bigger like chest is the most satisfying i think because yeah. it feels way easier to grow your buys tries shoulders like even quads and shit than it is to get your chest bigger like because yeah. so many times i'll be doing like like when i first started like doing bench more seriously, like uh, when I when I bought my house and got my power rack in, like I, it was like, am I really hitting my chest that hard? Am I really getting it that good? I feel like I'm relying too much on my my triceps. And then of course I watched an athlete in X video where he's like, just place your hands farther apart. And at a tip he gave that really helped me, and it sounds dumb. He's like, just actively try and bend the bar while you're doing it. Just try, oh. like, feel like you're trying to, like, bend it and get these ends closer together because that forces no. you, even though your hands aren't moving, you're trying to contract, and so you're forcing your chest to engage in that movement as well as your your buys and tries. And also, don't let yourself, you know, flare out too much and rely, like, try and keep it a 45-degree angle tight. Related? So I, that same so thing happens push-ups on the rings. Because when you do a push-up on rings, all the rings want to do is fucking drop you yeah. on the ground. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're holding them in the whole time like it that's it, it, that's actually the chest is the reason i got the rings at first i when i did bench that was one of the things that derailed me more than once in like injury and like i said you know you have to rest for three weeks and then i rest nine because i'm a dick and <laughs> you know and then i'm starting over from the beginning again um so i was like well no more bench for me i'm, I'm just too old for that or my form sucks and i can't fix it or so i'm done with bench and and Push-ups on the rings were what brought my chest in. And yeah, I mean, you guys have all probably noticed it's working great. Working yeah. Great. <laughs> no, yeah. but more seriously, like it, it is. So, I, you know, it worked for me. So yeah. I like them. I, I can't see chest, but I can tell from the Twitter right. picture you posted with your arms, like definitely making gains. Absolutely. No doubt. I saw chest when you got up earlier. Uh, a few <laughs> times, so. Not a lot. Like it, it sticks out. So the, uh, the progress is... Uh, Showing, I've had for sure. I've had some progress. Dude, yeah. uh, what like I haven't I, done is cut a lot of body fat. I wish I had abs, but I don't. I'm in the same boat. Like I've <laughs> I've eaten so bad recently. I feel like like I'm good at sticking to workouts. 
It's just I'll then like want to eat like shit. It's late night that gets me. I'll like be with my fitness pal tracker up till 9.30 p.m. and then be like, you worked out, you did all this, you deserve pretzels. <laughs> and then, and then I'll just gorge myself. And so then like I, I really need to work on the, the weight line. You know, it's 80% diet or something like that. They always say yeah. it's a higher percent diet than working out. Look but like these, now I'm, I'm getting dire. I love those, those pure yeah. protein bars. Yeah. I like the dire? double chocolate What do you time. mean by that? Like dire is in like, I'm noticing my belly's like, if I don't get under control, it's going to, it's going to move more forward than my chest. Does this look <laughs> like, like a little to you from, from that Santa Claus movie? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but Tim it's Allen. so funny. Like once you, once you change your frame of how your body should look like if, if me of five years ago or whatever year it was where I was my fattest before I lost a bunch of weight and just got weirdly skinny. Like I was at like two thirty five or something. I'm, I'm six foot. Like I was at two thirty five, and I was, chubby i looked shitty and if my body that i don't i'm not happy with right now with my my torso and the fat if the me at the time saw that he'd be like oh you're looking great dude you're looking awesome hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got some muscle you're, you're you're not this fat as you are but now because like getting into this hobby and seeing like the things that are attainable like part of it almost gives you a form of dysmorphia where like the you're never going to get to the point that you want because there are just chiseled you know greek gods yeah with a million subscribers and there's 10 dozen of those guys so overall healthy <laughs> hobby and it's dude i like watching the numbers go up the body dysmorphia is the funniest thing for me because sometimes i'll see myself and be like you are such a fat piece of shit you don't look <laughs> anything like a fitness youtuber and then other times i'll be like you have traps for the first time since college <laughs> Nice work, Woody. <laughs> you know, like it's, it. <laughs> yeah, man, it, it's definitely a thing. It's uh, and, and not only that, but like, um, I don't know. It's just, I'll, I'll sometimes I'll take a picture in in different lightings because in mm. some lightings I'm like, man, I'm a fat piece of shit. Like still, and then I'll take a picture in another lighting. I'm like, holy shit, I have like definition. It's just the lighting was like because I'm white as shit, so it's like mm -hmm. you can't see it all the time. So With it's like just the right lighting, abs poke through. Yeah. Like, oh, but it had to yeah. twist a little too. <laughs> but, you gotta twist a little. Yeah. yeah, twist a little, flex, perfect lighting, and I have something under the fat there that's clearly going to be abs if I eat better. <laughs> Dude, you would need to get out. Like it need to be perfect lighting. I just finished working out and did core. And I'm like sucking in and flexing. And then if you get out one of those diamond inspection monocles, <laughs> you might be able to discern part of the top left one. <laughs> but I know like I've done enough work on my core. Like, like if I were to lose the weight, something would be visible. Like yeah. it's not just flab down there. There is some muscle, but God, it not eating pizza is yeah. so hard. Not eating chicken wings, not wanting to gorge yourself on chips and salty snacks is so hard. What sucks it's in my house is we have two levels of snacks, right? One level is like a tomato or a peach, <laughs> which we all know isn't food. It's just a shot of sugar water or something. It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never have, like, sometimes you eat a tomato like an apple. I never finish and like, well, I'm not hungry anymore. That, that fucking tomato hit the spot. No, yeah. bullshit. I'm exactly the same as I was pre-tomato, thirsting <laughs> for something to eat. Or I can have like trail mix, which is calorie dense nuts and candy. And and there's no like, like Taylor mentioned pretzels. I'm like, maybe if I had pretzels in the house, I'd eat better because at least I wouldn't <laughs> have trail mix, which is the yeah. like 
most calorie density. It's literally I- meant for like, do you want lots of calories in the smallest amount possible? <laughs> and yes. That's <laughs> when you're on the trail. That's the that's the hardest thing though. Is like, man, I just don't even I don't even buy snacks anymore. Like, seriously, if I if I don't have them, I don't eat them. I just get those pure protein bars, or I have like a protein shake, and then I'm like, I just pray that I'm not hungry anymore, pretty much. But dude, I went into a. I feel like I went into just a a blackout state like re- in recent history where it was like I was at home. I was eating good. It was like a Tuesday night. Like it was just me at home alone. And I was like, you've been doing really good. You've been really doing really good. And before I know it, just snap. And I've I've gone to the store and I've got <laughs> two 20 ounces of diet cream soda. And I've got a full extra tall can of uh, sour cream and onion Pringles. And I'm halfway through. <laughs> It's like <laughs> he's like an alcoholic. Like you know yeah. what? Nice job with your sobriety. You deserve a drink. <laughs> Are you hiding Pringles in your bedroll? It's like, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> Cheers. I can't open that. I'm blocked by Mike Cernovich. Wait, who's Mike Cernovich? <laughs> he's some political douche who uh, he tweeted like a bunch of trite shit, and I said he said something really dumb once, like a year or so ago, and I said, "Did you read that off a pillow at Bed Bath and Beyond, retard?" And then he blocked me. <laughs> this is uh, so I don't know what he's star. Up Are you sure you yeah. can't get to it, or am I crazy? It's a, a no, we're talking about a tweet, and I oh, guess Keemstar. I can click on Keemstars. Yeah, Keemstar doesn't have me blocked. I guess I'm happy about that. Are you guys Do ready? We know Joe Rogan's not going to claim us. Uh, one sec. Yeah, I'm ready. ready. Is there background context for this? Or uh, apparently, far left guy says America deserved 9/11. 14 seconds long. I want to see what it is. Ready, set, play. America deserved 9/11, dude. Fuck it. I'm saying it. We're there to partner with them. We're not there doing our own thing. We're there partnering and training, In a video and, and, game. And, and, and enhancing their capabilities. So that that's part of what we're doing. And the other part is just knowledge. We want to know what's happening. Like- America deserved 9-11. Hmm. I need more context. He did say yeah. it, though. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's a context that saves that. He just said I it. agree. Yeah. I agree. It's like those reality shows where they're like, oh, it's all the editing. Really? You said all brothers must die. Because I don't drop the N-word in any context now. <laughs> and, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, it's like, yeah, there's no editing that, that makes yeah. that okay. Well, that's a shitty thing to say. Maybe he was joking. Like it didn't. It didn't come it didn't off sound as jokey like, to me. It, it sounded like uh, it sounded like he was a little angry. Honestly, yeah, like it, little... it did sound more angry than jokey. So yeah, that's a shitty thing to say, for sure. Uh, this is a. I, I don't even know what the eye patch man is talking about. <laughs> in the, in I, the, I do know that eye patch guy. He seemed cool for like two seconds, and then it's like, oh, you're just eye patch John McCain. You just, <laughs> you just love war, don't you? Oh. Come on, do we not have enough people like that who just want more and more and more wars? For, for people that don't know him at all, he's a Republican congressman from Texas. And prior, I think that's actually his first political job. And prior to that, he was a Navy SEAL. So that's... And that's probably how he lost his eye. It's definitely how he... Yeah, it was an IED that took out his eye. Oof. And um, he, I, I, watched, uh, I watched Joe Rogan, but usually just the clips, which is why we should yeah. do that. And um, uh, he was talking about like... I think Bud School is the name of the Navy SEAL, like training and what it was like and what it went through. And it took him two tries because older guys sometimes break down. And he was 25, older guys, and he broke a bone. So, like, it, he had a stress fracture, but he didn't quit. So he just 
kept working it until it was a real fracture. <laughs> and then mm. he had to heal for six months, which they considered an excessive amount of time. And second time through, he made it. And then he had a really interesting thing about being like becoming a Navy. So Bud School, if people don't know, is super duper hard. He got his fresh fracture because they run like 200 miles in a week with carrying these boats over their head. They're like whitewater rafting boats. Anyway, he's like, you're already a Navy SEAL prior to it. What Bud's training is, is just proving it. The SEALs want you to prove it. But you're already a guy who doesn't have quit in him. You're already, like, this is just who you're, how you're wired. And I thought it was an interesting philosophy, you know? And then they, they extended that to all kinds of things, you know? Like, a lot of what you do in life isn't, like, that thing making you able to do it. It's just that thing testing that you're able to do it. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I, I'm dumb. I get why... Uh, Chiz linked that now. So apparently the guy in the top, the guy in the top right is affiliated with the Young Turks. I should have known that. I'm pretty sure I follow him on Twitter. Uh, what's the Young Turks? It's a new. It's like a left uh, YouTube news. Oh, yeah, okay. that's a good description. They're, I would call them unabashedly biased. You know, like they don't attempt to be some unbiased source. They're a left. So it's it's like the left version of like Fox News or something. Like left version of Fox and Friends, maybe you know where they kind of goof about how dumb the right is, you know, mostly. Right, right. And I don't know. I guess everyone loves their biased news, but I never like the Young Turks. I don't feel like having watched. Like if I learn something from the Right Turks, I need to go somewhere else. The Young Turks. I need to go somewhere else and confirm it because they're not trustworthy. John Stewart's more trustworthy. And isn't the name the Young Turks the group that committed the Armenian genocide? You'll have to ask someone who knows more about history. It's just interesting to name yourself that. Like, this yeah. Is, uh, yeah, maybe they don't know either. I don't know. Welcome to the Pol Pot Hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a topic in the form of an image. I just thought it was a good story here. I'll read it to everybody. Okay. Russia. I need to fix our images at the bottom, but here we are. Robber tied and used as sex slave. A Russian who tried to rob a hairdresser's at gunpoint was beaten senseless by the black belt shop owner and then who used him as a sex slave for three days. Victor Janasinki, 32, demanded the day's takings at the salon in Meshogovitsk but was floored with a kick and tied up naked by karate expert Olga Zajak, 28 years old. He later told police that he had been held hostage and fed nothing but Viagra. She said, yes, we had sex a couple times, but I bought him new jeans. They were both arrested. <laughs> Dude, that, chick, that chick's Jesus the best. Christ. All right. Okay, okay, I'm on her side. That's funny. Only, uh, only in Russia. I don't think I could see that happening in any other place in the world. Just Russia. Russia's in awesome. In her defense, she did... By brand new Wranglers. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at the video on VH, VHS. That is American football star talking about said Wranglers. <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> Would you not trade sex with a karate expert for a new pair of Brett Favre Wranglers? <laughs> you only hear decide. Brett like, Favre Wranglers. <laughs> you know, who promotes it? I don't think I don't think I would have pressed charges if she got me like regular food as well as the Viagra. You know, mm. the Viagra is kind of pricey. So, as a guy who could cut a few pounds, Viagra and sex might be my favorite exercise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can do this all day. Okay, Captain America. Yeah, just leave with a calorie deficit and a sex surplus. It's not all Man. bad, really. No, you and lost a few pounds. Yeah, got God. to fuck. I mean, if she was able to head kick him. She's probably not fat. She's probably fit, and she's Russian. Counterpoint: yeah. Daniel oh. Cormier head kicked last week. So, well, if he held me hostage and raped me, I wouldn't care for it. It really depends on the weight loss. That's the hinging point of all this. I'm hoping for exercise <laughs> and fat loss. If I eat no, nothing but not Viagra, okay. I don't want to get pulped fictioned in the basement. <laughs> that was what it would be too. No, man. I'm pretty fucking far from okay. <laughs> <laughs> so John Jones is Daniel Cormier's like rival, right? That'll always be a thing. I think Blaintree follows the UFC too. And yeah. um, uh, John Jones tested positive for steroids one of the times. And he's like, dude, it was just dick pills. I went to the gas station. I bought dick pills, etc." So Cormier's had a blast with that. He's been saying, well, my dick works. Just saying, my dick has always worked fine. And uh, I think that's a fun counter. Yeah, but Jones's kinda... counter was, "Well, my dick is really big, <laughs> so maybe that's a thing." <laughs> yeah, that's not how that works, Jonesy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I have another topic. This is on unpopular opinion from Reddit. People that Ooh. sexually starve their partners shouldn't be surprised when they cheat. So the most common time this happens is in long-term relationships. Let me just say now that this is both men and women that cheat, not exclusively for one sex. I see and hear about it all the time. A large complaint is that them and their partners are no longer physical and not often physical, months without sex at a time. I understand that some people have different sex drives. However, if your SO, significant other, has said that they feel this way and you acknowledge it and nothing changes, that person shouldn't be surprised when the other person goes outside the relationship to look for intimacy. I'm not saying cheating is great or reasonable, just stating that people shouldn't be surprised as they usually are. Unpopular I mean, opinion. I don't even think that's necessarily that unpopular. If you're in a sexless relationship and a person who is trying to instigate it, like ends up going out there and cheats on you, like that would still be hurtful to the person that gets cheated on, or maybe not because maybe that person's just kind of over them anyway and doesn't want to pull the trigger. But yeah, I don't think it. Obviously, it's seventy-one percent unpopular. Seventy-one oh, percent of the people said, "I guess you should be surprised if they cheat." And you're the user emotion. base of Reddit is beyond retarded. Yeah, it's just, it's yeah. stone cold. That explains retarded. why I look at it every day. Yes, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is That's making why I sense. I pop in there and I feel right at home. You know? <laughs> These are my people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, uh, but I think we're adding too much. Like at our core, we're fucking scientifically advanced monkeys. You know. Like mm. we're overcomplicating it with social norms. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know Like if, if I was dating a girl and she wasn't putting out and I, you can call me like a dick or whatever. I'd probably break it up, break up with her for some girl that did, you know, it's not being a dick. Sex is an important part of a relationship. Yeah, Cornerstone of intimacy. Actually, you might say, yeah, yeah. I, <sighs> I think people voted it as unpopular because they don't 
condone cheating. But that's not what he said was you shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So, you know, I, I believe you should maybe leave the relationship if you're not getting what you need from it instead of cheating. But uh, if you're sexually starving someone where you go months without sex, then you shouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Yeah. And that should be kind of an indicator that the relationship is over anyway. Right? Like you should you shouldn't go a month without sex with your uh boyfriend or girlfriend and be like, Yeah, I'm cool just going another month. I'm chill. Whatever. What it takes to be over it. should change based on the depth of it, right? Like if you're married if you're dating, then maybe that's a sign that you should cut it off. If sure. you're married, then maybe that's you know uh, a sign that, you know, you need to work it out. If you're married with children you know, then like it, it, it's still a sign you need to work it out. But I guess I'm just trying to like escalate the amount that it takes to divide you two. You're definitely yeah. right. Yeah. That there's, I mean, there's you, you, you definitely should talk about it, but I don't know. I feel like our generation or, you know, like not older people, like old, old people. Um, yeah, sure. We kinda, our generation, you and I, carry on. That's what, that's what I meant. Like, not <laughs> all of us millennials. And <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. Uh, us, um, what are we, super, Gen Z now? <laughs> not, not like sixty and up, we'll say. Okay. Not like sixty and up. Um, our this generation in in this particular podcast, uh, I feel like we we maybe sometimes don't talk as much. We don't really express ourselves as well, so that could be a problem. You know, when when that when it comes to that. So yeah, well, we've grown up on electronics and things. Yeah, yeah. So we, we're probably we, much more likely to just cut and run. If yeah. a real life conflicting situation, or at least some people probably are. You know why I thought yeah. that was the opposite? Just armchair psychologizing. Yeah, I'm just making shit up that you'll you'll soon realize this. <laughs> I feel like the kids now are the generation of butt play, right? Like, am I crazy? I it's all I'm going by Reddit, but like they're just all about the rimming and the the butt play and like and butt sex is part oh, of sex dude. and right. So the thing about butt play is it requires like a level of communication and devices and lube and, and such like regular sex is had almost voicelessly, or at least it can be um, where, you know, whatever you just lay on top of her, she's all lubed up and you go. But if there's butt play involved, this is like a, a joint effort. Like it, it, it raises the bar, right? Am I crazy about this? So they must be having communicative sex if they're doing butt stuff. Maybe, or maybe they're, Minds are so poisoned by a lifetime of pornography use that they have to escalate to the nth degree immediately and just hop to ass eating and and rimming and all that. I don't know because objectively, the pussy is the superior hole, mm. much better. It's cleaner. It's actually meant for it. You know, you don't need. Well, you still need foreplay, obviously, but you don't need a huge, you know, like list of things you have to do before, before you're finally <laughs> the ready. The foreplay even... didn't begin 30 minutes before you hit the bedroom. Yeah, you don't have to tell her, like, don't eat lunch or dinner the day before, and here's a fleet enema, and then let's go in there and do this. And, and you know, it's just, it's not as good. You know, it, it's still fun, but it's, you know, the, the pussy's better. It's just, yeah, it's I... made to to have sex with. I, but because of that, I feel like you can have uncommunicative pussy sex. But if you're going to have any kind of butt play whatsoever, it, it requires a same team coordination type thing. What made me think that this new generation must do that. But I could be wrong. I'm go basing on Reddit and running wild. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, like, 
<laughs> there's so many stories on reddit that like if you just open up the front page it'll be like today i fucked up or <laughs> am i the asshole or blah, blah 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 one of those other like telling a story things and like every once in a while i'll pop in and read one and i'll get like halfway through and i'll be like this guy is sitting at home typing this with one hand masturbating because this is <laughs> it's secretly his uh fetish that he's like today i fucked up by beating off in a bathroom at the funeral home in but but someone the janitor came in and he opened the door and there i was hard and he said <laughs> what are you doing and i said i j and then i just creamed all over his janitorial cart as he was trying to clean the bathroom and i had to go out there with cum on my leg and all my relatives knew what i did and it's like this guy's sitting at home like yeah <laughs> oh yeah i love the thought of this of me creaming myself at a funeral and like and then you'll i'll be like there's no way people are fucking buying this and then you'll scroll down to the comments and people will be like dude that's crazy man i can't believe like that they reacted that way and it's like is everybody larping right now like this clearly <laughs> didn't happen so uh, i also don't have nearly as much reddit experience as you like going around i, uh, I, have, I, I have a couple select great. ones that i think are funny <laughs> and i like those uh, that's about it. Today I fucked up by putting my mom's vibrator in my mouth. And then this like six paragraph story on how it happened. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking Is that really one right there? That's exactly <laughs> yes. what I'm fucking talking about. That is a guy sitting at home with cock in hand, beating off, <laughs> fantasizing about putting his mom's vibrator in his mouth. And then people will act like it's real. It's like, no, you're just playing into this LARPing. So there I was, fantasy. I don't know, a young male, four or five years old. Whenever I would go somewhere with no one else in the room, I would always search for one of my favorite toys. That toy was weird as I'd never seen anywhere on TV. And it wasn't designed like a toy any child would have. The design was quite simple. A gray box with a long, thin cord going to a cylindrical, spherical, small piece that vibrated violently. I loved to play with that toy. I would do everything from sit on it and put it in my mouth and just so it would vibrate and make my skin tickle. I do vividly remember having what was almost, I'm sorry, having to almost always enclose my whole hand or putting it in my mouth before it would start to really vibrate. This so guy's there, beaten off right now. <laughs> Yeah. So there I was yeah. a few years ago, being your average 13-year-old going through puberty. I now know what porn is, and life is good. I still remembered the toy from time to time, wondering what happened to it. I don't know about your age, but 13, mini-me, 313, watched a lot of porn. That must be the guy's name. And let's see. Uh, if you know anything about a 13-year-old scrolling on Pornhub, he's not making it that far past the front page. On my... One of my daily adventures, I see a familiar object in the video I'm watching. I go and I get mine and I whip it out and I'm ready and I realize with joy, hey, I used to love playing with a toy like that. Then I continue to think and not 10 seconds later, I realized, oh my God, I put my mom's vibrator in my mouth on a regular basis. Bill is an older guy. Now I can get over that fact and probably continue to haunt me for the rest of my life. <laughs> At least I don't remember what it tasted like, Right. Oh my god, Taylor, you're so right. I know! It's a bunch of people with fetishes writing, Today I fucked up by... I, I was in gym, and I'm not very athletic, and all the girls bully me. But today, I accidentally stayed in gym too long after class was over, and a gang of girls came out from behind the bleachers. They seized me, tied me up to the basketball net, and tore my clothes off. Then they waited for the band practice to begin, and I was there naked, 
hard as the girls pointed and laughed at me. It's like, did I fuck up that bad today, boys? I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah tie me to the fucking basketball net. Oh, I'm a dirty boy. Like, God. Man, people buy that shit. Retards. Oh, dude. Absolute retards. There, there's, a, there's a subreddit, and I have not clicked it. I want to preface that. I have not looked you at it. You wouldn't be judged. This is a safe place. No, well, I, I really have. I really have. I don't even know what it's called. I just heard about it. It's a. It's a. It's a sexual gratification off dying by eating yourself to death. Like Vor. Is that what it is? Yep. Because I've read a passage on this show when I was, <laughs> in, when I was into art looking up deviant shit. Yeah, it's called Vor. Yeah. It's where you get off on like eating someone. Eating someone. Yeah, like you put like someone in your mouth, and you like it's like cartoon shit. Oh no! This is more like uh, self-devouring. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like you, you, you're a beast. Like you eat yourself to death. Like you, like if oh, I was six hundred pounds and I was just eating, and it's like sexual gratification from eating and oh, then dying oh, by eating. I was taking yeah. eating yourself way too literally. Like, yeah, I was taking a Hannibal Lectory. No, no, that's <laughs> my Southern dialect and expressions. But yeah, that's uh, okay. It's, yeah, like eating, eating to death. I should say. Like eating to death. So it's so, I, I feel like, because every once in a while I'll tweet out, like, hey, tweet me the most fucked up Reddit that's funny to look at. And they'll send me stuff like that. And it'll be, uh, there's one, I wish I remember what it was called, but it's pictures of these women who are not fat. They're not obese. They're not morbidly obese. They are deathly, deathly ill with fat to the yeah. point that they can't stand up. Like their bodies have that like weird fruit been laying too long on its side shape or it gets permanently deformed. Yeah. And in the comments, It'll be like, yeah, eat another pie and die, you fat fuck. And it's like yeah. it's mean stuff like that. That's I'm going to make a burner and participate. It seems like a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Just know that somebody's probably masturbating to your comment when you do it because I wouldn't wouldn't do it otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is. It's pretty fucked up that that's like it's, that, yeah. that's not even a fetish at that point. That's just like getting off on someone dying. It kind of is, yeah. It's like a mix between like like what, what is that fetish gatekeeping? Why wouldn't that that could be a fetish? It's a like fetish, but it's judging me, Taylor. This is R slash heroin <laughs> overdoses, not safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but it's there's some there's some messed up stuff. And yet they and yet they ban like the red pill on Reddit or quarantine it, which is wild to me. The red pill. Oh, yeah. that's the the like pickup artist thing. Yeah, or, it's not even that bad, but they quarantine that, but not f fucking people. Maybe it, it might be quarantined. I don't know. But people eating themselves to death and then people jerking off to it's, you know, fair game. Oh, yeah. I, I, I talked about one. Maybe it was on PKN a couple weeks ago, but during one of those uh, tweet storms, where I'm like, link me to the most fucked up one. There's one called like Age Play. And it is literally people pretending to like have sexy chat with children and writing their fantasies about wanting to do things to toddlers. And it's like, are you, I, I, I went there and like looked at it for a second and just being there, I'm like, this can't be okay. I'm out. I'm, I got this. And it, it was the literally like harboring hey guys, pedophiles that yeah. are amping up. Ooh, getting their juices flowing, really <laughs> wanting to get at those kids. It's like, do you not see how this could potentially be a problem? Like, yeah. like people are going to get their jollies on this until, Oh, Oh, I guess this little uh, this age play uh, writing back and forth with my my Reddit pedo friends isn't isn't gonna work for me, man. Hey, child hi. porn that's that's a step further. I bet that would, bet that would get me off. Oh, yeah. child porn's no longer doing it for me. I got 
I need the real thing. Like maybe that's not the progression, but it seems to be the progression for a lot of other vices and, and, you know, degeneracies with people. So can't be, can't be good to be no, in those communities out there. It's probably just going to escalate to something worse, at least, uh, you know, some of the time. Yeah. There was a, a mainstream article on like some, uh, like, uh, it's some British rag or some shit, but it was like a, a real magazine and it was like, Oh no, no, no. It was a, an LGBT kind of magazine. I think it was American based. And it was like showing an age difference relationship. And one guy, it's like this old guy and this young guy, the young guy's 22, the old guy's 55. And they're talking like on there, like the young guys in makeup and everything. And he's like, yeah, I mean, usually people think that he's my dad because there's a 33 year age difference, but we don't let that keep us down. We're six years strong and we love each other more than ever. And I'm like, what? <laughs> six years strong? As he was, he was, he was a 49 year old man grooming a 16 year old boy. Yeah. And that's what they're fucking admitting to. That's what they're fucking admitting mm. to. They're not saying what probably the reality is. And 16 it's like, is this like, is, in a lot of states, when you can consent to any age. You're, you should, uh, that, that, that's, that is definitely child grooming. Taking a minor at that age, giving them things, little presents, taking them on trips and things. You're and talking about morality. Them. I'm talking about legality. But well, legality, yeah. legality, and NC, at least how it is, is 16 is the age you consent, but it has to be within a four year uh, age. Like anything under 18, between 16 and 18, they have to be within four years. So it would be like, I'm pretty sure that's how it is, at least. Uh, so 16 and 21 wouldn't be cool, for instance. It was you know? like, it was cool that like everybody just dragged that account for that where yeah. you know I was like opening the tweet being like I swear if people under that are like so brave you know yeah I would I'm just going to go kill myself but <laughs> yeah. people like just being like what the fuck what yeah. in the fuck is wrong with you and just be like you're a fucking pedophile you should be in jail and which it's like yeah you know make taylor king and people like that are in jail. So vote for, you don't vote for kings. When I seize power, when I am the PKA loyalist, <laughs> seize power. Oh, I, uh, I, I looked it up real quick. Andrew's right. Um, in North Carolina, if you're under 16, you straight up can't consent. And I, I actually thought at 14 you could consent to within four years, but I was wrong. At 16, you can consent to within four years. So if you're 16 yeah. and your boyfriend's 20, check your birthdays. Yeah. And then at 18, you can consent to any age. So Yeah, I made sure to, uh, when I was younger, I made sure to note that because something seemed off about just 16's cool, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah, and yeah. It, it looks like if they're 13 to 15... It's a class B1 felony, whereas really? it's, I don't know. I guess they're all class B1. I don't know. It just looks like it, it, there's a different one. There's different laws for 13 to 15, and there are some younger ones for people under 12. Well, I don't care for it. <laughs> pedo, pedo, very close to pedophilia, which is bad, but uh, that's a bad thing. Let's move on to a good thing. <laughs> the Ground Guys. This episode is brought to you by The Ground Guys, a neighborly company. The Grounds Guys is looking for new owners to join their growing company. Could this be the perfect opportunity for you? 
Are you driven? Do you have the heartbeat of an entrepreneur? Do you love to be outdoors? If you're currently running your own landscape business or you think that the landscaping franchise could be your natural calling, text G-G-B-I-Z-O-P-P, G-G-B-I-Z-O-P-P to 87000 right now to learn more. Choosing to start your business with the ground guys means setting yourself for setting yourself up for success by surrounding yourself with the best in the business and the best at the business. With the grounds guys, you'll be your own boss, pick your own territory, set your own hours, and live a better quality of life running a business that you can be proud of. You'll have access to the best resources to help you scale your landscape business to meet your personal and professional goals. And you will go home every day with the satisfaction of helping your customers enhance and maintain the beauty of their outdoor spaces. As a grounds guy owner, you'll also be part of the greater neighborly community of home service brands. Neighborly has empowered more than 3,700 entrepreneurs to achieve their dreams and goals through local business ownership. No one knows the home service industry better than Neighborly. Every year, nearly 1 million customers are proudly served by one of the Neighborly, Neighborly's 22 award-winning brands, some of whom include Mosquito Joe, Molly Maid, Glass Doctor, and Mr. Rooter. Whether you've been thinking about your own about starting your own business or you're already running your own landscape company, text GGBIZOPP to 87000 to learn more about how a Grounds Guys franchise can help you get where you want to go faster than doing it alone. Again, text G-G-B-I-Z-O-P-P to 87000 to learn more about what the neighborly brands that may be available in your area. And we thank them for sponsoring PKA this week. It's So I'm looking at our various sponsors, the four of them. When it comes to helping you get laid, owning a successful franchise might actually be the best one. <laughs> but yeah. then what do you need in addition to that <laughs> well pluto you hard dick step by step here <laughs> one of these things opens the door and the other one closes the deal yeah <laughs> yeah that's true uh, we're gonna charge them for that <laughs> <laughs> do you know who eugenia cooney is i do not know who that is no oh so she's we mentioned her on the show a couple times before she's a youtuber and she was anorexic Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super anorexic. And uh, she was first brought into my attention by Anthony Cumia. And he's like, this is insane. There are millions of people watching this woman slowly die. And I, I, I just check on her every so often. She's doing great. She went to rehab for her anorexia. And like, uh, I, I know I haven't, I haven't fixed the bottom of the layout yet. But like what she did look like was outrageous yeah she I, looks i'm scary. looking her i'm looking at her and she looks like uh it was super unhealthy Ugh. And, and that i'm looking at a video mine is from january of this year and um like kind of the internet kind of piled on her a little bit and said you need to get help and i'm looking at her recent videos she got help that's good i good for her i'm excited by this yeah so, because she looked spooky, yeah. Like if you saw her in a, if you were going to get a glass of water in the middle of the night and she was in your hallway, oh, dude, that'd, I be, would, that'd be very scary. She get hit with a, she get hit with a club or something. I, I wonder, yeah, and you'd shatter every bone in her body with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's terrible. I, I want to see her like shirtless in a recent video, but at, not shirtless. That's not what I was going for. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I showed her like. You know, her bad video, for lack of a better term. She was sleeveless. That's what I want. And you could really yeah. see her arms and her shoulders and such. Now, like, she has a sweater on, and you can see she has collarbones. Like, she definitely didn't get fat. But I wonder, like, huh, what does it look like? But she looks way better. And I 
I thought that was neat. We we talked about her before and wondered sort of did a follow up. Yeah, she looked like she was knocking on death's door. Yes. Yeah. And still like, you know, very thin, but you know, and she's probably still underweight, but that's yeah. better than being, you know, almost dying in your 20s because you're so underweight that you're like a malnourished, you know, African child. Yeah, she <laughs> looks she looks more naturally skinny now. I'm going through her Twitter right now and She's what do you mean like... to tell me that this bitch has food the entire time and just chose not to eat it? I've <laughs> 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 had to send it my way. <laughs> <laughs> I need to bribe my friend, Magumbe, to let me have access to his bald father who has gold in his head. <laughs> cool. Dude, we haven't talked about Trump trying to buy Greenland at all. I, I... One of the funniest things <laughs> he's ever done. <coughs> I didn't hilarious. hear about this. Oh, no. This. Okay, okay. Ah. so it came out that Trump was trying to grow. I'm going to tell this through my lenses. That Trump was trying to buy Greenland. And I do this thing where I like try to rationalize dumb shit and make it not dumb. And I'm like, well, gosh. One, I don't know that I hate that idea. Greenland, up-and-coming property, global warming, make it nice in a few decades. This might be a really great investment. Cool vacation spot. I just want to know what it costs before I know if it's a dumb idea or not. If they're telling me 19 trillion, fuck off. But if they're like, oh, let's uh, 1 billion dollars. Buy that. Buy that. It, and and by the way, it got leaked by like Trump's inner circle. So I'm like, well, for all I know, Obama had all kinds of dumb ideas. He probably tried to buy Kenya, and uh, his inner circle just never leaked it and made him look like an orange asshole. So, so I tried not to. But then Trump is like, yeah, yeah, I do want to buy it. I think it's a great idea. And, and he's like, you know, sell it to me, sell it to me. So it turns out that Greenland, I'm going to get it wrong, is a province of the Dutch or something. Yeah. Like they, they own it or... Lisa, I don't know what the heck they do, but they well, yeah, somehow like Denmark owns it. Denmark, yeah. thank you. That they somehow like are in control of Greenland. This is news to me. And uh, Denmark is like, no, it's not for sale. So Trump was scheduled to see them. He throws a temper tantrum, cancels his meeting with Denmark, and refuses to talk to them until they want to talk about selling Greenland. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you stupid fuck. Like I can't believe this is. This is the leader of Dude, the free that's world. that's really funny. <laughs> it is really funny, yeah. I'm in favor of it. I want him to try and buy other places. <laughs> right? I hope we own right, some. Well, like, all right, all right, you know, me. how much for Puerto Rico? Huh? How Dude. much? <laughs> like, you're the, pre- bought, you're the president bought, of Puerto like, Rico already. Canada on the border and made it like a fifth, the 51st state. Ooh. That'd be pretty cool. I, what I, part I, of Canada we want? I don't know. It's all the same to me. There's um, probably some little piece with like that doesn't make sense. Like a little <laughs> a little island that's like closer to Michigan or something that we should own. Yeah. Let's buy the area surrounding Toronto. So they're just oh. landlocked in, <laughs> in the United Toronto's States. been an island, technically. <laughs> These Torontonians, they don't care for it. I tell them you can become an American citizen anytime, just sell your city. <laughs> until then we're separating your children now owned Toronto for three months and I know we agreed beforehand I agreed with the 
with uh, Mr. Trudeau. No givesies backsies. Honestly, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I'm giving it back. I'm not taking care of it. That would be the funniest thing ever. He's like, a deal has been breached on the Greenland contract three days later. He's like, this place sucks. There's a bunch of fucking freezing up here. <laughs> no one told me Vancouver was the warm one. <laughs> Who knew? God, I thought I could see Iceland him. had the ice. No, apparently I, not. Yeah. I, I can see him actually saying that like word for word, which is the scary thing. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Like, I expected Greenland to be green. Who knew? It's got green in the name. It's just false advertising. Well, that's why I'm, that's why I'm suing the nation of Denmark for false advertising. <laughs> Get this, people. You won't believe this. They've been calling it Greenland for 500 years. 500 years. You show me one plan on that goddamn island, and we'll sell it back. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Dude. <laughs> I don't know. I follow politics oh, so a lot. Funny. Just trying to buy another country. That rules. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't followed a ton of stuff. Yeah, I've been keeping the, it. Uh, uh, the Epstein thing. Out of my feed. Oh, Ooh. yeah. That guy did not kill himself. Definitely did not kill oh, himself. Oh, wait. Really? I think he killed I, himself. I think he killed himself. No, I think he was killed. He was murdered. Somebody who has dirt on all the most powerful people on earth has a black book with all their names and the places they were and all the times that they have encounters with underage girls. I, all the stories coming out. The fact that they say he hung himself with his clothes while under suicide watch. He wasn't under suicide tall. watch. He that, wasn't under suicide yeah. watch at the time. Right. Very convenient. Very convenient. Yeah. That, I think that he, he was wasn't under suicide watch at the time. They took him off and then he dies right after. Then in the uh, they say he hung himself by leaning forward with his clothes tied to his neck. Those clothes are designed to break under more than five pounds of pressure. Not only did it not break, it broke his, uh, whatever that bone is. Uh, yeah, there's starts, a weird bone, I guess, that it starts breaks an a lot of times when you're Usually, hanged. well, it, it only, it, that's what they didn't include. Like they had forensic pathologists and people saying, yes, they said in the news that it breaks when you're hanging yourself, but you, it breaks in instances where you jump off of something and hang yourself. And your body is tugging down. It doesn't break if you're leaning and asphyxiating yourself forward, which you wouldn't be able to lean forward under clothes that rip under five pounds of pressure. Like suicide watch. And just because he what wasn't on suicide rip watch, under it, was it paper clothing? They're, they're specially made to have seams that tear if you try and do that with them. Like they're Are you sure he was and, wearing that? I'm positive. Yeah. He was he was wearing his his anti-suicide clothes and shit. Even uh, though he they, wasn't they, on was, suicide was, watch? Yeah, they would still have him in clothes like that. They had, uh, they heard shrieking from his cell. Usually, people aren't shrieking as they're hanging themselves. I didn't hear especially, about that. Especially if they're leaning forward. The guards that were supposed to be watching him that day admitted already to giving false information about it, saying that they fell asleep and then seeing like, oh, actually, no, no, this got this got changed. One of the guards was not qualified to be on that floor. Yeah, uh, you know how he got beat up a few weeks prior. Mm -hmm. The guy who beat him up was an ex-cop. Who was, was he beat up? I remember that he had marks on his neck like he tried to commit suicide earlier. Am I uh, it was reported that he was found crying in the fetal position. And then his like he had a roommate at the time. The, the guy who was with him was oh, that's a right. muscle bound Dude, giant cop jacked. who was in jail for killing four people. That uh -huh. same cop had a cell phone found on him soon after Epstein went to that prison. The, the <clears throat> contraband cell phone from that cop was taken. And before the authorities got a chance to look at it, some other group came in and did something with the cell phone, some shady shit. And then he goes in, threatens him. This is my conspiracy take. 
And honestly, (laughs) at this point, the conspiracy is that he did kill himself. Like all of this shit adds Hmm. up and points in a way that you have to be just following the the marching orders of the mainstream media to think that he just killed himself. This guy, it, it was he. The last meeting with his lawyer, his own lawyer said that Epstein said, "I'll see you tomorrow." Said, "I'll see you tomorrow." Went in there, apparently just killed himself. I, I saw it somewhere that someone was reporting that uh, Epstein was delusionally positive, like thinking that he could get away with it. And why wouldn't he think he can get away with it? He was told in 2007 when he was caught by Alex Acosta. Uh, Acosta was told, leave it alone. He's an intelligence. Huh. Mm. Well, he's not an American intelligence. What nation is he an intelligence for? We know he has connections to former Israeli prime ministers, so maybe Mossad? We don't fucking know. But we do know he had powerful, incriminating information on people. He he got fucking the Prince and Prince Andrew of the royal British royal family got caught up in that shit. Mm-hmm. Tons of people. People like Trump. People like Clinton. People like big head honcho guys. And I swear what the media wants, the the peons, people like us doing, are being dumb and being like, Trump did it. No, Clinton did it. No, Trump. It's like, no, this is way bigger than these people. Way bigger than these people. Like, the, the raid that they went into on his island, there was drone footage of what it looked like after he'd been removed from his island, and there were still computers. There were still computers visible through a window in one of the compounds. The drone footage that showed when the CIA, FBI, all of them stormed in, all, that, all those electronics gone. They weren't there it's interesting so it's just there's too many coincidences piling up and you it's just it blows my mind when people are like the most powerful people on earth colluding together to try and get the most damning information imaginable out of the mainstream zeitgeist nah they wouldn't so do that what's your source because i haven't heard a lot oh of this. all over the place i've been i got like autistically into it for a little while, <laughs> and I'd, I'd like go over and I'd find a source over here and I'd go look over here and I'd want to check it over there. And it's like there's such a web of shit connecting this that it's like not this on dude, like the mainstreams, like the mainstream no, of news. Of course not. Uh-huh. The mainstream media before his corpse was cold was coming out. He killed himself, and uh, you're a conspiracy theorist if you say anything else. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You're definitely the same way with like so much of that shit where they'll be like, oh, this, this shooting happened. We already know there's no motive. That Vegas guy that we're never going to talk about again? No motive. Don't think about it. Blah, 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 blah. Tuck that away. You know, has, has that been brought up? We still have no idea of the motives of the largest mass shooting ever. You didn't an have a motive. You know, everyone needs a hobby, and sometimes you just like doing <laughs> that things. That was his hobby. <laughs> like, and so I, it's just like there's way too much shit piling up around this guy. We know he did fucked up shit. Did you hear about the story of him having three 12-year-old French girls delivered to him as a birthday present? No. You act like it's weird, though. It is weird. It's it's very two thumbs downish for me. (laughs) But like overwhelmingly, it's like this guy is not the kind of guy to kill himself. He has gotten out of this before. He's literally gotten out of it scot-free where they're like, all right, you're going to go to jail. And he's like, really? You're going to send me to jail? I'll tell you what I'll do. You know what I'll go to jail if you don't make me stay in. (laughs) You know, if I get to leave six days a week, and then he just gets to go hang out. Like, and just kind of have the run of the place, does his own thing. And like, so of course a guy gets caught in another thing and he's embroiled in it. He knows he's safe because he, I got all the most powerful people in the world beholden to me. I'm fine. I even have a, a death switch or whatever you probably would have. You but know? he changed that, his will to protect his money in the case that he died like shortly before he killed himself. That would be evidence that he planned this out. I, I don't think so. How how would to protect his money and give it to who? Yeah, I, I just read the headline. Let me see. 
I'll, I'll look it up real quick. Even great. his his partner, uh, Ghislaine, Ghislaine, whatever her name is, who uh-huh. is the one like acquiring and getting so many of these of these people, she's been involved in fucked up shit. Her dad was a known spy and Mossad agent. Like she's from a family of of like so, secret agents, essentially. Like see, like basically, Mossad is just Israel's CIA. They're all like, but the CIA and Mossad work together. So it's like th- there is shady shit going on. And there's a reason that it gets pushed under the rug and people don't, the mainstream media at least don't want to delve too far into it. Um, Did you hear this is market watch, which is a pretty reputable thing. They're really about the stock market and such, but I guess they're covering Epstein and he changed his will. The, the beneficiaries aren't released, but it was designed to make sure that the money would get to his beneficiaries. Uh, I mean, I don't, maybe I I don't Every, know. I don't everything think that he just put it all in a to, trust two days before he killed himself for privacy reasons and whatever. I I don't think he killed himself. Did you hear the interview with uh with his bodyguard and some reporter? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And his bodyguard is being like just like straight up telling the reporter like, "Don't ask me that. Leave that alone. Th- this is very dangerous. You don't know what you're asking. Like, stop, <laughs> that- stop." I, I, don't, I don't bring me see. back into this. I My don't want, theory was somewhere shit. down the middle of like conspiracy and mainstream, which is like they allowed him to kill himself. So, so look, everybody who paid any attention to Epstein knew that he was at suicide risk, right? He was the highest suicide risk in the country of all the prisoners. Yet they still took him off suicide watch a week before his death. Why is that? Right, like so that there's so that people can say he wasn't even on suicide watch at the time. That I, explains it. In my head, they did it so he'd solve the problem for them. Like in my head, he did kill himself, but they just let it happen. Like, all right, you know, we're gonna need a a hook in here, put him back in the strong clothing, and uh, a bunk to jump off of. All right. I mean, how would yeah. a six in foot solitary tall person kill themselves jumping off of a bunk to the point that it breaks your whatever that bone is. I don't, I don't know how tall his cell room is, but it, to me... I, I, no, he would have to tie it to the top bunk. That's the only thing to attach it to. Oh, I, I, so he in would my have head, to there's a lighting fixure. Of, Although in no, my story, there's, no there's literally fixtures. a hook. That, that's why they say <laughs> so, the only thing he could have done is jump off of his bunk bed with it tied to the top. He's a six-foot-tall man. You can't do that, which is why a lot of people are leaning to believe, oh, well, then he must have leaned forward on his knees and slowly asphyxiated himself on this stress ball, like in a pool? <laughs> no, that wouldn't that wouldn't do it. Like it's and so like none of this, none of this adds up whatsoever. None but of it. Adds picture up. A, a picture of like putting the noose around his neck and just doing the Ron Burgundy like cannonball and just like <laughs> yeah. holds his nose, and jumps yeah. off the bunk. <laughs> like he he had so much dirt on so many people, like an insane amount of dirt on people. He's been running a fucking pedophile island with the most powerful people on earth flying in and out for decades. Yeah. Like of course he's got shit. And I just the thought that this guy would be this guy who seems to be a fucking narcissist would be suicidal after his only experience with the law enforcement in the past has been getting off scot free, basically walking out, giving middle fingers to law enforcement like it doesn't add up. So, you know, anything could have happened, but it makes more sense to me that he was offed because and there's probably a this isn't just an Epstein thing. There's probably 10 Epsteins out there doing similar shady shit. Sometimes stuff like this. So I, I don't have confidence that he was killed, right? I, I still think the most likely thing is that he killed himself and they sort of allowed it to unfold. That's my personal theory. It's based on, you know, me making shit up. 
But there's that, and the Panama Papers is the other one, right? The Panama Papers came out, and it was like, oh, my God. The global elite is about to get their shit pushed in. One person died, a reporter covering the Panama Papers, and that's yeah. it. I, I don't know. And you know Eddie, why the mainstream media doesn't talk about that shit? It's because they'll be like, oh, fucking, this politician was on the Panama Papers. Oh, and this Republican, and this Republican, and this Democrat, and this Democrat, and Rachel Maddow, and Sean Hannity, and what? Brad Pitt and DiCaprio and fucking Brett Bear and uh, wait, what? Is there any mainstream like person who's not on this? Like, like it's it's a big group of people who are taking advantage of shit like the Panama Papers. Like the Panama Papers itself is a conspiracy theory. It's people conspiring together in order to take advantage of a situation, and then when they get caught, fuck us, fuck the little people who are having to fill in their little tax gaps and shit. Like nothing comes of it because they like they're too powerful, and so. Like literally the word conspiracy theory is intentionally lumped in with retards like Alex Jones and, you know, uh, fuck it. Which I, <laughs> I can't even say that in this instance because Alex Jones called Epstein in like 2002 or something. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. But <laughs> like they'll, they'll lump in stuff and be like these people who think that this perfectly engineered situation where a guy who had dirt on the most powerful people on earth happened to kill himself at the most opportune time for us, you know, they're just like chemtrail people. They're just like gay frog people. Like it's intentionally conflated to instantly make people be averse to it because to embrace a theory like that and say, this actually seems more rational is to immediately take the lower ground. And people can go, aha, you know, you idiot, you moron, you, you're a conspiracy theorist. You know, you don't toe the line that we're told by Fox, by CNN, by ABC. You know what gets me suspicious? When some guy's the enemy of the state. And then suddenly he's a rapist or a pedo. Like that just gets bar- child. Porn. This person yeah. has a a tendency to release classified papers and says here rape children. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. like really? Yeah, I guess we all hate him now. You know, he's and awful. There's that one guy who invented like the 3D print single shot gun mm-hmm. and was releasing that like free software and everything. And like less than a year after he was releasing all that, it was like out of nowhere. It was just like. Uh, actually, he's like super into child porn. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. like this guy loves it, really likes it. None of his friends or family ever like picked up on anything, but he's going to jail. And sorry, no more software. For Is you that guys. a thing? Like, <laughs> did he, did he? Yeah. yeah, the guy who invented that, that 3D was... print single shot gun went to jail for child porn. When Who's the guy who... Which he might be a child From like Finland or Denmark or something. And he, he might be the guy who did WikiLeaks. What's his name? Julian Assange. I think they're accusing him of rape. And oh. it's just like, ah, oh, yeah, that's what they do. They throw a little yeah. rape in because you know, people go straight to believing the victim, which probably is yeah. true nine times out of ten. But one time out of ten, it's not. The whole, the whole point of like casting aspersions like, oh, he's a conspiracy theorist, or oh, we, we, we got some surprise sex crimes. There's no evidence, but we're sprinkling those on top is to just make it so that it's socially unpalatable to even question what's going on you know so it's like i don't want to look dumb i don't want to look like conspiracy theorists i better just believe what fucking hannity and rachel maddow are saying one thing about the epstein conspiracy theory that task that passes the woody test is it wouldn't take a ton of conspirators to make it happen right sometimes i hear conspiracy theories like the white hat things the white helmet thing in um syria right it's like oh yeah so after a bomb blows up a corner 600 guys with white helmets come in. They're all in on the scam. They go and change the evidence and plant dead babies and this and that and the other thing. And I'm like, man, 
That is a lot of people keeping a secret. That is a lot of people keeping a secret. That doesn't pass the Woody test. But the Epstein one, how many people would have to keep that secret? Five? That could happen. Yeah. Uh, Not many. I mean, there's plenty of examples of people, like, huge projects going and staying undercover for a long time. The Manhattan Project had thousands of people working on it, and it never came out until much, 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 much later. How many times do we not know about these things occurring because it just... You know, enough time passed that it kind of fell out of out of favor. Like I, I, I don't think that the like I understand what you're saying. I wonder if that's true. What What is the Manhattan Project? They developed nuclear weapons. Is that what, yeah? They did like nuke shit. You think that wasn't known that we weren't working on nukes? That we were doing it that close to major metropolitan centers. I I don't know. Like yeah. I, I just suspect that like I don't know some of those unmarked tractor trailers you see are moving weapons or something, and I, I think that's just known, right? nuclear waste weapon things like that move and it just happens on mark i think that's like a like a almost almost like a it could be a biased thing where there's a tendency when conspiracy theories come out as true that immediately everyone will act like it was a foregone conclusion so if two okay. days before the panama papers i were to say to someone hey Pretty much every media elite, every fucking actor in Hollywood, all of these fucking people, every politician, they're hiding billions of dollars in assets and money in Panama. And they all know about it, and their people are covering for them. All of them are doing this shit, and it's illegal, and it's fucked. So many people would be like, that's way too many people, dude. Are you serious? Really? And the accounting firms that are funneling that money there, all of them are abiding by their NDAs, really? And then it comes out. And it's like, oh, well, shit, I guess. I'm totally not, that is like, possible. am I doing that now? Because I feel like I've known since no, no, no. I was an accountant. I'm, no, I'm, I'm asking myself. You know, since I was an accountant, the tax shelters overseas, it, now it's Panama. But before, I forget where it was, Cayman Islands maybe? Like, these yeah, tax shelters right. have existed forever. It's been the normal thing. It's a gray area in accounting as to whether or not it's legal, at least you know, back when I was reading about it. And... Uh, when I saw the Panama Papers, it was like, oh, it's just happening again. These guys are hiding revenue in all overseas, and it's gray. Like, the, the tax code doesn't say you can or can't do it. But now I'm like, am I doing what Taylor said? Which is, oh, yeah, I sort of suspected that all along. It's normal. You know, because it's very, Even if you are, yeah. that, this is like a known phenomenon. Like, people do that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, if something is, like, if, if something comes out that I would have previously thought ridiculous, like, pretty soon, just because the human mind works in a way that on confirmation bias you want to believe i knew that was happening the whole time yeah definitely yeah, in the same yeah. way that if something was happening and then you realize it didn't you'll kind of retroactively be like yeah i, I was always kind of doubting that i was always kind of on the fence you know so i wonder how can, many people can, do that for weapons of mass destruction right it, when we went into iraq it was a popular thing uh they bush's approval ratings turned around um it like there was a lot of people who were really enthusiastic about going into Iraq. They believed that 9-11 and Iraq were linked because the administration would mention the same sentence constantly. And then fast forward 10 years and maybe a lot of people are like, yeah, that was stupid. I wasn't foolish. I wasn't in favor. I was the you know, oddball who didn't like the idea. Yeah. Even like more infuriating than those, like that, that's not infuriating. If people are like, "Yeah, I was wrong," you know, I, yeah, we shouldn't wrong go to is Iraq. something. I'm, yeah, but that's, anyway. that's that's fine. But the infuriating thing is that a lot of those same commentators, literally the exact same people, like Bill Crystal, Max Boot, uh, fucking all of these like neoconservative and neoliberal commentators, the same fucking guys who were like, "Yeah, we got to go to war in Iraq. We got to go to war in Iraq." They're 
they're bombing. Uh, they got nukes. They got nukes and they're gassing their own people and they're doing this terrible stuff. These same exact people are the ones writing the op-eds saying the exact same shit about Syria. And it's oh, like, I thought I thought this was going to end with Iran. I thought that's where you were. Oh, I, Iran that. and Syria, both of them. You know, yeah. Syria is already pretty fucked. We've done a great job of destabilizing that whole region. But those same fucks, those neocon mostly neoconservative warmongering cunts, they want to go to war with Syria now, or I'm sorry, with Iran now. Which, sorry, Iran is not Syria. Iran is not Iraq. We're going to get. We're not going to do well if we go to a, a, a foot war in, against Iran. We're going to lose a lot of guys. Like it, it's just. Ugh. And the, uh, that, there's got to be some point where a war crops up where the American people finally say enough. Like, stop. Stop I, this Middle Eastern shit. All it's done is drain trillions from us. I feel like that's happening, but I've seen America go to war a bunch of times. And oh my God, it's like your favorite team made the playoffs. They're, <laughs> they're literally waving American flags on every television. All the mainstream media get wildly on. Watch for it, guys. Next time. It, it, yeah, I, it, it almost brings people together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 9-11 happened and they couldn't keep American flags in stock. People are putting them on their cars, hanging out the windows. Big fucking ones on flagpoles behind your car, waving super fast or stopping at the traffic lights. People will get on board for a war. Like I said, like, like, like your team made the, like, like it, America is like St. Louis when they made the Stanley Cup. The whole city <laughs> was just alive with electricity. We're going to war, boys. Buckle up. <laughs> How can I join the army? I want some good war. Right? It, it, it goes wild. And, and I, I want to be like, yeah, America's lost its appetite for the war. We're not stupid fucks who just want to die and go deeper into debt all the time. But shucks, let Fox, NBC, and CNN start waving a flag, and I won't be at all surprised to learn that we should be invading Hong Kong or something to help them of course. beat China. And they, they reveal their true colors. Like, the left mainstream media and the right mainstream media, like, they'll... They'll bicker over their stupid shit and be like, I, I think we should we should have more gay flags in public. And be like, you know, I don't think we should have more gay flags in public. And then it'll come around to, I think we should bomb Iran. I think Iran is threatening and they are a danger to ourselves and to our ally Israel and we need to bomb them. That's a very astute point, CNN. We also <laughs> agree we need, to, we need to bomb Iran. Here is a CIA head... Uh, here's a former head of the CIA to tell us why we need to do that. And it's like, if you watched Russia today and they're like, and here is KGB agent to tell us why <laughs> we need to go there. You would see right through it. Wouldn't you? You'd be like, this is propaganda yeah. with us. We're like, well, John Brennan, CIA former, this is reputable. This, is, <laughs> this guy's reputable. It's like, no, they, it, their true colors are revealed when war comes up. These fucking cunts. I, Oh, the media. Dude. <laughs> oh, there's, there's, uh, they love war. They love they war. They do, yeah. And, and it's like, like their handlers news love war becomes it a makes weird thing. It's, 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 like like, a, it's like a sports team or something, like you were saying. Like a, it's like, <laughs> uh, I don't know, a team everybody likes. Like, you know, maybe half the people are against them half the season, but then all of a sudden there's a war and it's like, oh shit, you know? Get on board. board. Oh, yeah. and don't criticize it, you unpatriotic fuck. Do you not no. think we should kill Hong, 
I don't know what a Hong Kong person is called. Hong Kongans? Probably that. <laughs> <They're> Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, yeah, you're so unpatriotic. Get on the team. Oh yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't speak out about it at all. Jesus no, they're, called, they're called a congoloid. Yeah, <laughs> that can't be true. <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be funny though. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, I don't, if they're not on our team, they're called Charlie. I bet. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, it just you criticizing the military I, I i i keep bringing up these same freaking 1200 coffee cups but that seems like something you're not allowed to fuss about 1200 <laughs> coffee cups that break easily that break easily <laughs> air force has 1200 coffee cups and they're costing us tons because they break when they tip over and yeah. i'm like this is insane I, I tell you what i'll sell them coffee cups for 600 the deal yeah <laughs> No, I'm sorry, you can't, Woody. They have an exclusive contract, mm. and here's Bill C-73, voted on by <laughs> Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan and <sighs> fucking uh, John McCain. And Dude, the, Moscow everybody. Mitch is fucking hilarious as a as branding. Like, that guy... Oh, that's such a... That, that's, it's not a very funny nickname. He doesn't have any ties to Moscow. Oh, He's just an incompetent fuck. It's because he personally blocked two election security bills, um, things that would have prevented uh, foreign interference. So they're calling him Moscow Mitch because oh. he's against election security, basically. Again, see, I'm, and I'm hesitant of that, too. When they say stuff like someone blocked a bill on election security, I hear that the same way as when they go, someone blocked a bill on the Against Child Pornography Act. When really the bill was about fucking one little thing that's good and then it's a bunch of pork. And shit to try and push their real agenda, but which is like, oh, don't don't read past line two because that's about controlling your internet freedom. Look into uh, it, Taylor. But no. you don't like. You don't I feel like this child. is a. Repu- no, here's my my bias coming through. But I feel like this is a Republican thing where they'll be like, you know what? Like Trump in particular will say, yeah, if China and Russia wanted to give me dirt on my opponent, I would totally use that. Uh, report to the FBI. <laughs> that's not the real world, you know. Get real. That's that's not a thing. People don't really do that. Trump said that that these these aren't misquotes uh, except for the raspberry he didn't do that <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and um, no I'm not going to defend him if you're right gerrymandering right. is like another thing people. in North Carolina I I want to say our electorate is fifty fifty right we've had lots of Repu- or Democrat and Republican senators recently we have a, a Democratic governor it's a statewide race but um, our representatives are something like ten to two or maybe it was. 10 to 3. And uh, they said, you know, why is it when the electorate is 50-50, the representation is 11 Republicans and 3 Democrats? And the guy said, because we couldn't figure out how to make it 14 and 2. It's like, oh my God, the gerrymandering here is next level. Right now, one of the districts doesn't have a representative because the Republican did fake absentee ballots. And the election got invalidated, so they just, rather than, like, the Democrat winning, they're like, well, I guess nobody wins, so, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't doubt any of that. I, I fucking hate all of these people in both parties. I, I genuinely, I'm so fucking over our political system. These people are all fucking evil. They're not all fucking evil, but a huge percentage of them fucking are. They know the shit they're doing. They're taking advantage of people. They they pass their stupid ass giant tax cuts for rich people and the middle class gets absolutely fucked. Nobody looks out for the middle class whatsoever. It's all pandering to the upper class or pandering to the lower class. Like nobody cares about the average Joe. Like it it's fucking outrageous. And the extent they'll go to to get elected. 
you know, they'll, they'll, Oh, I gotta, I gotta gerrymander this. Oh, we got to change the demographics here and get the, and get this worked out. We got to do, we got to do this and that and this. It's like, it, I just, I don't see how people, how anyone can see a politician and be like, yeah, they've got my interests in mind. I, I, I hear you that none of them are really it. knocking it out of the ballpark, but watching the last three or four in action, I'm like, man, you can't paint them all with the same brush. That just seems incorrect. You know, it was W who went to war. Trump, to his credit, doesn't seem to want to go to war. Oh. And not that I can see. Uh, you know, it, it, under Obama Clinton, was supposed to be the no war guy, and then he kept them all yeah. going. He started the biggest destabilizing influence in Northern Africa and the Middle East in global history when he took out Gaddafi in Libya. Like, he started that like by bombing that. And now there are open-air slave markets in Libya. Because they were, as well, far as Africa goes, they were a, a very man. progressive country. <laughs> and now it's just a shithole. They're selling people in the streets. They, they're not holding back waves of migrants coming into, into Europe and the Middle East. And it's like, like I, don't, I really don't think the, any of these people have our best interest in mind. I think they just go to their PR people and put on a good face. And maybe I'm just jaded by it and I, I'll come back around. But uh -huh. I don't trust the media at all. I don't trust politicians at all. One I side think just feels a lot laughing. worse than the other to me. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Like it, the deficit was dropping under Obama and it reversed under Clinton. Under Trump, whoa. Like it, it exploded. Under W, it exploded. Partly because the economy crashed, partly because he started two wars. Yeah. Um, and how, what are we going to do now? Start another war and get even in a, a bigger hole? Like with Iran? Like trying to fight a war with Iran is like... Taylor, it doesn't even compare. Two words. Go team. Get on board, baby. <laughs> Get on board. Oh, dude, you're back in the Vietnam era. Like, come on. You gotta support <laughs> yeah. all this. You just hate the troops. That's what it is. That yeah. must be what it is. You know, I just, I fucking hate the troops. That's why I don't want them going to die in Iran. <laughs> Not liking any politician is just a translation for, I don't like the troops. And <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. Please damn me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it's just so fun. Like you, they're so transparent too. Like <laughs> the, the you'll see like someone on the left, some Democrat talking about how much we need to intervene, and then you'll see fucking one-eyed McCain there talking about how much we need to intervene. <laughs> it's like process his for a second. Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> Crenshaw or something. Crenshaw or something. And it's like for like two seconds when that guy first got elected, I'm like, oh, this guy might. He seems kind of neat. Like he's a Navy SEAL and everything. That that's nice. And then it like. Someone got in his in his pocket, I would assume, and now he's all about those wars. Well, we wouldn't want to pull out because we're doing so great. <laughs> you know, this, uh, anyway, I I don't know what I'm talking about. I just fucking hate all of them. I think they're liars. I think they're all in the same bed and they put on a little kabuki theater for the rest of us peons, and then they go and laugh with their money in the Panama. So Yeah, maybe I'm the dumb one. I feel like, you know, one's a three out of ten oh, and one's a zero out of ten. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh well I all guess right. that's four hours. Blame truth, what's all your shit? Yeah, I want to hear more about Blame Truth in general. I feel like we didn't ask him how his life's going. What uh what do you want to hear? I don't know. How's Twitch? You like is is it a better life than YouTube? What made you Twitch switch? Is, yeah. Uh same reasons we talked about earlier. Like it's just no support on YouTube. I feel like I'm under the gun constantly, you know, I can't curse. Why do you <laughs> think like your YouTube channel, <laughs> you know, it, it found its way to the second half of the bell curve? Uh, I will be honest. I don't think so. I think people overrate me. I, I don't think I was doing anything super special. I mean, I don't think any of the commentator dudes were like, 
doing anything really crazy. It was just something new, you know? Mm-hmm. And then once like pro players came along and stuff like that, it's like, you know, what's the point of watching a standard guy? So like my thing is like mm-hmm. going to Twitch, I could get more of my personality out there that I couldn't really do on YouTube. Cause I'm not really, I'm just talking to like a fucking screen. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. To make the videos. So it's not as personal. It's not as fun. So, yeah, I think that was it. Like, it's just, uh, it's actually funny. You guys don't know this, but I have several channels. I've not even talked about like on YouTube. I have, a. Uh, I don't want to plug anything really, yeah, but feel free to plug. I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. It's like, <laughs> I'll put it, you guys can check it out. I'm not going to plug it. Like, secret channels yeah i've got this like horror side project channel i've been doing for like seven years nobody really knows it's me but i do it and uh hold on a second it actually seven got part- years it actually got partnered some fucking way i have no clue so it's not got- huge or anything no it's it's got thirty thousand subs and it's on a bunch of channels talking about how fucking weird it is but it's just like a abstract fucking like horror channel and stuff huh some people listening to this may know what I'm talking about, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like shout it out or anything or plug it. I kinda like the mystery. Okay. But yeah. Like I'm just doing I'm always doing something different. So it doesn't have to be strictly like games, but yeah. Also, I, uh oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say I had my own thoughts on like how I think most channels have a, a bell curve, right? Like a, a sort of yeah. popular I, I think that's true of T V shows too. You know, I'm watching the heist right now. I don't know if the third season's worse or if I've just seen 20 episodes already and you have to either keep getting better all the time or it's not good for me. Like I'm, I don't like it anymore. Um, I think that is why my commentary videos went the way they did. Right. Like I, either when I was doing well, I was gaining like 1600 or 2000 subs a day. Mm-hmm. And then there was a time when that number became like 300 subs a day or 500 subs a day. And I'm like, well, that's a third of what I used to do. You're lying to yourself if you don't think that you're on the second half of the bell curve. And that's when Woodycraft came around. I don't think my videos got worse. Like when I watched them, I don't think they were worse. I think I was just 2,000 videos in. And, yeah. you know, like they've seen it already. I think that I could make a Mail Monday with three topics up there and half of my video viewer base could fill in what I was going to say. Yeah. that that's what happens. So, uh, um. That's what I assign to a lot of them. And but I disagree with the pro players thing. Like, I, I don't know about today's pro players, but the pro players at the time that I was uh, hitting YouTube hard mm-hmm. didn't make great videos, I thought. You know, they no. weren't interesting. They were a little combative. They didn't a- interact with their fan base in an appreciative way. They almost, like, hated them. Yeah. And uh, um, that's probably all changed now. But I was like, you know, these pro players are not even competition because the content sucks. Obviously better than me, but their content sucks. But um, on Twitch, changed a bit. I think people like seeing gaming skill more than they used to. They like skill mixed with... Mm -hmm. Skill mixed with like a showmanship thing. So like... Mm -hmm. Some days I won't stream if I'm not on, like if I'm tired. Uh, The stream's not going to be like entertaining. I just don't fucking do it, you know? Because I'd rather... I would rather give a hundred percent like every time then do something 90 percent because I'll, I'll be too hard on myself you know after the stream i'll be like man that stream sucked you know even if i got like good donations or whatever like i'm just a fucking perfectionist in that regard so it's like there, there's that and then there's also like this uh 
how do I even word it? I guess it's like this. Um, you don't know what's going to happen live, you know, like, I mean, a robber could break in theoretically. It's never happened, but could. Uh, a fucking meteor could crash through my, you know, goddamn ceiling. My dog could shit in the floor right behind me. It's hmm. the possibilities are endless. So there's that. <laughs> it's not as exciting when it's a scripted video because you know what's going to happen unless you're specifically trying to clickbait or do something eccentric for the sake of it. So like, I didn't really like that, you know, on YouTube. I didn't like kind of being clickbaity and not like super genuine. So I just, I got out, but I am thinking about starting uh, like a vlog series specifically for men, like male advice, hmm. not like gay or anything, but like, like male <laughs> advice, um, <laughs> proper asshole dilation. Yeah. yeah because <laughs> having Andy on, it's like, that's a, that's a big thing. Like I actually had an experience mm -hmm. with, um, I dated a, by definition, a narcissist back in, I think it was April, April, May of this no, year. Recently. Yeah, pretty recently. And um, I got out before it got bad, but um, I was terrified she was going to do that to me, like the whole, you know, false accusation thing, because oh. she was just fucking nuts. And um, that's where I kind of got the idea, because it's like, these are problems that aren't really covered by the media. You know, we covered that earlier, where mm -hmm. nobody's really talking about it nobody's like people will point the fingers but they'll never i guess like talk about how you know somebody lied like some girl lied or whatever so like yeah. it's like it's a niche that's not really been covered on youtube so i might try it it's hard too like um yeah mm -hmm. I, I felt like it's easy to I get mean, canceled it, just doing that yeah, yeah. I, I i'm trying to not to take it back to me but I used to do Mail Monday, right? It was a popular series. Mm. And I was this like fountain of wisdom for 12 year olds. You know, like dealing with yeah. the friend zone is a problem that most adults find uh, not that hard, right? You know, it, being scared about an upcoming surgery, uh, how to handle your parents being mad at you. These are lightweight problems for an adult. So I don't think that what I did was all that amazing. Yeah. You're talking about adult problems. You know, yeah. like, should I change jobs? How do I pick a career? Um, you know, how do I deal with the, you know, a, a, someone, you know, maybe I've got a, a, a kid with this woman, but we're not a match. How do I deal with that? These are toughies. These yeah. are really, you know, like, so, uh, I don't know, you're, just, you're tackling much bigger problems than I ever did, and I find that interesting. Yeah, I want to get down into it because I think once a stream, somebody will ask my advice nine times out of 10, it's a male, you know, asking for advice on something male related. Mm -hmm. And I almost feel weird talking about it because I feel like, I don't know, just saying it's like a male only advice channel is going to get me hate, you know, like get me. It, it, it's just with hmm. the landscape, you know, like you can't really do it. I without, hear you. Yeah. I don't see it, but I am wrong every day. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm projecting there. And it's not going to be a big deal, but I'm a little worried about it. Or because... like, would owning it be all the armor you need? You know, be like, hey, yeah, that's I my mean... specialty. It, it, why don't you do girl advice? I think I wouldn't be as good at it. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it's like in the life of a woman, you know, like I just right. don't, yeah. I don't have experience. So it's like, I need to give specific advice as somebody who has not like has, has had adversity, but has not succumbed to it, mm -hmm. you know? So, you still hang out know. with any of the OG guys? X Cal, Blame Truth. Yeah. 
I'm um, playing truth. I meant to say beyond. <laughs> uh, beyond, uh, I haven't heard from him in forever. I don't yeah. know where he went. I I, I, I talked to, I actually played uh, Borderlands 2 with XCOW. We did a series on Twitch oh, uh, cool. a couple months ago. Yeah. So, yeah, I still talked to Hutch, Hutch just Hutch. recently. Um, who else? Just Sandy Ravage, you know, guys like that. So. I still, I pop in his stream from time to time. He, uh, I, I enjoy his what he's got going on. He doesn't show his face in video. I don't think ever. No, his his um, wife actually streamed, showed her face like on his that. account. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's uh, never shown yeah. his face. He's shown his face, just not like on stream. He just doesn't do a face cam. Yeah, huh. it, and he does other foot. Like I saw him do a driving game, and he did like a maybe hand cam and foot cam. So yeah, for like yeah, the yeah. shifting and yeah. driving, but he didn't. Yeah, There's no face cam. No face cam. No, he did wasn't like truck the, simulator or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. wasn't he the guy back in the day that like played on the super low sensitivity compared to the rest of us? He like, was known for the Duke sense. Nukem voices, and he played. He did. He would like take the Spaz Twelve and just wreck. With Metallica would that, be playing. Yeah, yeah over the. He might have had lower sensitivity, but I mean, I did too. So it's like I don't know if that was a common thing or what, but. Yeah, nowadays it's like put your sensitivity on max and just get good. But <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah, that's interesting because when I was playing, like, I don't know, I maybe played on five or something, and they're like, pros actually play on three and four. It's like really because I've been yeah. trying to get better with five all this time. <laughs> <laughs> the best people in the world disagree. Yeah, uh, noteworthy. But yeah, I'm just uh, just doing my thing and it's going really well. Doing yeah. really good. Yeah, that's good, man. The working out's been fucking like I said. I mean, I hate to keep going back to it, but goddamn, like there's a huge visible difference, man. So yeah, I mean, it's just just helped me so much up here more than anything. Like I don't care if I get any better than I do. I just don't want to get, you know, I don't want to stay good up here. So I'm gonna keep doing it. When I was um working a lot, whether it be YouTuber, I worked really hard on Woodycraft. Um, Mm. I would be like, "Ah, gain 15 pounds, but like you know, made a million dollars. I think that's a good trade. You know, (laughs) and then it's like, well, it's been 10 more and a million more. Like, am I doing the right thing here? I don't know. (laughs) So, like, I don't know. These are any, you think about it, you're like, what is it worth? Yeah, it's, it's money's like uh, a million. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'd do it it for a a million. uh, Yeah, for like, I don't know. There was, there was one month where I was streaming on Twitch for like nearly 60 hours a week. I think it was like two months actually. Uh-huh. And I, got, I just got flat out fucking depressed. Like I was making really good money, you know, like double the money I usually did. Right. But I just, I was just like, what fucking good is it if I, you know, yeah. like I don't want to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Like I so. always viewed my window. It's we had Mr. Beast on last week mm-hmm. and he's the opposite of me. I always viewed my time in the limelight as finite. Like I always expected it to end. I was lucky shocked happy that i had sort of two bumps in my bell curve with the woodycraft one being the second half um mr beast just sees himself you know an upward trajectory you know like like a good stock market as is always doing well and i hope he's right and he might be Uh, he's yeah he's way smarter than i thought he was based on watching his videos like you talk Mm -hmm. to the man and uh, that's not he's Anyway, he might he might be right that things are going great, but I always thought it was going to end, and that's part of why I was willing to like, you know, like work into a mental and physical black zone because 
I was like, hey, now's your time. This is your window. You've got five-year YouTube career. Make the most of it because it won't yeah. last forever. And uh, yeah, I don't know if I was right or wrong, but it was my it's, mindset. It's weird because I thought the same thing. Like, I got to make the most of it. It's not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm still able to do it 12 years later. Right? You know, it's a full-time thing. Yeah, you've been like, there for so long. Yeah, and it's like, um, it's it's so surprising to me because... I guess I don't have a high opinion of myself. So I'm just like, man, I'm, I'm washed up as shit. You know, I'll get on, I'll get on stream and get like fucking like a shit ton of donations one day or something, you know, or, or insane subscribers, insane view numbers just out of nowhere. And it's like, I feel like if I just, uh, I guess go about it in a way of like, I'm going to do the best I fucking can every single time. I'm going to keep trying to get better and better and better. Whether, whether I do or not, I feel like just that mindset's going to make, my content better, you know, and, mm. and bring people in and make people more, I guess, like hardcore fans or whatever. Cause mm-hmm. that's like all really I have left it's just super hardcore fans, like, mm-hmm. a, you know, several thousand, but, um, it's like, it's enough and it's fine. Like I'm doing great. So I don't know if it'll last forever and I might fall off the fucking wagon and get goddamn holes in my legs from drinking too much or something. <laughs> but, um, right now it's great. And I'm just trying to keep on the upward trajectory because even if like I start making like half the money I am right now, it's like up here, it's way better, you know? And that's the main yeah. thing. That is the main thing. So it's good. You got your head on straight about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're does... how old are you now? 30. Yeah. Cause you turn, you sound like an adult, March. you know, there's a little wisdom in what you're saying. Oh yeah. I've been, I mean, um, yeah, I'm still a mature shit, but yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. But um, Woody never tells me I sound like an adult. Never. <laughs> Dude, it's the impressions. I think it's the impressions. So it, actually, so what he's like, saying isn't true. Like it, it, Taylor <laughs> will go to business trips, and I'm so impressed. He's like, yeah, I went out there and represented HMN Marketing to CVS and Walmart. And I'm like, my God, Taylor, do you realize what a grown-up you become? <laughs> no, I'm a like, boring adult. Aren't you the guy that made videos about how mom sucks? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck parents. Kids rule. <laughs> yeah, I, I went back and watched a video of mine, and it was like the first lines, like, "Hey guys, sorry I didn't post a video in a while. I was I was going to I was going to college, and I was like, just don't go to college. Like, don't fucking bother. Like, I said something like that. That, that was before like my machinima contract, even before I was making money off of it. So I was like, yeah. what the fuck am I saying? I, I, I clicked like, on a video like. Like this is probably almost a year ago now. I was like, I wonder what an early video of mine sounds like. And I used, I clicked on a video I made in like 2011. Like the intro was, hey, what's up, faggots? So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. Well, YouTube's changed. So yeah, yeah. I went back and watched one YouTube's of mine. Changed, and- but Taylor's about the same. <laughs> yeah, that's almost different, actually. <laughs> yeah, maybe Kyle stole the f bomb from you, but yeah. uh, you're right. I'm stealing it back. <laughs> But yeah, there's yeah, a, there's a lot of stuff uh, we would do back in the day that wouldn't fly nowadays. I made this one video. It was completely in jest. It was just like, like only manly men use the Olympia, you know? And I was like, you know, if you don't use the Olympia, you're like a fairy boy or like a, a tranny or something. I'm like, whoa, I said that? Like, holy <laughs> shit. It's like back in 2010, you know? So I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah, but if I delete like, this video, people will get pissed. Like nobody's complained about it in the comments. So I didn't I mean, realize how clickbaity some of my titles were. Like I think I had a mail Monday about bloody ejaculate and I remember was, that one actually. The, specifically. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people couldn't resist clicking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I my my titles were really clickbaity. 
And the thumbnails weren't. I felt like I I tried to do like branding almost with the thumbnails. Yeah. But um uh yeah, and now I I resist the clickbait a little more than I used to. Maybe I mm. shouldn't. Mr. Beast says I shouldn't. You shouldn't. Well, the thing with Mr. Beast videos is he's it's it's sort of it's not even clickbaity. Like it's the yeah. content of the videos. Yeah. He has the means to do whatever. He delivers he, on those titles. He delivers on them. He could like make a video titled uh, "Me Dumping My Grandma on a Big Vat of Pudding" and he'll do it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not clickbait. Like, Tip waitress eighty five thousand dollars. You're like, yeah. Oh yeah, turns out that's what he did. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I want to see his future. I'm very curious about it. You know, Same, yeah. he could pass PewDiePie. It wouldn't be he insane. Um, or ways to go. it could be, <laughs> or, or, or could flame out. I don't know. Like, but it, uh, I, I like watching his stuff and I root for him. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's sort of the same with, uh, I thought the sort of the same thing with Cnanners back in the day, like when he was a Call of Duty commentator, mm-hmm. primarily. I was like, I wish the best for him because he was like, uh, almost like the Bob Ross of commentary. Yeah, you know, so friendly, very, very like down to earth I and had stuff. Such a different view. I felt Did like, he, yeah, because really, he used to make a lot of videos when he worked at Machinima. He attacked other content creators constantly. And really? uh, yeah, he would attack them for daily uploads. He was like, these view whores are uploading every single day. And uh, some of his attacks were like clearly about me. Like he wouldn't mention my name, but it mm-hmm. was like, oh yeah, I have a video that fits that description. And uh, they were just unfair attacks. Like, you know, like um, not unfair attacks, but attacks for things I didn't think you should be attacked about, like uploading daily. Or, yeah. you know, having branded thumbnails or something like that's even bad. Oh, why is yeah. that bad? Who's who is my victim in my daily uploads? <laughs> but I think what the real motivation was, he was on salary at Machinima, fully aware of the kind of money that the top YouTubers were making, yeah. knowing that he took the wrong fork in the road there. Yeah. Now, he eventually left and took, you know, did great, probably better than I ever did. But um, when he left Machinima, daily uploads became fine. And it's like, uh, it's hard so for did me. He, did ahead. he verbally uh, say this stuff in videos? Or yeah. It was like behind the scenes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I actually I talked to um, Aaron Debois or something. You know, I, like I talked I to machinima yeah. people about it. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, what? why is CNNers attacking content creators constantly? Why does Hutch attack content creators constantly on his Twitter? Um, like, you know, they, they really didn't like it. And I think it came from a place of envy. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, they throw on that salary and stuff for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they weren't good salaries. I mean, they they made triple digits there, but mm-hmm. um, uh, that was a lot less than you know the top uh, contractors were making. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I made uh, like I should have made more videos back in the big boom period of like COD Four MW Two because I didn't make very many at all, and I still made fucking bank. You know, I made two videos a day. Did you? Yeah, I made. Two I made videos. like one every four days, maybe one a week. I don't know. <laughs> For I years, like, I did two a day. What are you cranked video. out videos? Yeah, and it was a lot of work too. Like you'd think a yeah. ten-minute video wasn't that big an effort. Oh, it is. It's like several hours per video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It that, that's about right. And I, 
I work on my all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so you guys call it a show. I was just thinking. Oh, there's a post roll, right? There is. First, let's hear from our our buddy BT. All your shit. All my shit. Uh, Twitch.tv slash blame truth OC. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, I actually just trolled Syndicate today. Actually, like as a joke, but. <laughs> Um, friendly joke. Uh, real blame truth on Twitter, and it's really about it. Yeah, you right. can find I'm gonna me. watch your secret channel too. I'm gonna watch the secret channel. Really Don't even mention it. Build intrigue, like you know. Oh, I'm not gonna say the name. No, I kind of want people just. You kind of can't say the name. It looks like you fell asleep on the keyboard. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, I like the mystery. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it. And thank you guys for having me on. It was a blast as always. Thanks for coming. yeah, of course. Thanks for coming on, man. And uh, before we say our final goodbyes, this episode of PKA is brought to you by White Castle. Good news, White Castle sliders are available at the grocery store. Made of 100% beef patties steamed on a bed of grilled onions, they they have the same one-of-a-kind taste White Castles have been serving in their restaurants for years. Pick up some sliders from the grocery store and make it a slider night. Go to whitecastle.com slash PKA to get a dollar off the purchase of any four- or six-pack White Castle sliders. whitecastle.com slash PKA. Now, guys... Go to their links. They see that those analytics. I was just about to say that. Send us, they might send us crave cases. <laughs> Guys, hook a brother up. Click the link. It makes us look good. <laughs> Come on. Help us out. <laughs> Get yourself a hard dick and a White Castle sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I've i got Bluetooth up in one of my tabs. It could happen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> PKA 453.